Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. It is the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Monday, October 31st, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we are back. We're live on the air. We took a week off, but we're coming back in, and we're coming in hot. Uh, Chad Reed will be on the show tonight. Aaron Plessinger will be on the show tonight. Um, John Anderson from WUSA will be on the show tonight. And uh, your phone calls at 702-586-7857 will also be on the show tonight. Please give us a call. Talk about anything you want. Uh, talk to Chad Reed. Talk to Aaron Plessinger. Talk to John Anderson. It's all up to you, people. We have the BTOSports.com Tweet at Travis segment, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, Gear Alloy Cold Call, Race Tech Emails, NFAB JGR Check-In, NFAB uh, Question of the Day. And uh, along with those guys, uh, we also have BTOSports.com Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMParksExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Two Under, all on board with us. Moto, the movie premiere as well. They are coming in hot to a city near you. Uh, the, the world's favorite dirt bike series returns in 2016 with Moto 8, once again bringing you the greatest riders in the game to the most epic locations. Moto 8 gives viewers the most badass visual moto experience ever seen. October 31st is today, so November, uh, uh, let me see here. November 2nd, Boston. November 3rd, uh, State College. November 5th, Chicago. November 8th, Minneapolis, so on and so forth. MotoMoveTheMovie.com. 20-stop nationwide premiere tour, prize giveaways, rider appearances, sponsor discounts, and you get to see Moto8 on the big movie screen. It's fantastic. And thanks to those guys for coming on board. Please check it out. If you haven't seen the Moto Movie series, what the hell is your problem? Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, in studio, all show, hanging out. He's been in here two, three times before. Friend of the show. Co-host to everybody. Loretta Lynn's champion. Arena Cross champion. The Eddie Ray. Yeah. What's up, E-Ray? We're back. How are you? Oh, man. We're doing excited good. Yeah, back in Vegas. Came out for the SEMA show. Rocky's downstairs. He's Look, excited. Tom's here. Thomas from NFAB's it's here. awesome. Show uh, just got better. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's happening? Oh, you know, just like I said, in town for the SEMA show. Um, you know, been around, you know, the auto industry in some sort of way for a long time and finally just got the opportunity to come out for well to see tom at infab and gear mm -hmm. alloy and uh and also come back just to be on the show you no. know you never pass that up no you don't thanks for coming in always appreciate uh having you in uh we'll talk uh we'll talk yeah it happened we'll talk some supercross yeah. Talk a little bit about preseason prep. Everything's going on right now. We got Lil coming up. We have uh, Sydney coming up. Geneva Supercross coming up. Uh, we got Chad Reed, a AP, 
buddy of yours. I'm excited. Aaron yeah. Bressinger. Uh, he'll be on 702-586-7857. We are going to give away a Fly Racing Revel Chest Pro, brand new from the folks at flyracing.com, and uh, we're going to give that away to uh, somebody tonight on the show. And uh, don't forget, you can get uh, if you're going to Amazon, go to the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com, click on Amazon, it takes you there, and then you can uh, go on and um, make a purchase and get a, sm- you get a small slice of that over at, uh, at uh, pulpamex, and it helps us, uh, you know, Pay the bills over here. Also, brand new app coming in the uh, Pulpmex app. It's on the it's on uh, the App Store now on your for your iPhone and uh, coming soon for the Droid Patreon. Go there, Patreon. Uh, give the Patreon people some T-shirts, early access to podcasts, things like that. Uh, please check it out if you want to help the show some more. We'd uh, we'd really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we got lots coming on tonight. Uh, we're gonna. I think we're gonna. Eddie, I think we're gonna cold call Christian Craig, maybe. Yeah, I, I thought that was a good idea, man. We'll find out what's going on. You know, I, obviously, I mean, I didn't say I had a little injury here, so I've kind of been missing out on some of the shows, but I missed the one where uh, I guess Christian and uh, DV decided to connect. Yeah. And then I keep hearing, like, Page, one's going to explode like the Hindenburg. And I, but I thought for sure, like, I think Christian's motivated enough, and I think he'll realize, like, DV is a smart guy and, like, I told you Jessica used to be coached by DV, and yeah. he – I mean, he – I mean, Jessica's always been a good rider, but, I mean, DV really put it into perspective of, you know, how to make a rider better without changing them. So I think uh, it's going to work great. Um, yeah, we had little talks about how, how long we think it's going to make it. JT said, have you ever seen the Hindenburg? Uh, we – I think that they'll make it through Supercross – but they won't make it to the end of Supercross. You know what I mean? Like near the end of the Supercross season, they'll both be like, hey, thank I th- you, hey, it's no, good. I know? think dead for sure, Christian's going to come out swinging, and once he does, he's not going to get rid of his guy. You never, but, you, never cut, you never cut somebody. But I think DV will get bored. Nah, I don't think so. I think they're going to make it to Supercross and then come outdoors. I think he can benefit Christian more for Supercross. Yep than he can for outdoors. And I think at that point is when DB's going to say, I don't want to go to these stupid tracks and get my shoes dirty. <laughs> you know, I want right. to go to the game and I got my kids. If Kristen rides West Coast, it's real simple. Right. The, the yeah. races are all nearby. And I think he really benefits Christian. Absolutely. Uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there. T-Dog. What's up? T- Travis Marks. What's up, S-Dog? How are you? I'm good. How are you? So this backflip is coming up. Dude, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I got him some new fly gear. I'm gonna look good. We got the cameras rolling. I already threw the helmet down so that it, we are superstitions. Are we gone. are going to make a documentary of this from <laughs> the start to the finish. The whole thing, Swiss Corps will be filming. We'll be making a movie. I think because of his excitement, it, it, it's really all in your tell, head. Tell him. Tell him. What? Tell him about the what you told what you said before the show. Tell me. Um, which one? About going to Travis's. Me going to Travis's? Like before I got hurt or what? The backflip. Oh, like hey. <laughs> We were sitting here talking. And about what? I, I, we, how many things did we talk about? I mean, we've been fighting for the last hour sitting in these chairs. Okay, right. So anyways, I went to right, Travis's. Travis, Travis, listen to this. I listen went to, to Travis's. Mm-hmm. I can backflip on a trampoline. No problem. been doing it since I was a kid. Can you, can, can you do that? Yeah. Okay. I can backflip a bicycle into a lake. Done it many times at MTF. All good. So I went to Travis's one time. Pastrana, not your yeah. house. Right. right. Weather was looking a little sketchy. He pulled the cover off. You know, he has a thing. Pulled it off. I got on the bike. First try. Hit. Rain started. So he, put the, he put the cover back on. But I will never attempt it. I don't care how many times I hit that foam pit perfect. I will never attempt it to dirt. I don't care. I, 
Travis is really good at talking people into That's stuff. That's what I hear. I am the person he cannot break. <laughs> but this, the point of this story is Eddie can backflip yeah. a bicycle into a lake. And right. you're excited. Yeah. You're excited, and I think you're going to do fine. I backflipped a bicycle into a pool. There you go. He's got it. He's going to nail it. Kurt Nickel told me if you can backflip yeah. anything at all, even you can backflip everything. You can backflip everything. Yeah. How many days are you going for? The plan is get there early. We're going to do some test runs in the afternoon, evening at Pastrana's house uh, that night. Uh, maybe do some backflips in the pools and, and trampolines. The next day, full day. I thought maybe you were making like a four-day trip. I was going to say end of day two, you nail it. Well, he's only got yeah, one. I don't, I don't have that much time. I think you're going to be fine. No, um, I think you're going to be fine. So, I'm feeling yeah. pretty confident. You're good. I think yeah. you're going to nail it. Uh, Android app status? For people who are asking? Uh, yeah, probably. It's not like you don't want to make an app for 70% of smartphones, Travis. Right, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Um, it'll be out before next week's show. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I said last week. You took me back by that. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right. Um, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, first of all, uh, we'll welcome him in the studio. Uh, he's been here before. Travis, uh, Thomas Victor from NFAB. What's up, Thomas? How are you? I'm good. Just in town for SEMA. In town for SEMA. The Las Vegas' second biggest convention. What's the first? The porn convention? Nope. CES. That's yeah, well, electronics. I did, see, I did the CES for about 20 years, too. So Yeah, it's true, right? You would have yeah. been when you were car stereo king of Texas. Yeah. Um, so you're in town for SEMA. Uh, starts tomorrow. How's that going? Everything good? Yeah, it's good. No, I mean, same as, same same thing. Lots of work leading up to here. Mm-hmm. Like six weeks, seven days, you know, yeah, about six weeks, seven days a week. It's crazy. Getting here. Yeah. It's crazy. That's yeah. a lot of work, man. And it's just, a lot of work. And it's not just for the NFAB booth. It's, it's for, almost for getting all. to where it's too much. It's almost where <laughs> I'm just almost over it. But once you get here and things get set up and, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's lots of business goes on here. You know, you got a lot, a lot of people. This, this is the one time of year where I see certain vendors mm-hmm. you don't see them all year but you see them here so mm-hmm. good time to get together with all the new uh counterparts of truck hero good time for you to crawl underneath that ridge line and see exactly what we're looking at i've been under one already for steps okay all right. the other one the other yeah the other one was such a hit i'm you know really trust me that one set you make you're gonna sell out <laughs> you made three sets oh yeah you gave, gave, you gave, gave, one, two, away. gave two away yeah <laughs> but the new ridge line i like it better yeah, I think it looks yeah. good. I yeah. think the new. Did you see that tonneau there. cover thing that I? See I you? did. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Are you interested in that? Nah, I'm not one of those guys. I'm not. I don't like what those ca- things. What guy are you? Yeah, I don't I like know. those He's... things. I got a truck. I don't need to cover for the bed. For the bed, I got a trunk. I got a trunk. He don't understand it like. Yeah, you know. and I'm not even going to try to. Ex- don't. You're yeah. It's just, hey, it's just let's a... get you to put those headsets on because it doesn't sound. It sounds a little funky. That's all right. Um, and then so yeah, we got lots more coming up uh, on the Pulp Mech Show uh, right now. Um, it's I gonna... know finding wheels for your thing is a struggle. I know, but we're, uh, probably, we're working. The switching, and we can. It uh, it has a, a an offset that's like custom to that truck. It's got no, a wheel. Th- it's like really David's like really back. struggling. Like they're gonna have to build like a custom set of wheels for this thing. Yeah, don't worry, we're good. We're solid. I told him don't do it. Oh really? Oh thanks. For one, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, Chad Reed, Aaron Plessinger, uh, John Anderson uh, coming in uh, from W. Uh, he'll be on the show later. Thomas Victor from nfab, n-fab.com, and Eddie Ray coming in. Um, 
let's start with this, I guess. Uh, first up, Kenny Roxon, Adamson Cirillo buried away in Castillo Ranch right now in their boot camp. We got the Alden Baker guys, Moosecan, Anderson, Dunge, Zach Osborne uh, working away in Florida. Chad Reeds, of course, is in Florida. Uh, Brayton Wilbur, the Seven Deuce Deuce in Australia right now. We're waiting on the RCH guys. Eddie, do you know anything new for RCH program? I mean, we think it's been Bogle and Tickle. We're pretty sure of that. And maybe Dino. Man, RCH, I, I haven't heard anything about RCH. Like, it's you, all of a sudden you see people riding these bikes that are box stock, like Bogle yeah. riding a Suzuki. I saw Dean riding a Suzuki. But it's been kind of tight-lipped. Like they, I mean, I, I, I think Tickle's, it's gonna happen. Tickle's yeah, going yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, I see Tickle at the Suzuki track. That's kind of a, a giveaway. Yeah. He's, he's been there. Hey, you can't pick an easier guy to work with, a nicer guy to work with. So I think Tickle's in. The other, you know, the other spots, yeah. man, I'm not sure. I think Bogle's in. I'd like to see Dino end up somewhere. I really believe yep. Dino deserves to be somewhere. But, um, hey, we'll see. Uh, yeah. But I, I, for hearing stuff, man, it's like crickets over there. I know. I think Traders Cowie's trying to get somebody. Traders Cowie is there with a spot for somebody. One of these big names, Jake Weimer or somebody like that that falls through the cracks. Uh, Kyle Chisholm maybe. Chisholm, although, told me he's going to do something with Bracken Hall. Uh, they're going to stay together on Hondas with Bracken Hall's truck That's and all that. That's so, what I heard. Yep. So that looks like it's going to happen. And, uh, and the Stewart brothers, well, that takes us right into the NFAB question of the day. The fab question of the day. N-Fab.com, small little company specializing in Honda Ridgeline parts in Houston, Texas, USA. Uh, whatever you need for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, they've got it from steps to light bounding solutions to bumpers. Uh, manufactured in Houston, Texas, USA. N-Fab.com. Proud sponsor, the JGR Suzuki team. Thomas, that seems weird still to say JGR Suzuki, right? I don't think it's weird, no. Doesn't sound weird? Just after saying JGR Yamaha for, you know, all the, I guess because I say it all the time. You guys don't say it. We always say, hey, and so with JGR Yamaha, JGR Yamaha, you know, now we're going to say JGR Well, Suzuki. as much as you say it, baby, but, yeah. you know, for me, actually, from what I understand. Are you worried about your logo? It's yellow. I'm always worried about my logo. It's not going to pop on the yeah, yellow. Well, we, so I've actually already much. pointed that out. We got to find a, a dark spot for that to go. Yeah. But, you know, they always do a good job for me on that front. And we're, you know, they they got, what, I guess four bikes, you know, in Supercross this year. So Yeah. Yeah, J-Bone was on the show uh, last yeah. show, like a couple weeks ago. So so we still got some talking to do there to see what uh, how that's all going to shake can, out. Can we lock in that Phil is on the NFAB Suzuki Outdoors or not even yet? We can't lock that in. We can't lock it in, but... Okay. Um, we hope so. We're we're ho- oh they're gonna have three four fifties. They do yeah. three four fifties. Yeah. He'll be on the end. Okay, yeah. If, if there's three underneath the truck yeah. in the truck yeah. like they did this year. Yeah. Uh, so the NFAB question of the day: n-fab.com. Uh, if you need a, a sponsor deal on, uh, you want to help us out. You want to support the the company that supports the sport in a big way. Just email us using the contact form on Pulpamex, and we'll help you out. The question for you, Eddie, on the NFAB question of the day: How many stewards are on the line at A1? I think, and you can go, James and Mookie, am I missing one? I don't, Ronnie, Ronnie Stewart. <laughs> Ronnie Stewart. <laughs> okay, um, we'll count Ronnie. We'll count Ronnie. I think that, that was my question because, man, it, it, it seems like th- these guys keep running into dead ends. And uh, what, do you, what do we there's know? There's nothing, so- we don't know nothing. I, I, just like RCH. You know what I mean? It's, it's crickets, but. I cannot believe Something that. tells me, Jay, okay, Malcolm. Is more than capable of podium, like getting a podium in Supercross. James just brings excitement. 
There's no way these guys don't just – they just don't show up. I mean, what's James do? One of the greatest riders ever just disappear off the face? No farewell tour? No I, no nothing? Nah. I, I, I think when they run – when they deplete all the options of teams, Big James sits down and says, all right, now we're going to pull some money. You know, make, they got to. They have to. So the, Is Big James going to really sit by and tell Malcolm, sorry, you're not going racing? I don't think so. I think they I think they How ha- many are on the line? Three out of three. I'm gonna go three. Really? I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna go three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going two. I don't see how James races. You're fucking kidding me. I, I just don't see it. I, I, Mookie, yes, he wants to race. He's younger. He's a 250 reigning uh, Supercross champion. He will get something. They will do something. Somebody will help him out. And Ronnie will be there as a privateer. You've got to assume that the Stewarts got some sort of private agent. You know, that works for them. Yeah. That's out there hustling right now. Buying bikes, buying suspension, all, buying motor parts, that's all easy. He's got Red Bull. He's got sponsors that, I mean, that he's still bringing He in wasn't millions. the Red Bull straight rhythm. Maybe because he didn't have a... He wasn't at the seven gear launch. He owns seven. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe he's just flying Thomas, below the radar. Would, Thomas, would you give Stuart James $10 right now to sponsor to sponsor him? If, if you, $10, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, would, you give him any, would you give him any money? Like, I don't see who would pay him to race right now. I, if he got a call... If he got a call tomorrow from the camp and the price was right, wouldn't it almost be a good deal to have the Stewart brothers? Uh, well, the only thing I had to say about that is last year's not a good. You know, they they the price would have to be done, right. So that's 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 Dude, tough. That's tough to I, swallow. I cannot believe. Maybe the, I said if the price was right, the most talented rider I've ever seen. Have One you of the seen that sport? I mean, have you seen somebody go out like that? Like they got hurt or something happened or they got banned? And then, I mean, any motorsport. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything. I can't think like, of anything. No, yeah, especially so. not with somebody like that. It's it's phenomenal. Um, yeah, especially at the Geico, level he was at one time. Geico really tried to help Mookie. They wanted to put something together with him and just couldn't work it out, the, the finances. So that's not going to happen. I asked somebody in so teams. So they asked too high a price. Yeah, the team would have to buy a mechanic and buy the bike and, you know, provide all that. I, th- I, don't, I think salary would be nothing, just whatever you can collect on your contingencies, you know what I mean? Just, okay, we'll, we'll, so, yeah. so, okay. No salary. I didn't know if it was – No. Because you hear some of the numbers that some of these uh, riders are, you know, trying to get, and yeah. it's just not there right now. There's too much supply. I, I just – I can't have James – I can't have James going out like this. I don't think anybody I wants to either. see James go out like that. No. 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 I think – the final deals are shaking down, and the chips are about to fall, and people are going to know, like, hey, you think we have, like, let's just say, for instance, I'm shooting from the hip. Cowie says, you know, just in case maybe JG doesn't make it through, we have this guy, we could probably get him for bikes. And some, do, you I mean, see, do you see James being a fill-in? No, 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 never. He's James could never guy. be a yeah. fill-in because yeah. he's too marquee. No, no, but, yeah. but he would. Uh, you know, another. He's not one of those going to wait around for a ride to open up. No, no. I think I think they're about right now at the eleventh hour, and they're going to start putting their own thing together. How can he just disappear off the face of the earth? That's just That's, impossible. It's a lot of effort. You know, to put James a deal together, though. told me one time. Chad did it. 
James told me one time, when I'm done, I'm done. Like, you won't even – like, I'm out. And I think if you ask Chad if that was good to do or, or did it resurrect his career or should he have just saved the money, what would he say? I think he had – I think he'd say it was a good deal. I think he said he had to do it I, because I would, I would. he had no ride. No one was hiring him. He was toxic. He had quit Parts Unlimited. He had ridden off a of Cowie. Cow, you know, no one was giving him anything. He literally had production Hondas and went racing. Like – and, hey, and he then, did yeah. what, exactly what I said. He went back to Mitch, yeah. built him a good motor, yeah. built him good suspension, and you know what? He had something to prove. Yeah. that That's where Chad— well, that's where James is. And you yeah. know what? He did that, and then, you know, 2-2, let's say, folded up. I mean, look where he's at now. He's making money again, you know? Yeah, I just I just wonder what he would say about that, you know, the money that he put into that team. and. Well, yeah, I think, you know, especially near the end. Near the end, I think, if you asked him, you know, what— but he had no choice. If he wanted to race dirt bikes, he had to go and do his own and thing. And I think that's where James is. Malcolm, I really believe, I think Malcolm could get something, but I think that they're trying to stick together. Would Malcolm Would Malcolm have anything? We're coming up with Chad Reed in 10 minutes, everybody. Would Malcolm have anything more or sooner or better had he done outdoors this year? 250 outdoors. I don't think so. No? No. Okay. I think I as think soon as you yeah, as soon as you leave the starting line and you're not out there, then you're forgotten for a while. So I think skipping outdoors was a bad idea. I think I think you gotta be out there. Yeah. But could that hurt him worse if all of a sudden he doesn't have a real stellar outdoor uh, season? I think if he had tried hard and been in shape, he would be a top ten guy and everybody'd be like, Well, look how big he is and you know. Yeah. So well. I don't know. All right, that's the NFAB question of the day. I say two, Eddie says three. Thomas? I say Ronnie, that's it. One. <laughs> wow. We got a one, two, and a three. Yeah. Hey, we've covered the board. That's so the can we lay some money on that right now? Let's see. T-Dog, you want to go with zero? Maybe Ronnie Stewart backs out at the last <laughs> second or something? <laughs> well, I don't know if Ronnie Stewart's doing the West Coast, so who knows? We we may not have him out. Uh, N-Fab.com. Please check him out. N-Fab. Uh, proud sponsor of the JGR Suzuki guys. And also to the uh, a big part of the uh, uh, N-Fab uh, and uh, Pro off-road team uh, that's going on uh, on the East Coast. So, uh, hey, uh, Eddie Ray's appearance. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. You know Christina and Chris. I do know and Christina. Been in business for a long time. Of course, the Rock River, Cycle Trader Rock River team uses RoostMX.net. They have a whole pulp section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you anything you need from RoostMX.net. They've been in business 17 years. Custom graphics, custom shirts, custom wraps, uh, whatever you uh, need. The RoostMX guys can take care of you. So please check them out. Check their styles. If you want some stuff from pulp, they can do that too. And that they, uh, they're happy and pleased to bring you Eddie Ray. Tonight on the show. Yeah, great. The great Eddie Ray. Um, Choppy, what's up, bro? How are you? Hey, man. How you guys doing tonight? Good. What's going on? So uh, I called in the night Hill was on all hyped up about the electric bike, and here we are on the other side. What do you think? Yeah, I'll be what's honest. I was in Cabo, Mexico, hammered. Um, didn't watch the straight rhythm at all outside of the social media. Um you never got to see it back, play it back? No, I, I probably should have done that. I was there for four days, four and a half days. Um, it was so exciting. I thought it was – I was impressed. I, I mean, I've been going on my podcast and my shows. I think that's the future. I honestly think there's a future in that. I think there's a future. I don't think it's the future, no, but I think a it's future. a future. Yeah. Yes, it is. It, they will – the OEMs will buy that. All five of them will buy that Alta. They will look at it. They will think about it. They will maybe offer their own bike. Maybe Alta steps up a little bit. Um but to be fair, Choppy, Hill is a hell of a rider. 
but it wasn't exactly a deep field. Coming off a desk. What do you mean it was a deep field? The TLD guys? I thought he did the Sweden Lost your mind? He did a little build. Other than that, though. Farting around riding. I mean, there's who would have been better? Or uh, give that thing to Roxton for let him play around with it. I know, right? It would have been awesome. No, I I mean, love Josh. I mean, he's so he was. How about looking over at Partridge in the Whoop? Uh, Looking over Cunningham. 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 Yeah, I saw. I saw the photo. I get the. I get the Kyle's. Um, I think it was great. Uh, Eddie, you didn't watch it either. But no, uh, I didn't. I mean, I think the only place you could watch it is like Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull TV. Yeah, I have it. It's on Apple TV. Yeah. Hey, let's talk to Mark's dog. Did you watch it? Nope. Thanks. I'm the only wow, one. you guys. I'm I thought it was awesome. I, I mean, the most. Well, I, I thought know it was the most exciting bombing, after you were bombing out in Cabo, but yeah, after after Sorry. with with all those motos, the one I was most excited about was the one that he won. I didn't even watch the end of it, yeah, because you know, it's kind of repetitious. <laughs> it and is. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, kind of repetitious, but but to see like that electric racing. bike and what he was able to do with it, yeah. It wasn't an advantage. It was maybe a little bit of a disadvantage, but it was in the hunt. Right, right. And uh, he did good, man. I didn't. I didn't watch straight rhythm, but I do watch all the videos that he puts up of him doing like Paula yeah. and all that. Yeah. And man, like it's impressive. Does it not make you want to go buy one? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thirteen, thirteen, nine ninety-five for the bike, and Niche. I think a Grandmore for the Supermoto. Yeah, for me, I'd, that would be fun. I'd want Silent Supermoto. Yeah, oh, what do you Tom, think will, Tom will have one eight. in every color. <laughs> oh, they don't have one a for him, one for Josh. They don't have a, a gearbox. They don't have a clutch to fan in the corner. Nope. And there's no feedback from the sound of the motor. What if they put like a clicker on the motor, an audible deeper clicker every time the rotor came around to give them some feedback and a clutch to fan if what? they didn't like. Trying to transition. What if they just what if that. they just hooked a uh, playing card to the front fork like a bicycle? It makes no noise. Why, why make it make noise? You yeah, learn you learn to adapt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that choppy. I, I mean maybe I don't know. You, if you buy one, you can do whatever you need. Here's but, a quick um, question. What do you think this bike? Let's just say after seeing that it, it's competitive. Bikes fast. We've seen the numbers of horsepower and yeah. torque. Do you think this bike would be legal for like if they put it in front of the AMA? Do you think the AMA would let someone racing it at like A1? They've, they've met about it. They've talked about it. But I don't know how far it would go. I don't know. First first up, uh, Alta needs to pay the money. Everybody has to pay AMA money. You've got to, to homologate. To, yeah, homologate right? your bike. Right. So I guess until Alta decides, hey, we want to do that, I don't know. You know? Um, yeah, I would. I would. It. it you look, they'll hey, look, them. the jerk-offs. They'll start winning. The, they have an unfair advantage, and they'll ban them. Well, they have to have a separate but, league. But that's fine. We can worry about that when they start winning. These are the same idiots who allowed twice the displacement in a four-stroke and never even, like, never even thought about that rule. Like, oh, let's just make it 550 cc's. Remember, the first four-stroke rule was 550. And they were like, yeah, whatever. So these guys are clearly so short-sighted that they, you know, they can't be um, uh, super picky now with this Ulta bike because they clearly – Oh, I'm sure they're going to really – now, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to really pay. Well, they're not going to make that mistake it's, again. It's your partners or your OEMs. They dump money in your series. Um, if you allow to, it's like allowing two strokes back in. You but don't let want me to ask you this, people if off. You're, if you're a manufacturer like Alta, you know how everybody gets that one year of the factory bike rule? Yeah. Like, do they let it right. slide all the first? <laughs> no, I don't think they do. Or, hey, they're, they weren't a manufacturer before. Can we talk about how do Alta. You think, do you think that they need to be more open to an electric bike and maybe not have to homologate it, let it race, and see what it does? No, I think you piss off your partners then, you know? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think But if Alta writes the check, if they write the check and supply the 900 bikes, 
into the country or whatever it is. But don't you want to support some green initiative? Sure. Related to dirt bikes? That's going to be jumped on. I'm That's going to be a bandwagon that's jumped on. Right now, it doesn't have any save this or green that or any of that. It's non-political right now, and I think it's awesome that way. I agree. Um, I think, Choppy, I, I think I it's the future, man. Absolutely. I, I, I think that Not this that is... Not that I'm against it. I mean, it sucks looking at Beijing and shit where they have to shut the cars down for a week before we come with the Olympics. And so we, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there's a, there's a niche that I think of the Asia with electric bikes, you know, imagine, imagine that. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think yeah, so. Anyway, Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. I just think yep. about Thank my backyard where I'm not pissing off the neighbors. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to see them make an electric bike class for just electric bikes. I want to see this thing go up against right what we're doing now. Why? It, what? Why? Why not? Why not have an electric bike class? Sure. As a I mean, class for me, either I mean, what are you going to have? Care. Twenty altos out there. Well, that's if that's a class. Yeah, I, I don't care. Either one, whatever. Let them race yeah, against yeah. normal bikes. Let them have a thing. Um, can we? But what about Alta? Like, moving on from Chris Kiefer a little bit. Like, I feel like Kiefer's getting the short end of the stick here. He developed that thing from the start. And what, they've just dumped What does that off? mean? Wow. They got eight years into the bike. And I like Kiefer. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. You know, adds a lot to anything. But why, well, why would you they... say something like that about a corporation, company, a small company, trying to bring something new and innovative? They hire the guy. They pay the guy. And because they don't. Yeah, what, they should have asked. No, no. Of the company, no, no, they should have asked no Kiefer to, to. They haven't asked Kiefer to ride for him, to race for him. Maybe ride the World Vets. Maybe do the straight rhythm. Well, you know what I mean? I don't think Kiefer was the right pick for straight rhythm. Uh, I'm just saying they just passed him over for the shiny new toy. That's Josh Hill. Well, you know they're 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 handed out here, handed out there to try to get some sort of gauge. They got a good gauge off Kiefer. They're trying to yeah, change it no, around. No, it's just bit. me, so, me, yeah, me yeah. complaining. Well, don't be you. It's 702-586-7857. Chad Reed coming up on the show. Let's get to uh, Drew. Drew, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, brother. How are you? Good. What's happening? Hey, man, I got a question. You guys were talking about uh, the stewards. I've been thinking about this since Motocross National started. Uh, Malcolm gets a title for Geico Honda. How does Geico Honda not pull every string they've got to get him to go to 12 motocross nationals, sign autographs, you know, do the whole thing, regardless of how he does, regardless of what bike he rides. I just feel like that is, that's a ton of advertising that they just missed out on. Uh, yeah, I agree. He didn't want to do the outdoors. I was say, wasn't it his choice? He decided he didn't yeah, want to do it. it. Yeah. You know, he decided he didn't want to do he it. Won, he won the championship, yep. so he had the option of not doing it. Geico had him for such a cheap rate on the contract. Remember, he was a last-second addition yeah. to Geico. Right. So right. Malcolm didn't want to do it, and from what I hear from the Geico guys, they weren't paying him enough to, like, force him to do the outdoors. They, they probably could have and said, hey, you've got to ride outdoors. But they were like, we're not really paying you that much. You're not going to do that well in them because you're a bigger dude. You don't want to do them. So... You're out. And we got you know? a full truck anyways. Yeah, they, they've got a full truck, yeah. And so... wonder uh, why they didn't after... Because they, they had a few riders go down. wonder why they didn't bring him back at that point. Uh, I think he was over. Ready. He's probably yeah. fishing at that point. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Once again, you step back that. in and your value goes down if you do bad. Very true. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that's yeah. right. It's just... I mean, I don't know. I feel like traveling the country all summer, 12 rounds of nationals with guys that are actually buying the bikes, all the autographs, all the kids, you know, fans he could have, could have, uh, yeah. you know, met. And I just, I just feel like that's tons of advertising that they missed out on. 
I mean, they, they could have paid him just to go to every round and sign autographs. I mean, yeah, I, he's certainly a popular I mean, rider. He's certainly, you know, yeah. like he brings fans. He, he's an outgoing guy. Um, maybe yeah. maybe yeah. Big James didn't want to travel this yeah, summer. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Big James went this summer. Um, maybe he just didn't want to go to Unadilla. I don't know why. I can't imagine why. Um, uh, yeah, no, good point, Drew. Thanks for calling, man. All right, thanks, man. Thanks. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, next up on the show, brought to you by Hot Cams, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams, a proud supporter of our show. Hotcamsinc.com. Unleash the power within a lot of teams. Privateers use hot cams, use camshafts in general to uh, move the power around, give yourself more power, that sort of thing, and we give you a discount on it. Uh, we're welcoming to the show uh, uh, Supercross champion, motocross champion, uh, legend of the sport, Chad Reed. What's up, Chad? How are you? What's up, guys? How you doing? Mr. Incredible. I saw that. That was a really uh, neat deal. You guys. That was... You see my abs? <laughs> it's pretty good. I, I you, did, you did a good job I've on been, that. I've been working out. <laughs> me, me too. Um, hey, happy Halloween, by the way. So, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, you just got me, actually. Oh, yeah? You were, were you out with Red Dog? I was out with Red Dog and, yeah, my mm. wife. So, yeah. Um. Ex- no, no explanation needed when Ellie's out. So yeah, really drag her home. <laughs> hey, we were just talking before we brought you on about Josh Hill at the straight rhythm on the electric bike. Uh, thoughts on that? What did you did you see any of it? Did you see the bike? Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, seemed good. Um, in my opinion, it seemed like uh, I was really surprised how good it was in the whoops. But then it's like, is it the bike or the fact that Josh is old school and actually knows how to go through whoops where kids these days don't. So mm-hmm. I don't know which one of those, but like coming off those wall jump things, whatever you call them. Um, yeah, I was impressed with, uh, it kind of looked it, at least, you know, well, I, it looked like it, but then just talking to Josh, it sounds like, uh, it's the equivalent of a stock 250F. And mm-hmm. obviously once he started, you know, going up the food chain, you know, you started yeah. running into some factory KTMs and it seemed like he was, he couldn't quad in off the start there, you know, and it seemed like he'd give up a lot of time right there. And so, yeah, but I mean, man, talk about a rollout. That's really impressive. I know electric bike. It's crazy. That, that's that good. Like I've ridden a KTM one a little bit and there's those zero ones from a few years ago, but can't even compare them. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say it either, but I have rode one of those KTM ones too. Uh, yeah. I rode one of Corolli's when I was at his house, and I mean that's just more like a fun bike to ride in a you know as a recreational thing. I mean this thing's obviously aimed at the 250 four-stroke you know market, yeah. so yeah, um, pretty impressive. No doubt. Uh, Chad Reed on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, we didn't get you on after the Monster Cup. Uh, what did you think? Uh, how did you do there? You had potentially a, a nice finish coming in that third moto until you uh, landed on a tough block. But um, what did you think of the race? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was good. I mean, I, I came in, you know, feeling pretty good. I had a, had a good week and a half out in California. Um, you know, we had made some really good progress. Um, on paper, I don't feel like we kind of showed that we were as good as what I, you know at least what i felt um you know second race i made a couple of mistakes and threw away a podium and the final race i felt that i was pretty fired up and ready to you know get mm-hmm. after it and yeah unfortunately uh mike just kind of held me on the bail and then when he came down um he kind of lost the rear and and got a little squirrely and, and then i had no way to go either to land on him or right. get left and land on the bail so i chose to you know the bail is like a 50 50 so i tried to <laughs> land on the bail and you know try to save it but yeah i went down but yeah i mean it, was, it is what it is but yeah i mean 
honestly, yeah, like I said, paper, it looked terrible, but um, yeah, the feelings and everything that I needed were were good. That's good. People don't remember that you you started late last year, and yeah, you had the Supercross season to kind of test and develop that bike, but you don't have the off season last year that you have this year to to work on that thing a little bit and uh, and figure things out. No, and you know, in my off season this year, it's you know, obviously, uh, I've been signed with Yamaha and kind of knew my you know, knew my season, knew, you know, knew I was racing this race in Australia and Monster Cup and things like that. So, um, I just, I have a good plan, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm typically not in shape right now. Like, you know, normally mm-hmm. November, right after Monster Cup, I start training. Um, but yeah, I'm in shape, training, riding, and, you know, kind of got a few, uh, off season races. So, um, yeah, a little bit different for me, but I'm excited about it. You know, like I think that as I get older, um, you know, getting in shape, seems to take a little longer um so i think that starting early and and uh and doing those and you know kind of saying no to the gps allowed me to kind of just focus on on supercross so yeah no i'm in a good place to be honest right everything feels good and motivated and bikes bikes come a long way so uh i'm excited you're working on um things like your clutch i guess is a big thing for you off season wise and and making sure that that thing can withstand some of the abuse that uh, you put it through Mm. I don't know if you're taking a stab at me. No, that, but, uh, I'm saying no. I'm saying um, like sometimes you no, had some issues. Right. That's all. Yeah, this. Well, I just struggled with starts this year in 2016. Like anytime we had traction, I really struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was a pretty global issue that you know that uh, you know Boys on Blue kind of had. So right. um, I always had a pretty good feeling with the clutch. Um, and, you know, should I say back up a little bit, but, you know, like once we went to, you know, hydraulic and, you know, figured out, um, you know, what Yamalu boiled around and things like that, we were, we were good. And, and I never really had any like okay. issues. My start didn't improve. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've, we've tweaked on some other areas, you know, like I always believed that it was something else, um, you know, but you've got to go through the, the list of things that people line out for you and, you know, and riding the bike i didn't agree with necessarily all those things but right. you know at the end of the day you, you got to go through them and sure um i think i've got to my happy place at this point um monster cup obviously i got good starts but maybe not something to hang my hat on at this point because you know it was, it was downhill start for one we started on metal for two right um so yeah just kind of two very different things so i don't want to I don't want to, you know, jump, jump up and down yeah. and think that my my issues uh, fixed, but I do think that we've made huge gains um, in that area. Um, did you hear that they might look into using the the gate, the grate behind the gate full time? Was that just yeah? Some, I mean, well, oh. it, yeah. In my, what I know, it that is that's going ahead. So okay, um, I have yeah, I have it at the house and you know ready to ready to work on do, it. Do so, you like that? Um, is that a good thing? I. I think it's a good thing, you know, in the press conference, I was asked that. And I just think that, uh, you know, it's so difficult for Dirtworks to consistently uh, make fair gates from gate one through gate 22. Um, And I just think that on all the different dirts and all the different stadiums and the mud and Mm -hmm. the rain and the open stadiums, I just think it's really fair. I think it's something that, you know, you, you take out of, human error and you you they lay it down and it's 
I think it's the same for us week in and week out. Uh, it doesn't really, you know, it's like it doesn't beat up on our tire or anything like that. I think it, it gives you enough traction, enough slip that, to make it feel like it's a normal start, but it's just really, really consistent. So I'm all for it. And from what I understand, they're going to go that route. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I hope that, that holds holds true. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for uh, Chad Reed. Give us a call. Uh, brought to you by HotCamsInc.com. Um, you're not a guy for the, for the Monster Cup. You don't like a chase. You don't like a joker lane. You don't like different main events. You're not buying into any of that stuff that I love, or do you? I like the joker lane at Monster Cup. I okay, do. right, but um, not in a regular series. But yeah, not in a regular season. I think, uh, you know, I think the chase has a place. Um, but it needs to be minimum. Anything under 10 races, I have no interest in in supporting. Um, you know, I think that uh, Joker Lane in a normal race series is, has no place. So I just, I don't know. I'm old school. I think that racing race is should be racing. I don't think that we should build sport for the average. Um, good people should be able to win. And when they win, they get their champs. And that's how it should be always. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we should manipulate racing to allow average people to have a chance. So um, that's just my opinion. Right. Um, you know, I've had my chance where I was good and I won and had my chances where, you know, I'm the average or being average and could have, you know, done with, uh, you know, maybe a chase format or something like that. Right. But right. Just, it, it is what it is. And I, I just don't like it. You know, like I, I, I'm a huge NASCAR fan and I just think that their current series, mm-hmm. um, blows it totally blows it just i have no interest to watch it it's just it's totally lame in my opinion and um but their old system i was good with you know like 10 races and you know allowing allowing it just i don't know just there's so many like from a racing point of view like taking myself out of the the racer Mm -hmm. um but just as a team owner um dude there's so many millions of dollars that you put in and you invest in and for something so small that can happen and that can just completely ruin it for you. Um, I just, I, I just don't agree with it. You know, mm-hmm. like that's my, right. that's kind of my reasonings for it, I guess. <laughs> hey, Chad, I got a couple questions for you. Um, uh, to go back to the start for Supercross, um, are they talking about putting the grate in f- behind the gate and like 10 feet out or just behind the gate? Because, um, you know, if you did it where it's just behind the gate, you know, sometimes on the other side of the gate, you can get kind of a nasty rut. So is it talks about just behind the gate or both sides? I don't know that. Um, and, you, you know, and, and I would assume just, you know, kind of assuming the fact that you've been around a while, but like the fact that we don't have much room and sometimes the fact that we come back along and start straightaways and things like that. So I don't think that we have the room to do it 10 feet out. Um, yeah, I heard so just I behind. Be really, yeah, I'd be yeah, I would be really surprised to see it any more than you know. I would I would assume three feet at most. You know, out on the other side of the gate. But at some point, you're going to have a big drop off. You know, like mm-hmm. even if it's right away or three feet or ten feet. Uh, ten feet, maybe you you know your speed's going so it'd be a little different. But I think that there's going to be something outside the gate that you're going to have to still worry about. You know? right, right. And then uh, the other thing is, um, obviously, I, I know, just like anybody, we follow you on Instagram. Um, uh, months ago, you would always have a picture of you in the garage and say, 
you know, which bike will I ride today? Will it be factory or this and that? Like, and then now I see like maybe the electric start isn't on your bike. Is that going to go ahead or no more? Is the electric start out? I mean, um, only because I come from a team, obviously on the off-road side where we're using a stock Yamaha model that comes with an electric start. So, and, uh, I know it was kind of in the, it was kind of in the plans a little bit for the 250F program. So will we see that, uh, Will we see that electric start this year on on your 450s and Coupe's 450s, or is that going to be kind of pushed to the back burner? Uh, I, I speak for myself. Um, it won't be on my bike. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think that you'll. Yeah, it, from everything that that I. I thought we were going to see know, it on your feel. bike. Oh, okay. Well, it was. And oh, okay. I loved it. You know, like I'm a huge. Oh, loved it. You know, like so it's you so had, badass. Yeah, you had problems then with it. Refreshing. Right. It was. <laughs> it was cool, but yeah, it's unfortunately not not up to par for uh, for me on Supergrass. Um, your teammate Coop, how's he looking? Um, is he gonna be? Wow, I was gonna say he's gonna be Chad Reed of '03, but I, I don't know. You won a shit ton of races in '03, so that's not a good comparison. But is Coop gonna win races next year? <laughs> um. I don't know. I mean, and, and, and truthfully, um, I haven't rode with him. You know, like I, I went to California uh, before Monster Cup, mm-hmm. and he, you know, early in the week, I want to say I started on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It was like Monday, Tuesday, he tested and did photo shoots and rode. Um, then, you know, the plan was I ride Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and then I was going to go home, but we had that hurricane, so then I stayed. So then, you know, I kind of assumed that Wednesday he he obviously wouldn't be at the track, and then Thursday came, he still wasn't at the track. Friday, he wasn't at the track again, and I'm kind of like, well, where's Cooper? You yeah, know, yeah. why is whatever? And then that's when I kind of found out that he had, he had gone back east, and, you know, and I'm kind of – for me, I wasn't told that he wasn't racing Monster Cup at that point. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, reading yeah. between the lines there, it was it was obvious that, you know, he didn't have a bike back east, so I I didn't think that he was <laughs> right. just back there hanging out, you know, and, and then going to show up and race Monster Cup. So um, we, we haven't rode together, actually, okay. um, other than doing uh, autographs uh, in Vegas and shooting a commercial in Vegas. Um, I haven't uh, haven't been around Cooper, so. Yeah, um, it's definitely something but, I mean, all of us are talking I would about. Assume, like, Yeah, I mean, I would assume he's going to be good. I mean, he's um, – I think he's proven um, – you know, I think his credentials coming into the class are are obviously high enough to uh, you know take him as a serious threat. Sure. But yeah. I mean, he he's you know he, what is it the last two years, the year last year and a half, he's you know he's played around with some off season 450 stuff and and always done well. Um, I raced him last year in Australia, and I think uh, yeah, I mean he's I think he's going to be good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, I think he'll massively um, you know benefit for from you know, mm-hmm. thinking of where we are as a team from this time last year to this time this year. Yeah, that's um, true I think too, he, right? Yeah. You know, I think he, I think he walks in um, at a good time. Um, so I think, yeah, I think he's going to be competitive. So you think the actually first time you'll ride with them will probably be in Australia this year, right? For sure. Yeah. No, I we I'm not going to California, um, and he's not coming to Florida. So <laughs> we, we, I actually yeah, we were. Time, in, sorry, but I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you go. Oh, yeah, it's the first time I race or even ride with Cooper uh, in 2000. You know, on a 450 in 2016, will be in will be in race conditions. 
we uh we were at that race last year in uh, Australia when you and Cooper and man that was uh y'all definitely flipped that stadium upside down that was uh that was pretty amazing i mean but i mean both of y'all looked really fast so um that's why I was just wondering. So your next time with him will probably be at Australia again, huh? I talked to uh, yeah. I talked to RV last week, and I'm like, "How's it going?" And he, I, you know, he's like, "I never lost it, bro. I still got it, bro." And I'm like, "Just don't. You're not gonna win." I'm like, "Don't get hurt." He's like, "No, nah, bro. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm just like, oh god, RV, <laughs> don't go there thinking, I, you know." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what what makes you? I mean, the guys. What is he now? Twenty seven? I don't know. I mean, let's let's be let's put it into perspective here. I mean, yeah, okay, he hasn't been racing for two years, but two years to a talented dude like that. I know. You know just... that's only twenty seven. I mean, I just think he's I I'm not counting him out, you know. Like I wouldn't right. there's no way in the world that I would show up thinking that, you know, he's that you got him covered or whatever. Be, right. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just think that you know, I just think RV is a legit dude, and and you always got to take him serious, you know. And and he has, you know, and he's cocky enough in his own That's what I mean, and, right? And right. everything like that that you just never know what RV is going to show up. You know, well, and you never know like what kind of training. I mean, he just, you know, he's a he's a new dad. He's got twins, and so I mean, he's got a lot going on in his life. So you kind of you've been there, you know how that works. So then you're kind of like, yeah, I kind of know, I you know. So then you. You think one thing, but I wouldn't put all my energy into thinking that, you know. Well, we were, Williamson and Paggio and myself were talking about it at Monster Cup, and we're like, Chad's going to go up on the mic, and he's Chad's going to be something like, I'm sure RV's just out here for fun, or make some sort of comment that's going to rile him all up, and he's going to start rubbing his hands together and be like, I'm going to show this guy, and we're like, just calm down, like, don't, don't, you know, he's going to have this big chip on his shoulder, because that's the way he is. That's how a lot of you guys are. Now, you know? here's one thing, uh, Chad, last year, when at, at Australia, when you and, remember, they said, oh, Ricky's racing, but when we got there... It was a heads-up kind of show between you and Ricky. Now, Villapoto is actually racing in the main event, like with the tw- you know, like uh, the feature. It's not going to be like you and him, to, like on a yeah, single. Yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not going to be just a you know a single race. Like a, it's not going to be a heads-up race. With it's me, not going to be a you and Ricky be, thing. Yeah. No, he's he's uh like he's legit going down and racing, and he has to qualify and you know do the Super Bowl and yeah. and all those things. So he has to go through all the motions. Um, from what I understand and from my thing, you know, people that tell me, it sounds like he's as fast, if not faster than, you know, than Eli. So, um, at no point do I, am I counting him out? Right. I'm sure I, I think he will, uh, I think he'll be good. Um, I'll be interested to see what he has for a bike, you know, whether they shipped a bike. No, they ship it or... full factory. They shipped it. Mikey built it last week. So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you know more than me. So um, hey, yeah. So I mean, I'm excited actually to race him. I think he'll be he'll be good. And um, there's a lot of guys down there. You know, like oh Brayton, yeah, Brayton's gonna haul Brayton's ass. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's really fast in off season races in general. Right. But he's really good in tight races. You know, like he's he has an, an arena cross background and he has a full head of steam. He's run three races in a row down there. And I I really think that you know for all of us like to go down there and think that oh yeah it's just me cooper and rv like i really think that the reardon's the you know yeah. and, and wilbur you know but, but for sure brayton is going to be gnarly i think um hey i heard something today about maybe there being a third guy on factory yamaha you hear anything 
I haven't. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to Dave. Dave, what's up? You got a question? Third gear. Who's the third guy? Third, I just I heard they're looking at somebody else that needs a ride right now. One of the top guys that's left. He may or may not run a number that I'm familiar with on his bike. Yeah, not that I know. I mean, okay. I would be really surprised because but, I just know I know I know a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and I know as you know as far as parts and everything like that. And I just yeah, but dude, I would how can, be really surprised? How can those guys go into Supercross and outdoors with two guys in Supercross out of twenty and one guy out of ten outdoors? Yeah, but I mean, mon- you know, I think for the most part, Monster's okay with it. So okay, that's. That's the bottom line. You know, I mean, um, that's what they sold. So. Right. Dave, uh, what's your question for Chad Reed? Okay. The first thing I, I want to let Chad, um, I called you before uh, on the show talking about, you know, Roger DeCoster or Chad or somebody like this that needs to write a book. Well, Chad you know, was trying one. Bit, he was doing one. What happened? Who? Chad was writing a book, and then you shelved it, right, Chad? Something, I don't know. You just decided I, you didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, my book's, my book's done, actually. Um I didn't. I wasn't totally stoked on how my book reads. Um, you know, like I spent. Yeah, so it, ooh, it was a good six months of doing my book, and uh, you know, worked with a good guy down in Australia, and it just didn't. Yeah, when I read it and edit it, it just. I don't know. I think that the to, the phase of the life that I was going through at that point didn't uh, okay. didn't come across the way I wanted well, still, it to. Still, I mean, you can even take part of that and write a new one, and you know. Just something that gives everybody in the industry to dealing with all the factories like you and Roger starting your own teams and this and that. Now, now, well, I mean, fan, the hard thing is, is you know, I mean, if you, in my opinion, when you write a book, you should be honest, and I think it's really right. difficult to be honest. In <laughs> well, see, this not, day not and right age, now. So. When you retire, you know, so that way you don't have to. Yeah, deal with when it. I retire and I have a secure five-year job or something, then maybe I'll go and put a book out there. <laughs> okay, now this leads into my other question that they were talking about earlier on NFAB. I don't know if they're, they're scared or they don't want to ask you this. Okay. What, what, we, you're not, what are we going to ask them? You're not James Stewart. You're not in his head, his head. But what would you think he should do in his situation since you've been there and gone through that? I think he's referring to yeah, um, yeah, yeah. would Chad right. re, does, does Chad re, uh, regret spending the money he did at two two right having a, having his own team and being left out nobody wants to bother with you and all yeah, that yeah we were just saying that that's really Chad the only way we see if, Stu going racing is doing what you did yeah I mean if I was James knowing what I know now uh, it's it's a kind of double you know like I don't know knowing what I know now would I do the whole 2-2 thing, I probably would. I mean, I had a blast. Uh, I got to go racing. I got to have a lot of fun. You know, for the most part, I I broke even for three years and then lost my ass on a couple other years. Um, but from a business standpoint, I would tell James, take your seven and throw it in the lake and then <laughs> throw the idea of running your own race team and throw it in the lake Keep, and retire right Take now. your money. I right. told you. <laughs> and you've made your money. Don't go... Sp- you know, it's, right. it, 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 life is a cycle. I get it, but don't collect all the money and then go put it back into the same pot that you just took it from. So, um, you know, I think that, I think he's fine. You know, like he's, he's obviously, he's been, we lived very much the same era. Um, you know, I, I know the, the dollar figures that we all made in those days and, and things like that. And we've had a, a pretty comparable, um, you know, 
salaries through the years and win bonuses and championships and things like that. So uh, I have a pretty good idea of, you know, his net worth and, and stuff like that. But, you know, running running seven, running the farm, the mom and dad, it's just a lot. And I just don't know that, you know, he, he has a, you know, he has a young boy now. And I, from a business standpoint, I would tell him he's crazy if he goes to, to try to run a team. Um, but then who am I to say that when, when I loved it, you know, yeah. it was one of the best cool yeah. things I've ever done. Um, so and like I said, you just know, your opinion. I don't know. It depends, like yeah. what he wants to do as far as racing. Like if he, if he looks in the mirror and he says, "Man, I really want to race. I believe that I can still do what I once was able to do." Um, then I, my opinion would be that he should go and spend his own money, and and go and do that, and and go out on your terms, because that's how I always wanted to go out. You know, I never wanted mm-hmm. to go out on, oh, I didn't have a job. You know, mm-hmm. like I always wanted to go out on my own terms. Yeah, we we talked about how how brutal it would. We talked about how brutal it would be if he if he doesn't line up. Just that, like I mean, you just it's like wow. You look at the career the guy's had. I mean, he's been so successful, and it's just man, he's had a rough run the last kind of four years. You know, as you know, (laughs) I you know I didn't sit out a year like he did, um, but you know I've I haven't had a stellar you know ending of my career either. So it's like I so I have the same feeling. I get it, you know, and. I'm sure that I'm sure he's pretty tore up right now. I actually, you know, as competitive as the two of us are, I, I think it's sad. I think it's sad that somebody with his ability and his talent doesn't have a job. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Dave. Oh, thanks, man. And before we let you go, Chad, I always like talking to you about, you know, lots of things that, uh, about in the sport in general. Um, it's a tough time right now, man. Like, uh, we think Bogle and, and, uh, Tickle are doing the RCH. Jake Weimer's got nothing. Kyle Chisholm's got nothing. Uh, um, uh, Mookie, you know, like we talked, Mookie James. Man, I don't know what. And again, from your point of view of being a team owner, at some point, like it's not good right now. It's it's really not good. It's not good, you know. And losing losing teams and and things like that. I mean, you know, if two two was still around, there'd be a potential of two more positions or one. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm still racing. So it's just it is sad that we're losing teams and and it's just. I mean, look at RCH, you know, without Suzuki right now, I don't know that there's an RCH, you know, they don't have no sponsors, you know, so, um, you know, like there, it's not like RCH has this massive plan behind closed doors that they're not letting us know. (laughs) Like I can promise you that RCH is on the struggle bus and they're trying to find budget and they're trying to do things to, you know, to be able to go racing, you know, Mm -hmm. and like they're, essentially the factory Suzuki race team and they don't, you know, they got a nickel and dime on everything. It's, it's tough out there right now, you know, and it's just, and it's not going to get any easier. I think that for our sport, something massively needs to change. And until that happens, you know, I think yeah. what you see is what you get. I know. I just don't know how that's going to change, but I a hundred percent agree with you. How can Carrie Hart and Ricky Carmichael, I mean, they went from literally one of the best funded teams in the pits, one of the greatest outside sponsors going with a bunch of, a bunch of them. To you know, basically nothing, and those guys are marketing geniuses, yeah, I mean, it, you know. It, and it's sad. I mean, you know, like it was only six months ago that there were, you know, certain people on the team running and skipping around, and we're the biggest, highest funded team in the mm-hmm. industry, and blah blah yeah, blah. And yeah. then it, how quickly that can go away. And I've seen that, and I live that with two two. One sponsor can change so much, and it's crazy that you know. It, yeah. 
you know, a yep. million bucks here or 500 grand here. And, and then suddenly you're, you know, you're in the green and then you can go racing the way you want to go. And I mean, as you know, I mean, that's a, it's a heavily, it's a heavily stacked team without the riders, you know, like yeah. there's big yeah. salaries within the personnel on that team. And I'm pretty sure that none of those guys are putting their hands up and being like, Hey, I want to go racing. You know, this is what I love. This team's awesome. I'll take less. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> you know? ah, it's brutal, they're man. All, they're standing there and, Oh yeah. You know, we'll be fine. We'll just go racing with, you know, Tickle and Bogle and whatever. So it's mm-hmm. tough times, man. I, right. I, I, I think it's sad to see so many people, um, hurting and, and struggling from, from team to riders. I agree, man. I don't know how it's going to change, but we, we got to figure something out because yeah, there's people are making money off the sport, but clearly not the right, not all the right ones. So, um, thanks man. Yeah. And even the, yeah. I mean, even the riders these days, I mean, it's not like the, you know, no, a few of the riders might be talking about balling, but I can tell you like, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you know where the salaries are at and everything like that. And, it's like not balling, you know. It's like, like uh, not... ten guys control ninety percent of the wealth in the sport. Not even ten. Yeah, five guys, six yeah. guys, right? But even number one and number two, they're not right. making what we once did. You know. Yeah. I mean, I know, I get it. The world, the world's not like that anymore. But just yeah. you know, it's it's tough. You know, like once upon a time, and I think that that's where James probably struggles the most. And you know, like once upon a time, it was you know X amount for this and X amount for yeah. that and it's you're crushing it and everything. And then suddenly like, that's your, that's your go-to, you know, you're like, I used to be paid this and now you want to pay me this. Right. You know, like you're kind of like, like I always hear a lot of negative comments on like, Oh, James doesn't want to do it. Don't want it. But like, it's really, really difficult from a writer's standpoint to have lived one era and then have to readjust. And then somebody want to like, you know, sometimes it, you really do have that talk with yourself. Like it's, is it really worth it? I know. <laughs> you know, I, like, is it once upon a time I got paid this and is it worth it to go do it for this? And I just think that that's where maybe he's at that crossroad, you know? Yeah. I heard what he was getting paid at Suzuki the last few years. And I was shocked. It was that low. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I straight yeah. straight from the mouth of somebody who, who would know. And I'm like, wow. Okay. You know, so yeah, it's tough times, man. No doubt. Uh, all right, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, uh, good luck with everything, and I'm sure we'll, we'll be in touch. Thanks for the time, as always. All right, boys. All right. See you. See Chad. Chad Reed, everybody. Brought to you by uh, Hot Cams. Uh, get some cam shafts for your bike. Get some cams. Yeah, sure. Some cams? Yeah. I've ran them. Right. Yeah. Great product. Hotcamsinc.com. Use the code PULP16 to save money. Uh, we're going to take our first commercial break here. Come back with Jason Thomas. Some more bench racing. Thomas Fichter from NFAB. The great Eddie Ray. GNCC. Uh, GNC, Arena Cross champion. Loretta Lynn's champion. And uh, husband of GNCC champion. No, she never did win. Jess no, never no did win. X-Brown Goggles. WMX champion. No, seven times. Yep. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll be right back after this. Stick around. we got more coming up. Thanks. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. 
Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and blighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. 
NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come in the corners. And... What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally, you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage, so uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses. Key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction handling. They do it all. Starcross Five, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. 
Order direct to the EKSbrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey! 
Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsap, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock up Vortex Rocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm. 
Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there, check them out, guys. Chad Reed comes through with a good interview? Always. Right? I mean, he's always straightforward. Like, he tells it how it is. It's exciting. And, and, you know? And I like it how he always throws in the kind of, like, uh, you know, the little, like... The baller like, call it? The baller well, comment? That oh. and, like, I'd really like to tell the truth how it really is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you kind of get that, right. like, what, you know, he's insinuating. And, of course, when he kind of throws in the really nonchalant, like, when Kenny and... Uh, 
Barsha are talking about balling, and he kind of wanted to say they don't know what balling is. Right. You know? Right. Which is true. Thomas Victor, also from NFAP, in, uh, in studio here. Michelin, brand new tire from Michelin. Well, it's not even brand new anymore, but this thing works great. Michelin Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or terrain. We just got a tweet the other day. A guy bought these just because of the show, and he says uh, it's been fantastic for him, and he's very, very happy. Uh, a lot of people who maybe are uh, Dunlop buyers or Pirelli or whatever uh, don't realize that Michelin is back, and they're, uh, they got a brand new tire, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5, completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, and uh, various sizes, 21 different sizes, as a matter of fact. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more information. T-Marks, T-Dog, Mark's Dog will have probably a set of Starcross 5s on the back when he is flipping through the air. Successfully. With all that traction, he might over-rotate. <laughs> yeah. What, what then? <clears throat> you know? You know, we never did. we're going to have to take. We never heard from that guy that said he was having trouble with that double, double. at the local track. And we said, we get, did we give him a set? I, I wasn't on the show, but I always listened. But I thought there was something like he was hurt, and, and you were going to send him a set. And then I think we sent him a set. Yeah. And then he was going to send a video of him doing the double that and he, he couldn't to, do before. And he was supposed to tell us if we ever did the double. I don't think he ever did. Maybe he's listening. So what Call I want to know is, are you flying all the way up there to coach him and teach him? And I will pre- be in France. Uh, but, uh, so let's know? No, but Swiss Corps is going. Uh, to document everything, videotape it. We have a full production crew, Pulp Mix, and uh, good or bad, we will get everything on tape. Does he need a trainer? I we probably have a lot of these in the industry. <laughs> Does he need a trainer or a riding coach? He would need a riding coach. Training, because there's no training needed. He's strong enough to pull the bike back, I think. so. I um, think he's got it. I think he's going to nail it, and he's going to be like one of the things where it's is like... Is there a prize at the end of this? Would you like some space for NFAB on the jersey? We can arrange this. We can negotiate this. We could even put it upside down so that at the apex, NFAB is proper side up. You asking me? Yeah. Would you like... In, in $10. On this How much? Yeah. $10. $10 deal. $10 deal. I'm in. Um, uh, all right. Fantastic, everybody. Uh, Aaron Plessinger is still to come up. And uh, uh, John Anderson as well uh, from W. Uh, as always, we'll welcome in in his regular spot. Uh, my co-host, my friend, German Supercross champion, Montreal Supercross champion, JT Money. What's up, JT? What up? What's happening? Big news today in WPS slash Fly Racing. Big news. Pretty big, yeah. It doesn't feel like news for me because it's been such a long, <laughs> long road to get. To well, today, what's the news? Yeah, I don't even know. The yeah, news what's either. the news? Well, I was kind of waiting for him to break it. Oh, okay. Fill us in. But, um. Well, yeah, we're uh, we are have partnered up with Alpine Star, so we are uh, for the you know for the longest time they've been ex- you know with, exclusive with one of our competitors, but now we have the uh, the honor and privilege of selling Alpine Star's boots and protection and a uh, bunch of items that they carry. So. Uh, obviously, Alpine Star is a huge brand globally, and uh, that's a, it's a huge step for us. It's a huge brand to take on, and uh, I, along with a couple other of us, have been tasked with heading that up. And uh, obviously, it kind of coincides hand in hand with our our fly lineup. But I feel uh, between our Alpine Star products and our you know our mainline fly stuff, we're going to have the best head to toe package you know on earth. So, I'm so does that does that mean you're the importer? Uh, well, we're we're a distributor for them. Um, so basically, there's Alpine Starts has an office in Torrance. Uh, not they don't sell anything out of that office, but it's their USA headquarters. So 
Uh, we will import from Alpine Stars, uh, but it's basically more of a distribution channel than anything. So our reps will be out selling it, and I'm working, you know, daily on uh, fly sales and Alpine Star sales. So it's uh, it's a lot to take on, but it's exciting because I think the two work kind of hand in hand. I didn't know this was breaking news, but I do remember maybe a show or two back. Remember JT and you were talking about when you were in um, Motocross the Nations, yeah. how uh, Alpine Star was top notch, and he said something about you know uh, working with them, and you said you can say that. And he goes, "Yeah, I just said it. Whatever." Yeah, yeah, you know? that same idea. Yeah, <laughs> so, same idea. Uh, yeah, the contract started signed, so I wasn't I wasn't stressing at that point. It's shocking that I maybe blew a secret ahead so of time. So they picked uh, Halloween to announce this for what reason? Well, it wasn't really so much Halloween. It was uh, it was really timing on getting product delivery. Uh, we basically kind of finalized this deal in June, uh, but you know we put our order in and it took a few months to get everything ready and get product shipped over here and and all, everything ready to go do business. So. Um, we set a hard date. Uh, really, it was going to be 11-1, which is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Monday was, you know, we had our big launch this past weekend in Boise, and Monday was the work day. So we, you know, we just said, let's have at it today. So, so will we see the seven deuce deuce in red sectors or red alpine stars? Oh. Uh, that, that's really up to him. That's, that's his call. You know, with, uh, you know the, the tough part is we, you know, alpine stars, alpine stars does their own marketing. So if he wants to work out a you know sponsorship deal with Alpine Stars Boots, he he's obviously more than uh, welcome to do so. But if he wants to wear sectors, I welcome that too. So hey, your uh, your phone I is uh, your phone is uh, like breaking up or it's like echoey or are you on your head? Sounds or? like he's sitting in his office like on a speakerphone. Yeah, you're on a speakerphone. Yeah, phone? it just it oh. gets a little old holding a phone to yourself under your ear for long periods of time. But yeah. Now JT, if you're um, a fly rider. Um, do you have the option, like, hey, if you're sponsored by Fly, you can wear either sector? No, or you just said the marketing's done from A-Stars. So, in other words, they don't give out the Alpine Star stuff. No, like, no. Because I remember back in the day, another company that I used to deal with, if you wore their gear, you got their, you got the Alpine Star boots with it. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like right, right. hand-in-hand. There, there might be some possibilities uh, moving forward, but as of right now, um, Alpine Stars does their own sponsorship. Gotcha. And that's basically the way that uh, another brand does it these days, too. Uh, Alpine Stars has their own racing service people. They have their own marketing department. They have all that stuff. So um, hey, I'm, of- I'm more than more than uh, uh, happy to let them handle that and just to kind of get that off our plate. Speaking of another gear company, uh, the one that Cooper Webb wears, Schmore. Schmore. They yep. run, rhymes with Schmore. Uh, are they doing the, the compression shirt with the basketball jersey like seven did i does cooper, uh, did cooper look like I he mean, was I, wearing them i mean everybody has our you know i i would assume it's their you know slim fit type gear which everybody kind of has no but my seven is a two-piece thing you know like it's yeah actual... i don't i don't per, i'm not a i'm not an expert i'm not going to comment on somebody else's gear lines i'm, I'm not honestly not sure it looked like it... i did see another gear company that had that like where it looked like it had the compression the, under but yeah. i don't know which one it was i can't remember i thought it was thor it came out with that too i was well, like oh that's weird can you uh yeah comment there's, there's on the, another you... brand but there's a there's another brand that does that but it's not one of the main main gotcha. brand is alpine star going to start selling gear like do they sell it in the not, U.S.? Not now? in America, no. That's no, uh, from from talking to, from talking to them. You know, the their goals and and mindset is, does not include you know pushing the gear lines in America. That's just not what they're setting out to do. Um, for, honestly, from what they were, they kind of told me. You know, the, the gear thing was more of a marketing play globally. 
Um, they obviously they have some big name riders and Justin Barsh and Eli Tomac, but you know they they don't have any gear distribution in America. It was more about you know the Alpine Stars name and just getting, uh, getting that out yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's just such a huge it's such a huge billboard for them. Uh, and the you know I was told that Gabrielle wanted to also help sponsor more riders in Europe because the the market's not so good for riders making money over there. So it was just a way to. He could offset costs. Basically, they could sell enough gear to to pay for the program, and he could also help a bunch of riders and you know uh, along the way. So um, I don't think that they are, you know, from what they told me, they don't have any plans to to really push the gear side, which is obviously it would cause too many problems. It would it would make life very tough for us to distribute their products and, and other companies as well. It's, so it's gotcha. crazy. It's crazy that they basically. Well, they, I mean, Barsha and Tomac are global riders. You know, they're everywhere. But it's crazy that they waste they, – they don't waste the money. They spend that money on those two guys and, you know, see zero return in the biggest market in the world for gear yeah, sales. Yeah, it, you know? it, it seems to me It seems to me that um, the gear thing is kind of a wash. Yeah. Um, they make enough to pay for their program, and it's just a huge marketing play for the rest of the brand. Yeah. And they seem they seem content with that, that business model. Uh, JT um, – Things I heard uh, today about RCH, uh, Tickle, and and Bogle uh, going to be announced pretty soon, we think. Uh, Dino, we're not quite sure. Anything you know there? I heard Dino maybe talking to Yamaha as well. Um, I think the, the two guys there are seem like they're locked in. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I've heard the same as you with Dino. Um, I don't think he has anything concrete with either of those two i think he's still mm-hmm. trying to get something done with either of the two you know i don't think it's about money and the talks i've had it doesn't seem like it's about money at all it's about you know the opportunity and the equipment uh that to put himself in a position to do well so it's i mean it's obviously not super late but it is november so mm-hmm. or it's about to be november um but I, I think he'll land on his feet somewhere somewhere somehow i just don't think he's going to I don't see him getting paid a ton of money. You know, he just doesn't have any leverage right now, unfortunately. And the Brayton the MCR thing, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Do you know anything? Did you hear anything else? I've heard the same things you have. As far as I know, it's a done deal. I don't, I, you know, we haven't seen a PR or anything, but right. I haven't heard anything else going on, and they seem like they're full steam ahead with that program. So, um, We had a NFAB question of the day. How many Stewarts on the line at Anaheim 1? Ronnie, James, and Mookie. Uh, I went with two. Uh, you went with three. Eddie Ray went with three. Thomas went with one. Just Ronnie. Where are you at? The how many Stewarts are we going to see at NAM one? I'll take two. Mook. Well, is it going to be the for the heat races? Yeah, yeah. Mook, okay. Mook, yeah, and Ronnie. I'll take two. I assume. Yep, I think yeah. so. Right. I think Ronnie. Ronnie should make the night show. I mean, it's A one's always tough for that, but yeah, I'll go. I'll we take just, two we just said A one. He don't have to make. We're just wondering how many Stewarts are going to be at yeah, A one. How many Stewarts? I think the question is: Is James going to be there? I don't. Yeah, think I, so. I don't. I don't think so. Personally, I don't. Will he be in the stands? When JT says it, I start to get a little worried because it's like does he even he, go? JT always kind of he's got the drop on. I know, you know right? Talk he does. With Chad, <clears throat> he talks with them. Um, I, might well, I, mean, have, no, I might have to go no back one, to two. <laughs> no one's seen him riding, right? I mean, he, no. I have he not heard of one person that hasn't seen him riding or doing anything remotely surrounding riding. I mean, wouldn't he show up at the Red Bull straight rhythm? Or at least call him back? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't he go to the seven gear launch? You or know? The GoPro one? The GoPro one? I, I just, this might be it. 
Yeah, it's not, doesn't, it's not good. I mean, I don't know. He, he's a grown man and can make his own decisions. And if he wants to walk away, man, more power to him. Um, but, man, if you look at the companies, like his own company, his own gear company, <clears throat> and then the companies like Red Bull and GoPro who have really supported him through thick and thin, they've, you know, they, those are billion-dollar companies that pay him. I'm he, sure they pay him very well. I can't see a, a situation where you'd want to upset those guys or blow them off. He, and he can't go out like this. Happen. He can't go out like this. He can't. I don't think, what did you got left? I, I don't mean, know. Can Fly put something together? I mean, he's he's a, the owner of a company that we compete directly against. So yeah, I we'll look we'll work. look past that. Just put something together. Fly and wear? Wear? What what said, throw it in the lake. You wear you wear fly pants and seven jersey or vice versa. Yeah, that's that's something you would do. That's a- how you would Nfab, <laughs> Nfab, WPS stew team pulp maybe too. Zero interest. Come on, no. He can't go out like this. I, I don't I would agree with you can't go out with this but I don't know why you would make the decisions you're making if you're planning on being around. Yeah, there's I'm only one on person who knows. Let's call Raining Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Is, does anybody have JH's number? He's a Florida guy. You know, he got his finger on the pulse. I think he can only tell you. I don't think JH would know anything. Yeah, I think he can only tell you what Ricky's I was doing. Just trying to think of a man friend like somebody who would. I don't even know if you think Roger knew, even knows anything. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who would know? I don't. Right. I don't know that anybody other than that family really knows what's going on. Okay, let's move on to this 250 Supercross. Uh, come I on to hear JT and what he thought about the electric bike. I thought it was impressive. Did I, you I watch mean, it? Nobody else it, in the room over I here did, watched I it. <laughs> Travis, it, yeah. Mark's dog didn't even watch it. <laughs> I was in Cabo. I have a legitimate excuse. I didn't. I can't say I didn't watch it live, but I recorded it and then watched it back. So, I mean, I did watch it. It just didn't happen to be live. Um, did you watch but, the whole thing, like all the way to the end? Uh, fast forwarded through, you know, the, the parts I didn't want to watch. Yeah. But yeah, I did watch the whole thing. Did you find but it hard to watch? Was, it's pretty cool. I mean, that, that bike cool. for what it's going up against and the years and years. Of, I mean, these 250Fs now are incredible, you know. So, to even be competitive, I mean, you beat Kyle Cunningham on it. You know, and he's a very legitimate 250 supercross racer. I thought it was awesome. I, I did mean, too. That's that's a great showing for for a company that you know they have their work cut out for them. They probably dumped millions upon tens of millions of dollars in R and D into that bike already. So I mean that's great for them to show up and be on that stage with you know all the eyes on them. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I was it's, I was excited for them. And I have no you know I don't have any dog in that fight. I just thought it was a really cool story. It's yeah. a, it's almost too a perfect storm for Alta to get Hill on the bike. Because Hill can still ride the shit out of a bike. It's not a long race. It's a straight line. The kid's got tons of skills. And he's right off the couch. But he like, said the best thing it did was turn in his straight rhythm. Yeah, <laughs> what did it do best? It turns awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just great, a great combo, you know what I mean, to get Hill on that thing for that race. So, um, it yeah. seemed to work out for yeah. him. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Hey, yeah. put James on it. There we go. NFAB, Alta. James Stewart team. James used the Impact products in his truck, right? Yeah, he did. At one time? Yeah, one time. He, he took them off right away and put some of those electric amp steps on, so <laughs> I wasn't too pumped on that. <laughs> That's why he's not interested. No. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the steps that come out when you open your door yeah. or whatever? Oh, okay. Um, 
All right, so here, 250 Supercross. All right, so I was thinking before the show, because AP's coming up, Aaron Plessinger's coming up, and I think I think Aaron has got to be like a championship contender in indoors and out, right? I mean, that's not a... Just real quick before we what? jump off James. Okay. He hasn't been top 20 in Supercross the last two years, right? Could he drop back to the lights class? On a 125? On anything he wants. That would be interesting. That would be that'd be amazing. <laughs> Is there a rule against 450 Supercross champions dropping down? Uh, no, I, don't that, hey, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. JT, you know, know how that. rules change in I this sport. I was going to say, they're, they're changing rules as we speak. Apparently, <laughs> Phil Nicoletti yeah. got himself a rule <laughs> yeah. change. Somehow, Phil is making his way supposedly back to the 250F class when he's top 20, not last year, but the year before. Yeah, 19th. 19th. Last year, yeah. Um, I don't think he should be able to drop back down. It, as good as James was, it, I just don't. I don't know. You winning think- championships and winning 50 Supercrosses. I, I mean, the 250 Supercross is supposed to be a feeder class. So JT, we're it, just trying to get him back into the sport. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just- trying to find, get in where you fit in, you know? He can get back into the sport. All he's got to do is get a motorcycle and be riding. I mean, there are plenty of people that will help him. He just, I don't know if he's going to get the situation he wants, but, I mean, it's he he can go racing. I Trust me, I've done it in every way possible. He needs to get he a box fan. He needs to get a box fan. Get back to it. All right, listen, yeah. 250 Supercross, all right? Plessinger's coming up, so I thought this would be appropriate for him. I wrote down the, the, the teams that are com- competing uh, this year, not all of them, but some of them. Um, Red Bull KTM, Amart, McElrath, Jordan Smith, Mitchell Oldenburg, right? Star, yep. Plessinger, Ferrandis, Heath Harrison, Heath Harrison, <laughs> Mitchell Harrison, and Colt Nichols, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Geico, uh, RJ Hampshire, Christian Craig, Sexton, Jimmy D, which my Jimmy D expert is Eddie Ray, and you say you think he's coming back? No, he's he's back. I'm 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 almost hundred okay. percent sure. Okay, only because and J Mart and J Mart. Jessica okay. knows more than I do, but yeah. Uh, and and uh, Monster Pro Circuit, uh, Adamson Cirillo, Austin Forkner, Justin Hill, and Joey Savacci. Now you guys probably weren't writing those down, aren't looking at it in front of you like I am. But who's got the strongest team coming into this year? Pro Circuit, Pro Circuit, yeah. Okay, I I agree, yeah. I was the same way. Like Mitch, it's been a while. I think the interview today on Racer X had four years without winning a title. Um, I'm gonna go with Star. Shocking, mm-hmm. shocking. Um, really though, really. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which one's gonna pull it out? Amar. I think no, no. Amar. It doesn't ride for Star anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean Amar. I mean, I mean, got, I mean Plessinger. Got, yeah. They got Plessinger. They got Colt Plessinger. Nichols. Too soft. Okay, you're right. What you did say your, the, you said the best team. Okay, you said the best team. I mean, if you got to go with rider for rider, yeah, for rider. rider per rider. Yeah, not coast or nothing like that. Yeah. All right. Well, and we don't even have it's, the. It's tough to argue against Pro Circuit's lineup right now. Yeah, for sure. All healthy. For sure. And we don't even have the bear wherever he may land. The bear could tip yep. the scales, Eddie. Yeah. Well, you know that little soccer analogy I use. So when you're picking teams, <laughs> he's not on a team yet. And something. Tells what is? Me. What is the, the bear? The, is this the bear to star? You think that's going to happen? You know, star. I don't think so. So where does the bear end up? Um, I, I just heard from a pretty reliable reliable source that mm-hmm. it won't be star. That's going to be Troy Lee. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adamson Cirillo, Austin Forkner, Justin Hill, and Savachi. Hill was leading the points when he crashed out in Supercross. Savachi almost won the outdoors. Forkner was killing it in the outdoors, and Adamson Cirillo is four for six in yeah. career well, supercrosses. Well, don't forget Savachi lost the supercross title by one point. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't disagree. You're, I mean, you're right. That's a, uh, that's a solid team for sure. 
That is a really good team. There's no doubt. I think Forkner could win both titles. I was so impressed with him. Now, if he gets a huge head and he starts living in SoCal and maybe finds girls, then we're going to have a problem, right? But Devachi could win both titles too. Yeah. Christian yep. Craig could win both titles also. Plessinger? I'm not sold that he could win the outdoor title yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, title I'm not all day long. No, yeah. I could see Plessinger winning both titles. I agree. Seriously? You've got to find some yep. consistency. Yeah. I know, I know, but we're going to have him on here, JT, but don't you feel like Plessinger is probably one of those dudes, and we've seen a bunch of them, when you're in a Supercross title, you devote all your energy, all your thoughts, everything else to Supercross, then you lose it, and you're kind of crushed, and you now you got to pick yourself up for 24 motos, you know? But you, you can't have those weekends where he goes like 10-8 outdoors. No. Which he, right. he did quite a few of those, and yep. you're just kind of shaking your head. You're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I'm watching out right. there. You know, that, he did that kind of in the middle of the season, and those we, weekends like that will kill you if you're in a, a tight points chase. Uh, who's top TLD rider? Amart, McElrath, Oldenburger, Jordan Smith? I think McElrath. I think Amart. Uh, McElrath was really good at Supercross last year. Well, Amart struggled, but... Right. He was good in Supercross. Did it surprise anybody that Oldenburg, you know, is the fastest qualifier at the Monster Straight Rhythm? I mean, Monster, Monster Straight Rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Bull Straight Rhythm? Uh, or does that not count in your in Mathis's world? No, I honestly put no. no. Zero. Zero. He didn't just all of a sudden tip the scales for himself? No. JT, you put any stock in that? Um, no, only because I know Oldenburg's really good in the whoops, and I don't, it's just not real racing to me, I don't know, like, you you watch Dungey out there, and he's, he's not that great, because you take his best, you know, he takes his strength out of it, which is turning and carrying momentum through the turns, and he has such great technique on the, that side of it, and you don't see that at all, you know, so... I don't take anything out of straight with him whatsoever. I mean, James won last year, and then it just there was just Fell nothing apart. all season. I may so, or may yeah. not have been overhyping James's win last year straight with him. Yeah. He's gonna win. The straight. dragon back. Yeah, yeah, no. The dragon back. He's a, he's like a caged animal, right. and the Thank cage you. is now Thank open. Cujo. Yeah. He's like Cujo. He's got a taste of blood. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, you. No, that was not me. It all went south at Monster Cup when he fell over in the muddy turn and it never came back. And then Dungey, you know. He's like Cujo. He's got a taste of blood. Sounds gay. Uh, hey, we're going to give away a Fly Revel Chess Pro. Uh, call number five right now. 702-586-7857. Pro- kind of a new product for you guys, JT. Call now. Uh, the, the Revel Chess Pro? Yeah, this year anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is our first. Our first fly built and made chest protector that we've we've had in quite a while. Yeah, so, so. Uh, it's done really really well in the market. We're happy with it. Fifth caller gets a free one from the folks at Fly. So, uh, Dark side, what's going on? How are you? Doing good, guys. Hey, I just uh, want to tell you, you know, I finished my series. You let me run your logo, and uh, I wanted to tell you I appreciate it. Got a lot of really cool conversation. Trying to get people turned on to the show. Oh, cool and awesome. So. Yeah, it went over well. A lot of people were like, "Man, I've seen that before. I don't know what it is." So, I had a lot of got to tell a lot of people about the show. Well, I um, mean, it's it's unfortunate you didn't win because we're winners at Pulp Max, but um, you know, I'll take <laughs> well, it. Hey, right? You know, third third place with a shattered collarbone that wasn't too bad. I, I can't be too disappointed. Yeah, no, I'll take it, man. That's isn't awesome. That, isn't that in Texas? But, uh, yeah. He, yeah, it's Texas, Texas State Series. Yeah, it was a vet series I was running that 
is pretty good, you know, for us because it's like six weeks in between these races, so I had to, enough time to heal up and get back to it. Mm-hmm. And that's in um, Dallas, I, I, or what tracks are that over, at? Um, Oak Hill, Village yeah. Creek in Dallas, down in Rio Bravo in Houston. Dark Side's a uh, fly racing X brand uh, athlete, Open X athlete. Very yeah. true. I've got a few people turned on to the sector. I just sold a sold a guy on a pair this week, and, and the same guy bought okay, three pair of X brand. Oh, awesome. Good to hear, man. Do well, you ever cool. make your way hey. to Three Palms? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we're going. We're actually we'll be down there in about a month. They're doing like a dealers race or something. Dealers, challenge. dealers yeah, challenge. They've been doing that. Me and they've yep. done that before. Watch out for the one sixty five yep. on the Suzuki because he'll be in. Uh, he's not racing these days. <laughs> he's the fastest kid cool. in the world that doesn't race. Uh, he stopped racing when I stopped. Yep. Well, yeah, when I stopped stop, paying entry fees. When you start vending yeah. it, I don't know if you've <laughs> yeah. ever. I don't know if you've ever seen so. Tom's son ride. No, I never have. He looks like he should still be racing Supercross. Yeah. And he rips like heels. It's nasty, right? But doesn't um, race. Uh, oh yeah, we got our winner, everybody. Stop calling. We got our winner of the Fly Racing Chess Pro Revel Chess Pro. Um, all right, anything else, Dark Side? Yeah, man. If you don't mind, we had a guy get hurt at um, Village Creek about three months ago. He's now paralyzed from the waist down. If anybody wants to help this guy out, they can go to the GoFundMe page. It's uh, Hoyt H O Y T Strong. GoFundMe slash Hoyt Strong. Um, dude seems like a great guy. He was in my moto. I don't know him. I just I saw him laying there and came back and checked on him. And from everything I see, the guy's just an incredible dude, super positive. But he uh, his insurance denied him on the wheelchair he wants. So, you know, Tom Shields at Freestone and everybody's trying to help him out. And if any of your listeners want to help out, that'd be really awesome. Cool. Right on, Wall. No, well, no better yeah, audio. Okay. Hate to hear that. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, it, also, okay, also too. Thanks, Darkside. Also, too, Sam Willoughby, uh, BMX Australian BMX guy, uh, had a hard crash a little while back, and I retweeted it before the show. The eBay auction with a bunch of uh, real cool stuff from a bunch of riders, uh, moto guys. Uh, this is basically Connor Fields, uh, Connor Fields level, his rival, I guess. His, his they're buddies, but they're rivals. Will Connor's gold medal be up for? I don't think so. That could bring some money. It could. That could bring some Come money. Come on, Fields. Put <laughs> How on the much do you care about your friend? Yeah. Uh, so please check out the eBay auction for Sam Willoughby. Uh, we're, we're thinking about you. SW91 on Twitter. Um, Travis did go through the rule book, and yeah, James Stewart is not eligible for 125s, 250s, because of the championship. So. So just put that on hold, everybody. <laughs> so ask JT how the truck shopping's going. Well, you can. He's on the. You can ask well. him. JT, how's the truck uh, shop going? Nothing, nothing has happened yet. I've, I'm, How many uh, Honda dealerships have you been by? You need to go to all of them. <laughs> I laugh every time I pass. <laughs> Honda World, uh, great guys down there at Honda World. 605 and free, five freeway meets. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. 100 used cars, including guys certified Hondas and some cheap cars as well. Uh, these guys uh, give you a better deal on a Honda, whether it's a Pilot, whether it's a, uh, a Civic, whether it's an Accord, a CRV. Ridgeline, anywhere else, and because you're Pulp Mech Show listeners, they will hook you up. Uh, just go down there, call Steve, mention you're with Pulp Mech Show, and uh, he will dial you in like a guy already did. Uh, bought a new Ridgeline a little while back and got a, the best deal he possibly has ever gotten from any car dealer in the world. Honda World, uh, Honda World Downey, and uh, the Pulp Mech listeners, a free first-time oil change if they drive a Honda. All you need to do is make, any, uh, make an appointment with the service any, department and ask mention Pulp Mech's free oil change. Hmm? Is there any talk of Honda getting into the truck market. They're in the truck market. They you know just, what's the they coolest just, thing about that truck? I gotta give they it just credit won. For. You know what's the coolest thing about that thing? Yes. You tell me, what's the coolest thing about that truck? I mean, there's a hundred things to the, list. The, the, the tailgate. The tailgate. The tailgate? The, yeah. 
The tailgate's an engineering, like I had to look at it three times to try to figure out how they can open both ways. Yeah. That's what? pretty bitching. I think the trunk's a great idea. One day, the you, tailgate. That's it. Your we family, can stop it there. Your family will be in the we cab, there. and you will have some incredible valuables in your back it's of your truck. It's called a tonneau cover, and it's going to get rained on. Truck hero tonneau cover. You get it. Okay. No need for well, the trunk back there. All right, and then you got to take this tonneau cover off every time you want to load your dirt bikes up. No, you don't. It's a flipper doodle. Oh, it's a flipper doodle. <laughs> yeah, is that official? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that official? No, it's not official. And actually, um, they get very upset when I say that. Um. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the truck. The Honda Ridgeline Line just won a uh, uh, mid-sized truck uh, shootout. There was something on the beat, show the, the it only day lost too, out I on heard. Tacoma. Tacoma had it beat in one category, and it was off-road. And that's the only place that Tacoma, Tacoma beat it. It beat every other truck. Uh, the Frontier, the Tacoma. The Today Show said it had the best headlights. That's important for a pickup truck. Okay, fantastic. It's great. Honda World, everybody. Uh, all right, let's move on from that. Honda Ridgeline, greatest truck ever. Please, if you need a Honda, go to Honda, Honda World. Um, okay, so the the uh, we come up, with, yeah. So let's talk about this Phil Nicoletti thing. So Phil Nicoletti, Jay, I know nothing. J Bone has already given an interview that said Phil is dropping down. The AMA. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, J Bone. So gave, I know that much. Right. So JT, I didn't know this, but JT, you had to get also an exemption in '09 when you wanted to drop down. So you want to rethink your? Yeah. You want to rethink who's the strongest team now? In the lights class? With Bichelia, we think it's going to be Bichelia and Phil? Yeah. I'm good with Pro Circuit still. So I want to hear yeah, what... I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Pro Circuit. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with Pro Circuit. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Star over that one. Well, then I'll share what Phil told me to tell you today. Uh, oh, okay. Let me read it. All right. No problem. His, Dig that up if you can. Let me read text. Yeah. Um, it says, but hold on, wait uh, a Mathis, second. suck it. I'm <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> JT, you... What did you have to tell the AMA? Like, what did Phil... Like, same kind of stuff, I guess. Just... Show that you had an opportunity in the lights class, and please let me drop down. Like, how did that go? Uh, no, my mine was more of injury. Like, I wasn't going to get to race. For, I was going to miss like the first five races at least. Uh, and then I said, well, if I'm, you know, I'm going to miss all these races. If I come back, I could come back right when the East Coast starts, and I could race the 50 class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never pointed out. Obviously, you know, didn't win any races, shockingly, or any of that. So. Um, yeah, they were, they were cool about it. You know, I didn't, uh, it wasn't like I was trying to drop down to go win a title. I was coming back from injury and hoping to make the first East coast race. So right. which you did, I think, they, right. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah I did. Yeah. I did. I did look at it case by case and you know, if you're doing it for the right reasons and you're not going in there like James Stewart would be to, you know, but cherry pick or anything. I think it's, I think it's fair. How, what could possibly be Phil's right reasons or JGR's right reasons? Like I don't. I don't understand this. This is a rule. We have we a rule. He never pointed out. I mean, he never pointed out. So, Well, he, and he how many lights class? Board. Well, then why do we have a how, rule? Why how do many we have lights class rides did he have before he went straight to 450? Oh, maybe one. Yeah, not even. No, like Tony six. Alessi? Six. What do you mean? Motorsport. Six. Six. He had six. I think he had, and I don't, don't quote me oh, on yeah, this, yeah. but I believe he had six lights rides. Motorsport, 11, 10. Yeah. No, oh, no, not races. 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 Yeah, six races. races. Got it. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, why do we have the rule? We have a rule for a reason. Whatever it is, right or wrong, there's a rule. We have a rule so that we can write the AMA and get the rule changed. <laughs> they're, they're good like Rules that. are made to be broken. Rules are made to be adjusted. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, let me ask you this. Now, Phil, at one time, Phil had a guarantee of six outdoors only as a fill-in. That was it, his original deal. How many races did he do? No, and now the, the deal from Phil's fill-in has been great for him and it's been a good job from Coy because again every single year Phil has gotten into a lot of races 
Sometimes does Corey, more than he wants. Hey, let me, does let me, Corey and Jay no, Bone think that Weston Pike and Justin Barsha will magically avoid injury this year? No, let's start from the beginning. Like, the doctor, Dr. Maraska, who we've talked about before, and myself, yeah. had to go to Coy in the beginning and sell him on this yeah. deal. He was like, okay, it's X yeah. amount this much. We, we worked it out. Then now, fast forward, they really like – it's not like I have to talk him into keeping Phil every no, year. No, this is great. Yeah, yeah it this works has out been great. great. They're, they're, he got fifth in the outdoors last year. Uh, is, that's effing amazing. I, to me, yeah. I was like I couldn't be more prouder of the guy. I agree. And that's you know? why you should – why are you moving down? You're fifth in the outdoors. He's because, a badass. Because he has an opportunity – to he struggles in Supercross a little bit, and sorry, struggle Phil. is a struggle is a. Yeah. I don't think he struggles a little, comparatively speaking, to his outdoors. Adam Entignap struggles in Supercross. Can Phil? Because Phil makes every single main event. He has, yeah, but it wasn't that but way. Will Phil have? Do you think Phil will be able to adapt? Phil's what twenty? He's thirty-eight or something. No, no, he's stop super it. old. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Now he's going to be going up against. 17 to 21 year old kids. These things don't work. Ask JT. The I, guy, ask the guy on the let line. Let me ask you a question. Ask the guy on the line. Let me ask you a question. Okay. If you got Phil gets a good start, let's say, for he, a good starter, he yeah. does that great. Yeah. And then you got Dungey behind you, you got Roxon behind you, or you got whoever else in the 250. Do you think Phil's going to be able to. Phil has shown. Is that a different mindset? You, let's, sh- ask, let's ask JT. Is that a different mm-hmm. mindset when you, when you drop down to the 250s? Uh, I don't really think it's all that different if you're prepared. I mean, my, Steve keeps wanting to, to reference me. I went in. I was hurt. Like, I shouldn't have. I probably shouldn't even be, have been racing gotcha. yet. So he can bring my situation up all I want, but it's not really. It's apples and oranges. Well, JT, oranges. Uh, six, six weeks in to your return, you were better. You were healed. You were six races under your belt. You still weren't doing anywhere near what you used to do. Six weeks later. Like I don't remember one good ride from you in that in that 250 series in Supercross series that I thought where I'm like, hey, look at like I know you, JT. You're a good rider. Six weeks in, I'm like going, when is this guy gonna like turn it on? When are okay? Well, six, six weeks in, I had been riding for about uh, eight weeks off of five month injury. Well, so okay, but I don't know what you want. Like I, I wasn't good that whole season. It, well, I went back and rode 450, and I wasn't good either. So so let's go. Let's talk about it, let's talk about Suzuki. And what their objective are, and Hold Phil, on. and how that meets. Put the bear, leave Phil where he is, and put the bear on the 250, and we got a great program. The bear probably wants too much money. Um, what is Koi going to do when Barsha and Pike get hurt, and or Pike get hurt? And Phil, Phil will, unless he's doing really good. Who knows? That, that's a decision. The bear that, can fill in. <laughs> <laughs> that's a decision that Koi will be able to make at that time, and, and I'm sure. Hey, there'll be a job there for Weimer, the Bear, and all those guys. Oh, if it gets Weimer on a bike, I'm, I'm for it then. Hey, I'm rooting for Phil on this. I, I think it's awesome. I, I mean, love I, Phil. I think, it's it's, it's going to be a it's going to be a factory Suzuki Yoshimura yeah, Suzuki. Yeah. So they're basically lining it up so they can be a legit team. So they're. I think it's. I, uh, I don't know why they. they that I don't Suzuki know why they're legit fuddling shot, around. Phil Coy, rides two fifties. Where roughly where would you where would you put him? Like you know if he if you and by the way race. for people who want to know Phil is going back to four fifties for outdoors just right. for people who it's not like Phil's turning down a full time four fifty deal. No. He doesn't have a four yeah. full time. Yeah, dude, he and gets it, believe, he gets into ha- more than half the races every single year. That what does that matter? You, you need to pick a lane. You're talking 
shit about it half the times, and then now you're talking shit. Figure out if you're Phil's buddy or not. Are I'm Phil's buddy. buddy. And he's just Shane 450s. He got fifth overall in 450 outdoors, which is gnarly. And he's just and and he's he's gotten into way more races indoors than I ever thought he would. Like whatever please injuries. Tell me, please tell me about all these good 450 Supercross races he's had. Look, Phil is going to be a tenth. No, no, to... I'm, w- I'm waiting. I'm waiting for an answer. Please tell me I've about these. I've seen God way too many times that day. Where you're like, yes. That's that's the Phil we want. We knew. We I don't think that's going to happen. Can Phil do a podium on a 250F? Sure, why not? Uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> I, uh, that's what I'm looking for. JT, you're a betting man. JT, you're a betting man. Would me. you bet money? J, that Phil would, On what? I put Phil fifth through eighth. You heard me. I, I said that yeah. to him. I put Phil fifth oh, through eighth. Phil is a fifth through tenth all day. That's bullcrap. Both y'all are smoking. What do you think, do you think Phil's going to accomplish in the 450 class in Supercross? I mean, for for one. No, I'm not against Phil going back. I'm good with him no, going I'm to the 250. I'm, I'm great 250. with it. I'm what just trying to put him in his. What Phil is going to accomplish in the 450 class? Well, what is Phil going to accomplish in the 250 Supercross? Because I don't think he can make a podium. Okay, if he well, makes a podium, then what do you think? What does he accomplish? If he makes a podium, he's at least going to make some money. I don't think Thomas or Phil or Coy or J-Bone, I don't think any of them are dependent on your opinion for his results. No, they're not. No one said that. No. Good thing we have an internet radio show that you come on every Monday night and, <laughs> and offer your awful, your also opinion also. Uh, many, your awesome opinion also. I He's gotten into way more 50, 450 Supercross races than I ever thought he would. Unfortunately, injuries have happened to that team every single year. Phil gets in over half the races, I think, every single year. He puts in good results, gets some whole shots. He wins semi-races, I think, here and there. And he is what he is as a supercross rider. Phil has resurrected his career through this JGR ride, no question. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And he works hard at it. And I think this 250 ride is, a, is an opportunity for him. That's I think I'm what a, what a, sorry to cut you off, Thomas. No, That's what I'm saying is what does he have to lose by taking this opportunity? What, what is he missing because, in the 450 class year? Like, oh, he's, he's throwing away a chance at the title in the 450 no, class. No, because I see Phil in the, four, in the 250s being an older guy, having a riding style that's set in stone on 450s now. Um, Phil also being a smarter guy. He's not exactly turn the brain off and jump a quad kind of guy. And I see him in 250s as being a 5 to 10 guy. To me, okay, and what did he lose? What did he lose in the 450 class by doing that? To me, if you're going to be a five to ten guy in a, in a, in eight races in 250s, go be a a ten to twenty guy in uh, f- eight to ten 450 supercrosses. At least you're making money. You're competing against the very best, and and then also too, you're not maybe getting taken out by some kid who lands on you when you do- decide to double, and this kid just pins it and triples, and you're getting landed on. I just I don't see this. I don't see this as a because. He's gotten into so many indoor races. If he hadn't gotten into any 450 indoors races, then I'd be like, hey, he's got a race. But he races. Injuries happen every single year. Phil's going to send you a letter bomb to your house. You're dead. There's nobody <laughs> in this sport that has promoted Phil more than me. Come on. In the media. But I, don't, I just don't understand what he has to lose. That's what I'm getting at. I don't, I don't know. I can't agree with your side of I don't see what he has to lose. So he for a, a career chance. move, right? A career move. It's a good career move for Phil, correct? Is that what you're saying? I think it's a great opportunity. If it doesn't work, what did he lose? That's all I'm saying. I don't think he it's a bad thing. I think Steve a... is more hung up on the rule being broken. Like, no, why? No, no, I'm not. I mean, I just, I wonder he why. He have you a know. full-time deal to give up. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's, but it's worked out that he's gotten into more than over half the races every single and year. And he will make more money. <clears throat> what, 250s? I'm sure. You think? I'm sure. 
Uh, the purse money's really bad. And purse money's uh, really I, bad. I, I imagine he's only got a top three bonus. Yeah, but I can only assume. Can we just get to the bottom, though? Nobody loves Phil more than me. No, I, I would Nobody say Nobody loves Phil well, more than me. I would say that. Pookie's like, who are you going to have on the show every week? And I'm like, Phil? And she goes, ah. I've supported Phil. You're a fan of Phil. I'm a fan of Phil, and I'm a fan of the JGR guys. And I, I am too. Yeah, and I'm thankful for everybody's effort that they put into making my brand something that is, you know, yeah, it's it's good. I, so, well, but I think Phil, want, you know, he's he wants. I think it's an opportunity to really do better in Supercross and then resurrect his crew because Phil would have a two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand dollar ride if he could. Match his outdoor Indoors, results yeah. in Supercross, right? Do you I, agree? I, yes, but I think that ship has sailed. He's too old. He's riding 450s for too long. He's too smart to race with these kids. These 250 kids got to turn the brain off, go wide open, triple when the guys are doubling, things like that. Like Jimmy Albertson didn't work out for Jimmy, didn't work out for JT. Now JT told us his injury and everything else, and maybe that's not a, a great – I just – I don't see – I mean, I think he's a five to ten guy, so it's not going to like it's. It's not like he's going to fail to qualify. Does it matter what coast? Uh, he's probably better on the east, I think. I'm but sure he wants to race east. Does that's he? where he's living. Yeah. I would assume. Right. He's, he's more of a ruddy, Shana. ruddy, soft dirt kind of guy, right? Bichelia likes the west, doesn't he? Bichelia had. And I think he's out this. I think Phil's better east coast guy for yeah. sure. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I want to lay some money I mean, on. I just don't think he. I don't think he has anything really to lose. That's all. He doesn't, you know, if he was going in and, and Coy was like, and, you know, Thomas and they worked with him, like, here, four, full-time, 450 deal, here's your here's your setup. I think, yeah, you got to take that. But he doesn't have that, you know? I mean, how many races he's going to be sitting around? I mean, hopefully those guys stay healthy. I know the track record hasn't shown that, but that's what you have to face is those guys are planning on lining up every single weekend, and Phil's yeah, not. I mean, they're planning on it, but it hasn't happened for four years or three years or however long Phil's been there, right? Between one between both guys, Phil has gotten into over half the races. I think every single year. One year he got into twelve or something. Ten, you yeah, know? yeah, ten. So, so does that Suzuki help keep everybody healthier? Is it does that play to into it? That's a great question. Yeah, um, JT, what do you think of this? I think Pike's going to be Pike. Like, I don't think any of that he's been on a Suzuki. Barsha's the question. Well, straight from Pike's mouth, he thinks that the Suzuki you get a wider. Like the Yamaha is a narrow setup, mm-hmm. and you can not narrow a bike, narrow a setup as far as narrowing yeah, a setup. As far right? as what yeah. what they yeah. what they're trying to achieve. Right, right. So the Yamaha can change from track to track a lot, where the Suzuki's, mm-hmm. you know, there's more. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think Pike can ride anything; he'll be fine. You know, he's gnarly or whatever. But Barsh is the question. What do you think, JT? I think they'll be pretty comparable. I, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I, I've ridden the bike stock, and I think they're both great bikes. Um, you know, they're, they have the ability to change those bikes quite a bit. I think more than anything, if if Barsha's happier mentally, that's, you know, sometimes a change, whether oh, yeah, it's a, yeah. a positive change or a negative change, can be the biggest difference. Just a fresh start on something else can, can mean everything. So I agree. I don't think yeah. it's I don't think it's a step forward equipment wise by any means, but if he feels like it's hey, I just needed to do something different, that can be what it takes. Eddie? How's this gonna go? Eddie's a Suzuki fan. I like I mean, the Suzuki is uh it's a good bike. I've had a chance to ride them all. And uh 
you know, people wanted my honest opinion. JT's and, got a shootout coming up for dirt riding. And let me tell you something. Of course, being JGR, their their resources are there's no end. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Barsha will do better on a Suzuki. I think because you know Barsha is a smaller guy. Yep. I think he'll do better on a Suzuki. I believe he'll do better on a Suzuki. That thing turns mm-hmm. well. It's narrow. I mean, yeah, I'm, I can't disagree that he's not going to do worse. Well, injuries have really hurt Justin and Supercross. Like when you look at, he wasn't. He hasn't put in great results, but he's never really gotten on the ball to keep riding Supercross. He's been hurt every year. Well, so that's going to be a question. Maybe this is just what he needs. Yeah. Yeah, that should be. It uh, should be interesting. That's been the NFAB JGR check-in. See how I did that? N-Fab.com. Well, I'm not sure if that works for me, so I might take that off your little check. Why? <laughs> we checked in with JGR <laughs> Suzuki. Uh, N-Fab.com, uh, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep truck and SUV parts, steps, light mounting solutions, uh, bumpers. What's your best seller? What is the best seller you have? Like just the steps. Tundra gonna... steps. No. No? Not, no. Um, the best seller is actually a four-door JK Jeep step. Really? Always. Jeep? Yeah, times four. People still drive Jeeps? Wranglers? Like that? Crawlers. Seriously? I mean, besides Wygant. Wygant the Jeep, Wygant's the, the Jeep is the most accessorized vehicle on the planet. I believe so, that. Yeah. yeah. So you see them at the dealerships. Are they, they the same forever? They've been the same forever? Obviously, they got a little body different. No, no. They, well, no. They changed, they? The, they changed the motor in 2012, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's been... Yeah, and then um, the suspension is the same, the body is the same, but they're coming out with a new Jeep at 18. Oh, wow. And a Jeep pickup. Does Wygant know this? Gotta let him know. Yeah, new new Jeep, so new Jeep. If, if, if Mathis got a Jeep, he would get like a Jeep Patriot. If you... <laughs> ranked, hey, just so you know, yeah. the Jeep Patriot is ranked 24 out of 24 in SUVs. <laughs> if you, <laughs> hey, are you, That's the truth. That's a fact. Are you too biased to answer... Because you do a lot of business with Toyota. Uh, Toyota and NFAB are uh, business partners in a way. You provide steps for TRD. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. But are you too biased to now, to say, okay, we know the Ridgeline. You're not a fan. I am. Full-size pickup truck. What would you buy? You've probably driven them all. You looked at them all. I probably have them all. You have them all. <laughs> so we got a we got a, a Titan. We got a Tundra. We got a, an F one fifty Silverado. Right? Is that Chevy Silverado? Yeah. We, we got them all lined up. What do you? What do you buy? Um, and I had this conversation with JT because he called me. What, what's what's a good so for me right now is yeah. honestly that I don't know if you know, but the Ford came out with a Super Duty that's an yeah. aluminum body yeah. Super Duty in seventeen. So for me right now, that's the truck to own. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Nice truck. Snow Ridge Line, but you know. it's just quiet. It's yeah. got the whole moon, it it's got the whole roof in there. Mm-hmm. It's Drives nice. It doesn't ride like a wagon. So, but they're all. I mean, the trucks are getting so nice nowadays. Yeah. But the price tag is yeah. astronomical. Yeah. I mean, when I was looking at a Tundra. Man, they're not. They're up there. Tundra's just been the same, similar. Since, the problem with the Tundra is just they need like an EcoBoost or some some motor that mm-hmm. you know they, they need they need to up that game a little bit. But uh, Tundra's still a nice truck. N fabcom Go there. Visit them. Get something for your Jeep truck or SUV. But Jeep. the steps are what sells the best. But we're making, you know, I'm making a lot of Jeep roof racks and yep. bumpers. We have a whole whole bunch of new products um, um, coming out in 17. So that's why we're here at SEMA, you know, to yep. to show some of that stuff. And and uh, 
It's it'll be good. Seventeen is going to be a big year. This year's a little struggle, you know, with all the economy the way it is, and and uh, we were having huge growth up until this year, and this year's we're still growing a little bit, mm-hmm. but but not like it was. So we're gonna have to work a little harder to. Um, when when Coy's when JGR, you've been a, you've been a big part of that. You had the NFAB uh, Yamaha team. Uh, Alan Brown ran it. Yep. Um, you had that for twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen. That was thirteen. Okay, so you've been with Eddie was there. Yeah, yeah. Chris blows. Chris blows. Um, and Phil. Phil and Phil. So since Bob fourteen, since fourteen, and Canary, yeah, oh, yeah. Canary got from the uh, Velocity three team halfway through or middle of super, beginning of Supercross. Almost halfway. It was trying. Yeah. To, they were trying to do uh, Chisholm and Canary. Yeah, and the Velocity three stole both of them from yeah. Alan. Yeah. So it ended up being Phil and Blows. It worked out good. Right. Um, so in since fourteen, you've been a huge part of the JGR program. Yes. We talk about it every every Monday night. Does Coy? Does Coy call you when the Suzuki thing is going down and say, "What do you think? Is what we're le- we're leaning this way?" Coy doesn't need my. No, I know. We, but... we talk about a lot of things, and I spent. Uh, he was nice stuff. We went over there for the Charlotte, you know, GP. Yeah, so yesterday. I went over there and actually spent about five days straight with Coy. And oh man, they took me down That's to trouble. Yeah, they we went in. Uh, you know, the dad Joe. plane. Yeah. yeah, Joe's plane, and and uh, went down to Darlington and watched the NASCAR race up front. So it was uh, up. Up close, so that yeah. was all a really good experience. But, but um, you know, the one thing I can say about Koi and this whole thing, and we did talk a lot about it because they were going through the Yamaha slash Suzuki, you know, right. at that point. Yeah. And, um, and my understanding is they took a, a worse deal, a lot worse deal to go yellow. They did, but I think it boils down to Koi just wants to do the right thing. And he wants to be excited about going to the races, and some of that, even though he's not going to every single race, it was just it just got to the point where um, it was time for a change, and he, and he wants to do like he's he's involved with the NASCAR. I mean, he you know you walk around there and they mm-hmm. they, they call him the boss man over there at JGR now, yeah. and he's you know he's got a lot of responsibilities, and I mean that's every week and every yeah. Saturday and every Sunday. That's yeah. that's a that's a lot of undertaking for one man, but he really likes the motor side. So you would think that he would just go. Ah, I'm going to go NASCAR racing, but he's yeah. no. He, has, if, if he you, has no interest in doing that. He wants to continue to do what he's been doing on the motor side. He just wants to yeah. do it a little differently. So you know, some of it. It's you know, with these teams, it's very complicated at that level. So many sponsors and trying to make everybody happy and yeah. the writers' contracts and all that. So, um, when at we, the end of the day, Coy just wants to do the right thing and and wants to you know build a successful team. So. When we asked J Bone if Yamaha had not signed Cooper Webb, do you think you'd still be on Yamaha? And you know, J Bone could can't help but be honest. He's like pause and he's like, yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> think he that played was, in very. Big. I think yeah. that was part of it, you know. But mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of things that led up to that. Yeah. Um, I they, think there was more before that, before even the Cooper Webb thing. I I, right. I believe for many years it's probably been a little yeah. rocky. But but Coy, you know they they have the resources there to do their own thing. And I think you know we'll see with the Suzuki. It's going to be interesting to me who how the parking goes. I mean, obviously the parking at Supercross there's there's something to be said for that. So who gets the preferred parking? Are they parking the Suzuki guys together? Well, yeah, they have an RCH. Yeah, yeah. You know, is yeah. one's going to get a better spot than the other? I, mean, uh, I don't know. If, yeah. I mean, they rotate every week. Well, they do rotate around, yeah. but there's – there's uh, if if the the RCH is going to be the factory right. for now, and but 
what's going to happen long term. Who knows? Uh, if you're Suzuki right now, you're stoked for for what you gave JGR for what they're going to put out and put four riders uh, underneath their tent and. You're so happy. You're so happy. And, you know, hopefully RCH is going to be happening here soon. Just so. for Coy and the J-Bone J and the whole team. I mean, all those guys are great guys. You just, yeah. I just want them to be happy and successful or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, um, I hope they get what they're, they're yeah. paying for. You know, I hope the riders step up. And- right. Um, JT, uh, before we let you go, uh, the VIP program still running strong in 2017? Yeah, just uh, kind of been getting going with that for 17. It's uh, take a little break there after the season and obviously with uh, you know Forrest's title sponsor change and all that stuff but uh, we're going I haven't got a site set up yet but um, the people that have done it in the past please feel free and we'll have a site set up here in the future but uh, we're definitely ready and excited for uh, 2017 teams so, added Baggett and Davey will be back and Benny will be uh, yeah, boss. Yep. Eddie, yep. Eddie's, Eddie's Benny Bloss's biggest fan um, yeah, but I, besides that, being a you fan, a fan of Bloss, you know, it's just cool it's to see. because it's like Bloss. Hey, you love Bloss? Yeah, I like, like, right. I like everybody. But it's cool to see what Force has done from where, and JT can attest to this, where they got, those guys started to where Forrest is right now. Like, how can you not be a fan of what he's doing? You, you know what I mean? You said, and now to have Benny just makes it better. You said how pumped you were with Benny and how excited you thought he could do. The kid ran... Was leading nationals last year? I mean, he he, he surprised he's a lot making of people your this predict- summer. Not yeah. you though, not you. Listen, before he turned pro, what I tell you? I mean, you were blown away by him. So there you go. Enough said. <laughs> so one thing about Force is, I mean, he came overcame a lot of adversity last year between the thing getting broken into, yeah, yeah really, truck burning down. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's never easy, especially you know, it's it's uh, that's a lot to come over, but. Absolutely. Uh, did he get a Did he get a uh, trailer? And yeah, all that's he bought. Going I, I, I could be wrong. JT might know more. I think they bought the guy, a, a Geico a Geico trailer. JT. As far as I know, that's that was what happened. That's, yep. I think that's what he he said something to me about that just the other day. And uh, so Geico's only gonna have one trailer now. I don't know. Don't know. Um, and I think Millsaps is gonna. I think Millsaps, if he can stay healthy, will be very good this year. Yeah. Um. All right, JT, we're gonna let you go. Uh, thanks as always. Appreciate it, and yeah, no uh, we'll check in later. Good to talk to you guys. All right. Thanks, JT. See you, JT. Right. See you guys. Jason Thomas, everybody from Fly Racing. Uh, Vortex, so whether it's bars, sprockets, oil filters, cycle straps, vortexracing.com. If you email Jake at Vortex Racing, he will give you a killer Pulp Omex Show discount. Chad Reed uses Vortex Racing, which means uh, Cooper Webb will be using Vortex Racing on the uh, Yamahas, as well as the Babbitts Kawasaki team to dominate Arena Cross. I want to talk to you about Arena Cross later, find out what's happening. But uh, Vortex is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. It's been a while since we checked in with this guy. As we were talking earlier, we think he's going to have a successful 2017. Aaron Plessinger, what's up, AP? How are you? Hey, man. How's it going? We're good, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, what is this? We were talking before the show, and I kind of forgot about it. Eddie Ray brought it up. Uh, the Aaron Plessinger GNCC scholarship thing. Um, I saw the press release, but honestly, I kind of didn't read it at all. What, what is going on with this? What's happening? All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, giving back to the GNCC community. Um, it's not much, but it's something it'll uh, it'll gain over the years. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a uh, scholarship. I'm giving away, uh, I think it's $2,000 to a, um, a rider in the GNCCs and, 
all they have to do is write me a or an essay mm-hmm. on how how much um motocross and uh racing means to them oh wow and um yeah we're gonna pick a uh pick a winner and announce it at the uh, gncc banquet oh, how cool is that eddie, oh wow that fast okay. eddie are you gonna you gonna write in uh, yeah, I don't think I'm, I should be the recipient of. I don't think they want me to write anything about motocross right now. You know what's awesome yeah, is yeah. that is that uh, uh, Aaron is. Uh, I mean, that's your roots, GNCC. I mean, you know, obviously you're this big time star in, in supercross and motocross now, and that's what you've focused on. But uh, people forget, like first with your, your dad, and then early on with you, like this is what you did, GNCC. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, my first race is actually on. A PW in the woods, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was a local little woods race. But um, yeah, I started back in the GNCCs, and I think 2005, I believe. Yeah, and uh, went to the first one, and it was mud race at Powerline Park. I went 65, and uh, <laughs> I loved it. And and um, I raced them from then until 2013, and then uh, I had to uh, focus on motocross. But yeah. I have a couple championships in uh, the youth classes, mm-hmm. and then I won my last GNCC that I raced. I won in um, 13 at Steel Creek, so uh, it was a pretty successful GNCC career, I, I guess, and uh, hopefully I get to go back after this motocross stuff ends. <laughs> hey, I've always – you heard me say earlier I'm a fan of riders, and you can ask AP, what do I always tell you every time I see you? <laughs> that we I'm all. the only one that can come back and make uh, make uh, that. I think that could beat Caleb, and I always joke with him to say, "Come home, we have a spot for yeah, you." Yeah, get like, Hawkins. We're Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. Let, hey, no, no. Listen, we don't got to talk Randy into it. The oh. spot is there. But <laughs> I mean, we've always said the one thing about motocross career this is they, rock, hey listen Caleb's gonna, unstoppable we gotta pull listen, someone out they can race in motocross for 10 years make good money and that's mm-hmm. it Aaron's gonna race for 10 years in motocross and then switch to GNCC and race another 10 years when right. he's 30 and make six figures again like I always tell him, <laughs> yeah. come, like when the, when motocross ends I go to Bobby like begging him like Bobby right. let Aaron come do one <laughs> No, man, no. He, we got it. We got to keep him focused on this. And I'm like, if we, I mean, this Dude, is Russell, a guy. Russell's if, unstable in this. It's okay. Hey, I'm, I'm a betting man. Let's, yeah, no, no. Uh, let's no, do no. this. There we go. AP, you just next next contract deal. Just play the two off each other. Play Randy off with. Uh, I don't think with... they're that comparable. <laughs> no, no. I don't think they're that comparable. Like, there's no playing there. Randy will be like, "We'll give you thirty grand." No, nah, I think they'll give him more than that, but not close to but, what he's making right, riding, right. riding moto. But uh, but no, I I think it'd be awesome. Uh, I think it's awesome love... that you're doing this scholarship. That's cool. We yeah, actually had cool. a we had an open bike for a while. Like a, we we had one of our guys who broke mm-hmm. his leg, and uh, man, I was constantly on Bobby. Like, come on, just one race. Let it like. Dude, you can't. You can't. What if you got? What if you I got? Know. Her? You I agree. I agree. Come home, Aaron. <laughs> Come home. Yeah, Come you, home. You don't know how. You don't know how tempting that is. <laughs> hey, it's a lot less training and like risk, right? Like it'd be like a like. I don't think Caleb works that no, hard. No, he listen. Does they he? they I mean, work pretty hard. They have and, a two month break in the middle of summer. Yeah, and that's when he like goes hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he went down to Aldens and lived in Florida that's and true, went he did. hard. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. Hey, AP, uh, how's everything going for 17 right now? Uh, what's going on? And uh, I guess you're, in your, you're starting to ramp things up, I guess, right now, huh? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I actually um, had my first day on Supercross uh, 
last week. So it's uh, it's going pretty good, and I feel pretty good on the bike. And um, I'm getting back into the swing of things, training and everything. And, uh, yeah, everything's going good. I just uh, got done handing out some candy to the little kids. And, nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they were all dressed up. And, you yeah, Everything's uh, going good right now. You obviously don't know whether you're going to ride west or east. Do you have a preference, though? Um, I'm not sure. Bobby likes to wait to tell me, right. uh, like five days before it starts, but, uh, he, he just likes everybody to be ready. Mm-hmm. So if anything does happen, so one of us can jump in and, and what is, uh, what is it if you stay ready, you never got to get ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you, what would you like to ride if you could pick though? Is there one coast that, I mean, you rode East last year, but is there one that you like better? Um, I think I gel with the tracks on the east a little bit more, but mm-hmm. whatever whatever they throw me on, I'm I'm ready to go. You know, right, I'm ready right. to race. <laughs> um, hey, with uh, with Coop leaving and J Mart leaving and even Alex a little bit, you're kind of the senior guy on that team now, man. You're like, uh, <laughs> you know, you're the guy people are going to look to and sort of be the leader of that team. I, I, I imagine it's not any different in your mind, but have you kind of is it is has it been different? Has it been a little uh, different off season for you? Maybe the guys are a little bit more, um, you know, testing with you a little more. Uh, I don't know, um, longer longer hours or anything. Um, not too much. It's it's just been the same. It's just uh, I got to keep uh, a level head. You know, I can't I can't. Um, go all big head and be like, yo, I'm, I'm the man of this team and <laughs> right. I'm going to run it. <laughs> but no, right. um, no, yeah. A couple people have asked me that and I'm just like, uh, I gotta do the same thing that I did last year. Just a mm-hmm. little less, less mistakes. And, but, um, no, it's, I think it's going to be the same. They'll, the team's really, uh, really good with testing with all the guys equally. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we help one another out a lot, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little different with Coop leaving the team mm-hmm. and Jeremy because they've been around for the two years that I have been pro. But I think I think uh, it'll be a good change for sure. Um, is Ferrandez uh, racing yet? Is he over back here riding? Um, I don't think he's riding yet, but um, he's definitely over here getting ready to ride. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year for you. Is this, if everything goes well and you do what you want to do and what we think you have the possibility to do, will this be your last year on the small bike? Um, I would like to think so, but... Right. Um, <laughs> i see how it goes, know. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And if they decide to put me on a 450 early... I would not say no. <laughs> yeah. I I uh I rode the four fifty a lot. I was I was supposed to go over to Japan and race uh Sugo the last I heard that, national. yeah. But ended up fracturing a bone in my foot and um yeah, I had to take two weeks off and I couldn't go over there but rehabbed it and mm-hmm. uh we're back to uh training steady now. I wouldn't be surprised, Eddie, to see Aaron uh, capture a title indoors and out like we talked about earlier. But when you watch him ride, what do you, who does he remind you of? Who does he re- Um, I can't really say he reminds me of, of, of any other rider. But um, talking about the title, just saying, I just spoke to Brad the other day. And, you know, everybody seems to think, oh, Coop's out. You know, he's not there. You know, J-Mart or J-Mart and A-Mart, they're gone. But I really think that. Now I think Aaron's going to take the role of that number one guy and step up. And I think him and Colt both, I mean, 
Mitchell Harrison's obviously getting better. Um, we don't know much about Ferrandis. I'm. Oh, you're down on Ferrandis. I'm down on. I, I won't lie. I'm down on Ferrandis. <laughs> I'm down on Ferrandis. But I think they got two really good guys, a mm-hmm. solid guy, and I'm not sure about the other. But to say he rides like somebody, um, I kind of see Wyndham a little bit. I know he's tall, and it's easy to say Wyndham, but uh, Aaron looks a little more aggressive. Hey, it's but a good compliment. It's a good compliment. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Have you heard that before? Or is it, am I on crack? Is that not something that you um, No, I, I've heard it uh, from a couple people, but it's funny you say that because Wyndham's been my favorite rider since I can imagine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've huh. only met the guy once, but I've watched him growing up so much. It's right. uh, he was, he was definitely the one I was rooting for. <laughs> uh, Vortex Racing bringing you uh, Aaron Plessinger on the Pulp MX Show. Uh, email Jake at Vortex Racing for a killer deal on bars and sprockets, V3 bars and sprockets and everything else. Uh, and thanks, uh, thanks to Aaron for coming on the show. Man, I got to say, like, you were so frustrating to watch in outdoors last year, AP. Like, I could not <laughs> understand how in the middle of a moto – you would be going three to four seconds faster than anyone on the track. Um, you had a few good motos here and there. Obviously, look, maybe the Supercross Series loss uh, took its toll on you mentally a little bit. But there were times outdoors where I'm like, this kid should never be out of the top three. Never, ever, 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 ever. And then other times it was like, huh, I don't know, I didn't even see Plessinger out there. It was – and to me, like, if you do it once, you can do it all the time. There were times where you were so fast, but – Anyways, I'll ask you, like, what was up with the up and down outdoors a little bit? I I saw some incredible things from you. Other times, not so much. Uh, yeah, um, I think I think the Supercross loss definitely took a toll. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It was just a lot of things were getting to me in the outdoors. And, and starts was one of them. Uh, yeah. Dude, I struggle with starts. All the way until the last moto, actually. The last <laughs> moto of the last outdoor. Um, but I don't know. It was just, I guess, a mental thing. I had a mental block on, and sometimes it wouldn't be there because I guess I was just having a good time at the races. And right. other times I was really frustrated and, and couldn't th- get, or couldn't get things going that day. And it would just be pretty much, uh, I don't know. It was just, just hate, hating so life confusing. type deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was so confusing and it got me so frustrated. And I was, I was actually <laughs> pretty depressed about it. Going, <laughs> actually going into Southwick, I was, you were I was over it. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I had to talk with some of my buddies, and, and mm-hmm. they just brought me back to normal. And and I actually uh, got fourth overall that race. But um, after that, I just started having fun again. I just started going out and riding pit bikes after I was done riding or mm-hmm. just doing the regular things I usually did. And it got better towards the end, but um, I'm going to definitely have to uh, remember that for next year and work on my starts a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it before guys who were involved in title chases, like sure. You maybe test some outdoors early on at Glen Helen to get a few settings, but you kind of focus on supercross. Everything's on supercross. You want to win that title. And, you know, even the guys who do win the title, sometimes you see them struggle outdoors, and it's because it's such a, a high and a mindset for so long. Then you got to almost reset in one week and be like, oh, i got to do 24 motos right now, you know? And you're not maybe quite ready for it to start. Yeah, yeah. And it's so it was so hard because, like, 
I the only really testing I got was during that one week off that we had mm-hmm. um, when West Coast went again, and then uh, yeah, I guess I was just behind the eight ball, and then I guess here comes motocross just right in my face, and uh, I don't know, it was definitely yeah. a hard transition, but I think this year if I do if I do East, I think it'll be a lot better just with experience yeah. right right there were some motos eddie that ap was in the middle of a moto you're like yeah he one, just, that, one that sticks in my mind i think it's unadilla, unadilla, unadilla. <laughs> he was so much faster that emming and weigand almost were like did he cut the track <laughs> like he was making up time but the, but then you know the, i wrote hey, that in my column you know, i'm the, like he's cutting hey, the track he the frustrating thing was he would make up that huge gap and just couldn't get. He'd pass a guy and they'd get right back by him, and then they he finished yeah. right back later. Yeah. You know, but to make up that gap and I mean be so fast, I mean it was it was amazing. I mean sometimes at one time it was like five seconds. Well, that's what I mean. Like this is Cooper Webb, Joey Savacci, these dudes, and then AP's like working them, and you're like, why can't you do that all the time? <laughs> so, anyways, whatever. It was just one of those things where you're like, look, this kid is if, if this if this kid ever figures it out. It it could trouble. be could be trouble. Um, hey, how's everything going with Swanepoel? Everything's you're still working working with him and everything. Yeah, yeah, yep. we're actually uh, doing great right now. Um, been going on road bike rides and and uh, getting to be at the track with him. So um, yes, yeah, it's, it's going great. Me and him uh, are gelling really good this year. Any off season stuff for you or no? Racing racing uh, wise. No, uh, no, I was supposed to go over to Japan. Like I said, yeah, but, yeah, uh, that's it. Got hurt and couldn't really do that, so no off-season stuff after that. So I'm uh, full focus on Supercross, right. trying to get a championship this year. Yeah, well, like I said, I think you're one of the favorites indoors and out. People, when we, when all of us uh, guys uh, sit here to talk about the sport, we got to we got to think about you as a guy that can win both both titles, and, and that's that means that's for real when you can do that. Um, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Uh, good luck with everything. Yeah. yeah, thanks for coming on. And remember, Eddie says, come home when you're ready. You're welcome. Come on back. You're welcome come on back, back anytime. Yep. It's always a bike there. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely going to come back. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. And thanks for uh, thanks for talking to me. And thanks for all the compliments. No worries. Thanks, buddy. All right, thank you. See you, AP. Yeah. Aaron Plessinger, everybody. Star racing. Uh, I mean that next year. I think you can win both titles. I, you, I, you don't just go three or four seconds if faster. I, if, I, if I'm going coast for coast, like you're going to, if you know, yeah. thinking he's going to ride east. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Christian on the east. I mean, Christian on the west and AP on the east. Maybe we should have called Brad from Star. I would have. I, t- I tried to get you to, but I think you're scared of him. <laughs> he hates me. He's not coming on Wouldn't the show. Wouldn't that be good radio, though? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Vortex Great Racing. Radio. Uh, Jake at Vortex Racing. Please check him out. Uh, it's time for the Gear Alloy Cold Call. I was hoping to do this if David was going to be here, but uh, I don't know where he's at. But David uh, from Gear Alloy, we thank the folks at Gear Alloy for uh, for coming on and sponsoring this segment. Eddie has seriously, Eddie just mentioned it again, the word Christian, and he has dropped that 14 times uh, since he's been here. Uh, there's no bigger fan. What if Benny Bloss and Christian Craig were in a house that's on fire? You can only rescue one I'm like Paul, I'm not answering that question. You can't <laughs> ask people that question. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't know if that's so ridiculous. Uh, Gear Alloy uh, designed uh, for uh, designed for unique, uh, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. They're in design and engineered in SoCal, and uh, 12-inch wide wheels have over six inch of lip. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a Gear Alloy wheel style for you. Of course, JP Money. 
Jessica Patterson, sponsored by Gear Alloy for a long time. And the Gear Alloy, uh, uh, the MFAB Ampro Gear Alloy team, uh, uh, an off-road, Randy Hawkins guy and his guys. That Are you still working for them? Yeah. Or are you doing stuff? Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. Still, okay, I didn't know if that was like a... I, I've had a little setback here. Yeah, but I But luckily, we're at the end of the year, yeah. and everything was done. But uh, no, I... I uh, honestly can't keep up with you. Like, I don't know what your deal is. Yeah. I, everything, nothing's changed. No, your deal always changes. That's what I, like, I never know what your deal is. Helping out Randy, going to races with Jessica. Jess don't even race anymore. Well, How can I go to races? But she's going to some races. She was yeah, doing she some. she goes to races. Okay, I didn't know if you, what you're doing. Or, um, all right, Gear Alloy. So get your truck in gear with those guys. And uh, a lot of the industry uh, uses Gear Alloy for their truck, for their wheel needs. And uh, it's a great company, great pr- styling. And uh, hopefully soon Richline will be coming. But we're going to call Cold Call Christian Craig and see how this thing with DV is going. It's pretty interesting. Cold calling people. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. David Villeman training Christian Craig. How is this going? How is this going? Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. <laughs> Wearing your Jagger shirt. <laughs> see if he answers the Steve Gear Alloy Cold Call. Steve sent me this. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. The chick. No, I got it for him. Cold Call. Come on, Cece. Pick this thing up. He's not going to answer a strange call from... Hi, yes, it's Vegas. Home, it's got to be you. Who else calls an AIDS rider from Vegas? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's a telemarketer. Unless they got bad debt. Huh? Christian. Steve Mathis. What's up? You're live on the air on the Pulp MX Show with Eddie Ray. Just a quick gear alloy cold call? Yeah, you know it. Thomas from NFAB <laughs> also in studio. Um, I had hey, to call yeah. you because Eddie has mentioned Christian and or Craig half a dozen times in the two hours of the show he said you're gonna win the west coast we talked about the dv thing and and so we're we're calling like and as you know you know you were in the studio and talked about dv and dv's our co-host so this is very important to our listeners and ourselves like how is this going well i was listening to your show uh from a couple weeks ago Uh uh-huh you said it wouldn't last so more than Supercross. No, I said through Supercross, but not to the end of Supercross. Like, you guys will make it to Supercross. Okay. JT yeah. said, have you ever heard of the Hindenburg? <laughs> yeah. He was not he, that one. he was not a fan, but uh, or he's not a, not a fan. He's, he's predicting rocky times. Um, yeah. No, it's going good. Um, okay. He's, he's tough, but I'm just shutting my mouth and listening pretty much. You know, I'm just trying to take it all in right now. Um. He has helped, though, and that's the biggest thing. That's why I, I hired him. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to try to gut it out, and and the big picture is to win a championship, so I'm doing mm-hmm. whatever it takes right now. Yeah, I mean, we, we love DV, but we know how he can be. He's a, He can yell a lot. He screams a lot about different things, and, and maybe sometimes you're like, oh, this guy. But he's smart, man. The guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's really smart, and everybody keeps saying that I'm, I'm just waiting for this this yelling that he does and <laughs> I get him to smile and that's the funniest thing. Like I'll, he'll go tell me to hit this corner differently and I'll do it right away. Mm-hmm. And he just smiles. And I'm just like, all right, that's good. Right. Right. <laughs> he doesn't run out there and throw his hands up. Like everybody says he does. Um, so, yeah, no, be- it's good. I'm just trying to stay on his good side. I asked him about it and he said, it's nice to work with someone who is so talented to follow through with what I am saying, <laughs> I wish yeah. I could do when it. I'm doing, when I'm doing a moto, uh, he's my, he tells my mechanic, he's like, this is what I love. This is what I love. I tell him to do something 
and he does it. <laughs> I like how <laughs> you're just like I'm, I'm playing by the book here. Just yeah, so, that's good. No, I'm no, happy. So you guys had what a, a one month trial? Was that yep. sort of one month of like, hey, I like you, you like me, and and let's do this? So is yeah, that that was his, that was his idea? Okay, his first yeah, first thing. So we had a one month contract, and then um, I think like last week we just pretty much said we're good to go for uh, oh, this, you know, Supercross at least. This is a just a Supercross thing yeah. contract, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, he's coming to a. Uh, to Bercy. I saw that. Here in a couple of weeks with me, so it should be fun. Yeah, my prediction, Christian, I said that uh, y'all would go through Supercross, and I thought for outdoors, you really would kind of, at that point, I don't know if, you know what I mean? I think he benefits you more for Supercross than he does for outdoors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, I uh, and yeah, I think that's what he said. He just wants Supercross, and then, you know, if it does go good, we keep going. Yeah, and pretty much if you do good at Supercross, it just carries on from there. Like, outdoors yeah. is more of a, you know, there's more. Yeah. Supercross, you use a technique. And, Christian, you know, uh, uh, Jess worked with DV, and, man, he was a huge help. And uh, and same thing. He never yelled at her, but he's just firm. Like, he, yeah. he if you listen to what he says, it makes sense. And yeah. that's why I said today that DV is a great riding coach. He may not be a great trainer, but he's a great riding coach. Yeah, and what I like is, I mean, I don't like, but he's not there to be your buddy. You know, you get a lot of the, the trainers that hang out and, you know, they're your buddy during the day at the track. He's not there. He's there to make you faster. And, you know, uh, that's what I like about him. He's, you know, he doesn't really enjoy going to the tracks, but. Hey, and that's what he, I'm saying. Like, seeing, when he came yeah. with us, he wasn't there to be friends with us. Like, we never made friends with him. I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah. like, I'm friends with DV. When he came to the track, it was about he does his job, he gets paid for what he does, and he yep. makes it a point that if he's not helping you, then he don't want to be there. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, he, yeah, if he yeah. feels like he can't help you, right. no. he's not just going to keep. Well, that's why your I money. think he told me like it's good to work with a guy talented who's listening to what I'm saying. Otherwise, I think he'd be like, "I'm out of here." He like, never like, <laughs> the, yeah. and that's just it. Is the whole right. time that when he did work with Jess, he never mentioned who he worked with. Like he, he didn't have to like stroke his ego. Almost to say, oh, look at what I'm doing. Yeah. He would yeah. never say, he would just say, he tweeted a few times, work with my rider today. They dropped four seconds. You know, all they got to do is listen. <laughs> what would yeah, never mention who it was. Yeah. He was posting videos of me uh, a couple weeks ago, or the first couple weeks, and then Paige was like going to look one day recently, and he like deleted all those videos. <laughs> I was like, well, does he like not like me now or something? Uh, he's, he's put a couple more up since. He's quit Twitter three times, I think. He's quit Instagram. He quit everything at one point or another. He put up the picture of the whoops, took that down. Yeah, he took the, Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, I don't, you can understand him. He's a mystery within a riddle. Um, he's one of a kind, but yeah. no, it's going good. No, it's so. good. I'm glad. Yeah, the bottom line is never mind the show and us laughing. and It's helping you on the track, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, that's that's, that's you the guys. Thing. You this all started it. That's I know. Well, that's why we're cool. so. Our listeners are involved in this. I'm getting tweets about it. We have bets going. We you know we talk about what's going on. <laughs> like this is great for our show. Yeah, this is fantastic. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think it is going to help. And he told me he's not. You know, he's as far as the the low tire pressure and the bar setup and the lever setup. <laughs> he stays away from that. It's not his department. That was one of the full things he asked. So. What he said? Can he I? He was like, "What? What a uh, front tire pressure you run?" And then he he went and like looked side by side with my bars. He's like, "You like your bars that low?" And then he looked at my clutches. You like your clutches that high? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. Yep. 
Leave it. <laughs> yeah, he, he well, he. I mean, one time he thought Dunge was struggling with the turns, and Dungeon made an adjustment with his bars, and then Dungey came on this very show, and DV said, "Hey, did you move your bar lever position? I see you <laughs> mo- moving your elbow." And Dunge is like, "Yeah, I did actually." And you know, he moved. Uh, I got he he got me to move my front brake in a little bit, and that day I like did my fastest lap at this track and he was like, it was the front brake. It was the front brake. <laughs> <laughs> and DV with his front brake, remember how you used to take it and bend it up yeah. like a hook? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I, like, DV talks about bike setup and he is smart about that. But when I yeah, look, yeah. when I worked with him at Yamaha, his bike setup couldn't be any further off from Chad's and Timmy's. From power band to bars to levers to tire pressure to, like, to everything. And we're like, okay, all right, whatever. But, like, he was off over here and, Chad and Timmy were here, and it was always, you know, yeah. so whatever. Hey, whatever works, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, thanks for picking up. I just We just wanted to call and check in, and uh, Eddie's picked you for the West Coast Championship and, and picked AP on the East, so it's already done deal. Yeah, I like the shirt Eddie's wearing right now, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's important. <laughs> um, Steve, you haven't sent me a picture of yours. No, I know. I need to. I, 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 you got to wear that thing. It's gonna not, I don't know if I fit into it so good, but we'll, we'll try. <laughs> he bought a schmedium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you, so you're going to – I'll see you at Lil, I guess. Yeah, I'll see you and DB yeah, there. Yeah, you're going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. sh- should be fun, man. Well, hey, thanks for picking up, and uh, good luck with everything. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Uh, Christian Craig, everybody. Geico Honda and the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Another guy that picked up, courtesy of GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Now, Eddie, there was some guy on our Instagram complaining about Gear Alloy not offering a show discount. Yeah, he was, I guess, said, you know, something about they don't show no love, but... I mean, this is a pace. I guess I mean, they're, a they're a distributor. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, they're right. they're here to advertise a product, and I think they're kind of yeah. following the same model as Tom, and um, it's been good for them. And I mean, if the guy calls in, if the guy emailed you, I guarantee you, just like you do with him or do with they, if you pass him in the right direction, and he yeah. is building show trucks, yeah, or you, he's bu- he's doing builds. We could, I mean, I'm sure we there's can something help we you could out. do. We yeah. can get a discount or something. Yeah, we get you. A discount. Uh, anyways, what'd you think of that, Thomas? Uh, the DV, the Christian Craig uh, DV. <clears throat> I mean, what do I know? Pull your mic up. There you go. Hey, I hope it works out. I mean, I, I don't. You've heard Villeman on Christian. the show. I mean, I'm, I've talked to Eddie, you know, a few times, and yeah. I know they were pretty close there for a while when they were living in Southern California. But, um, I mean, DV really does seem super smart about yeah. what he does. And I think a lot of them just look for that formula. I guess that's what it boils down to is, yeah. They try to put the right people around them, and and because uh, there's just there's just that little thing that clicks, I guess you know when they have the right formula, and, and all those guys are trying to find it. So if DV's the one that makes it click for Christian, then I think it's like great. what we talk about Barsha. If he thinks the Suzuki is better and he's happy, that's, that's a big. That's difference. a win. That's, that's a, a win. Deal. Right. That's yeah. a big deal. Um, right there. So if Christian thinks DV can help him, even if. He's really not. We we think he is, but let's say he's not. It doesn't matter. That's all that matters. I think at that level, maybe he does help. Yeah, you know, no, I agree. Yeah, I think he yeah, does too. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, if the rider thinks it is, then that's. Um, I mean, I was around Yamaha when you obviously when you were there. Yeah. And DV's crazy. Like I used to think this guy's an idiot. Like <laughs> this guy's so. Far my first up- race with DV, he flipped out on Craig Monty, and I'm like, oh my god, I got to put up with this guy. But I mean, like, <laughs> it's like you and your Canadian. Deposition. I, yeah. I thought he was so far out there. I was like, I can't stand this guy. But <laughs> then he started coming on the show, and when he talks, it makes sense. So you got to kind of put that to the side. And 
you know, it, it, it's like you said, you got to open your yeah. ears. And when you when you're at the level like Christian or where Jess was with racing, you got to keep stepping up your game. And it was just, and you know what? He's expensive, but it was worth the money. I mean, we couldn't see him all the time. Yeah. But he made some key changes with Jessica, and it was worth it. Like, yeah. you spend money to make money. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I'll tell you yeah. what, he actually at one point would look at Jessica and say, you got to cut that seat. you got to cut that seat, and you got to do this. And sure enough, like, they were all like, DV, get out of here. You know, like, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> and sure, he took a seat. And Don't like, bro said, me. Take it to, you know, so he took it to Ross Miles. He cut it. And, mm-hmm. like, there was an instant change, like, because Jessica kept complaining about them. Just saying, the things that he recommended, you have open ears and you try it. And then all of a sudden, when you see the result, you're like, see, I told you. You yeah. know what I mean? No, he used to practice differently than Chad and Timmy, too. Like, you do sections and... He wouldn't just do a 20, and he'd do those too, but he would practice on sections, and he would jump across the track, and he would look at something different, and yeah, he always kind of had different ways of going about it. Uh, let's get to this phone call. AJ, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How about yourself? Good. Thanks for calling. What's up? Okay. So I'm a voice of reason on your whole Nets deal. Yeah, bring it, bro. Nets. Yep. Okay. I'm a proud hockey fan, but moto guys don't get hockey, so... Talking from that perspective, you uh-huh. just kind of lose them. I race sprint cars, midgets, dirt track stuff. And at those races, we look through a catch fence. I was listening to the show and realized I never even noticed the fence when watching the races. I also race motorcycles through the A-class. Anyway, so going... In Supercross, you can take three K-rails, which is about the size of a Supercross berm. They're about two and a half feet tall and already have almost the perfect size hole in the top for fence posts. Bury those in the in the actual berm itself. It's going to be higher than two and a half foot berm if we're making mm-hmm. decent ones. You can stick the poles right in. There's your... There's how you put it into the corner. You'll look right through it. You'll never even see the nets. That's my. That's my. You just. That's my whole idea. Yeah, the, and the K rail will keep it like stationary instead of having to like trying to launch it into the uh, dirt because the berm kind of yeah, soft. But. Right. Um, sure. Yeah. Bring it. I don't. There's these guys that don't understand this concept, AJ, and I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, what don't you understand? But we. Yeah. Need to- the, I. I keep hearing them talk about you looking through it, and you literally won't even. You notice don't even notice there. it. No, you don't even like yeah. a hockey game or like a baseball game or whatever. You don't even. This notice is it. what I don't get. Yeah, what? what? We had one guy fly up in the bleachers. I know one. I know. And all of a sudden, we have no berms. All uh, the years, dude. Take the number of laps, the number of riders, yes. the number of tracks, and add that number up, and then minus it by one guy. Thank you, Matt Gerke. That all of a sudden now, and, it, we and on next. top of that, it's Matt Gerke. Like you know, we all do know we that. Really, I mean, do we do we need? I mean, let's build the berms back up. And do we really need the nets? I think you need the nets from liability purpose because it already happened once. And if you're a lawyer and you deal with lawyers, they're like, wait a minute, that leaves us wide open. But they always and block I think off. that's the problem with the nets. Not so much putting the net or making it stable. They can make the concrete blocks to make the thing. Uh-huh. You know, they can make a whole concrete berm and throw dirt on top of it with a pole stick right. out of it, but. But I think the liability of what happens when they hit the net, there's a, there's li- there's a lot of liability as far as a dirt bike and you putting something artificial in the way and 
it's better just to take it out. So that's that's when when you talk about these nets, yeah. that's what I look at because um, all that even even like him jumping off into the stands, you can put the people outside yeah, of that. They they yeah. block off the first yeah. ten rows anyway. Yeah. yeah, but if yeah. if a motorcycle hits somebody in there, that's just that's that's tens of millions of dollars somebody's <laughs> right, going to get right. sued for. So I mean, I just think we need the berms back. The berms are, yeah, I, I agree. There's, yeah. there's the berms. Without the berms, or hurt racing. It, it takes things away for sure. Yeah. But, but, it, but, uh, AJ, thanks, man. Thanks for the ideas. Yep. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, AJ knows what I'm talking about. He's got it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I don't think. I mean, hey, I don't see nothing Would wrong you really with have nets. nets or a Joker lane. <laughs> nets. And why doesn't why isn't the Joker really? isn't why isn't the Joker lane math faster? It should be a passing opportunity, kind of like in Australia last yeah, year. Yeah, like in Australia. Um, all right, everybody. Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, thank, go to uh, BTO Sports. Anything you need for your bike or body, you can uh, use the uh, code. Uh, you can call down there, use the code, and they'll give you a discount. Great guys down there, and uh, they're making it happen for us. Um, let's do the expert goggle tariffs. Let's do that. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. These questions are submitted by Moser. Do you know Moser? Mm, no. No, I don't know either. Do you know never Moser? Never met Moser. No, never met him. Uh, these questions are submitted by Moser. EKSbrand.com. A brand-new Goggle EKS S with the outriggers on it. Championship proven. Brock Tickle, Matt Bichelia, Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norn, Jessica Patterson warm. Uh, tons of great riders where X brand depend on them. You know, a lot of other goggle companies out there, they will uh, make special foam for their riders, and uh, you can't buy it and uh, and all that. And uh, X-Brand doesn't do that. Uh, it's a stock foam right off the product, right off the uh, hop. EKSBrand.com. Use the code PulpMX16 to save money at EK- EKSBrand.com. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand goggles, you won't win. You just won't. So these are rapid-fire questions submitted by Moser for myself, Thomas, and Eddie. And... Um, all right, let's uh, let's do this, Travis. I have a question. Yeah. Does X-Brand have any freestyle guys? You're the first. Am I going to be the first backflip in the new X-Brands? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Let's say this backflip goes terrible. Let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> is there a liability there? Is, is he signing off some waivers? Apparently, some Travis waivers. has a... Uh, Pastrana has... What about waivers? Oh, Pastrana's got a waiver, and you'll yeah, sign it yeah, before yeah. you roll up into that right. property. I don't know about Pulp Mex waivers. You Do I need a one? Waiver. Yeah, you need one. Okay, I'm going to need a waiver. And then... Um, <laughs> you, it's got to come from you, Mathis. It doesn't come oh, from yeah, him. No. Could you type up a waiver <laughs> that you need to sign? No, yeah. You, I'm going to need a waiver that for yeah, me, I'll for t- you. I'll type it up. Don't worry. Um, also, um, uh, if, you, if this goes terribly, will you still be able to be the Pulp Mex producer? Are we going to bring Gibbs back? We can bring Gibbs back. <laughs> I think uh, you may lose sponsors. We can bring gifts back. Um, Lone Wolf. <laughs> He'll be back in. I think Eddie thinks you got it. I think you got it. Do you I, still communicate with Lone Wolf? Lone Wolf has a, a, Wolf? a voodoo no, doll at his house. Right. I'm going to multiple <laughs> times. Come back? Into the... I think Lone Wolf. Because I think you should plan for this. Uh, Lone Wolf geez. could take over. Well, I think you should have a backup plan. Can you please get the droid app done before the backflip, please? We're going to push it back. You're the boss. No, Make I'm a requirement. Gonna, say, hey, I'm before you backflip, you have to have that done. Hey, before you backflip, you have to have it done. <laughs> See? Nope. I, I wish I was a better boss. 
Honestly, I wish my, you were too. All my employees take advantage of me. They just <laughs> all of them. They don't even listen. They don't care. Nothing happens. I say things and nothing happens. Like, hey, well, and then nothing, yeah. nothing happens. Well, welcome to business. You know, I mean, that's just your your employees listen. Okay, I've been there. <laughs> your employees listen. Okay, let's do it. All right, sorry. Uh, Thirty s- seconds, rapid fire. Steve, where does Cabo rate on the list of places you've visited? Oh, it's a good one. Um, never go to Mexico. Cabo's a cool place. You been there? Yeah, yeah. once. Yeah, yeah. did the Baja One Thousand in two thousand seven. Okay, and the the finish was in Cabo. So then we spent four days there after. Oh yeah. That was a good time. Um, it's hard to say because this was the first real vacation I've taken. I always go around dirt bike races, right? So the first I, one? Yeah. Oh, you went to like Italy or France? Yeah, I went to a dirt bike race. Oh, then then we went it? to Venice. Oh. <laughs> um, Nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Um, so it was really weird for me to not do anything. Like I totally unplugged. So it's hard to say. It's a different type of vacation. They have sales service down there, don't they? Yeah, but I didn't do any work or anything. Like, it was nothing. really weird. No, nothing. Nothing. Was that like a prerequisite with your woman? She uh, go, hey, no, you're not doing no, nothing on no, this vacation. She didn't say. She said, try to relax. Was it her idea to go or your idea? My idea. It was my idea. Ah, good job. Yeah, because I want to go to Cabo Wabo Bar. That Sammy was the Hagar. reason. Yeah, I want to see Hagar. Only reason. <laughs> no, <laughs> I had never been to a pool bar before. Did you wear a onesie or twosie? <laughs> onesie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd never been to a pool okay. bar before where you like swim up and they have drinks there. It's nice. It huh? was very good. Good life. Uh, All right. Thomas, out of all the trucks and cars you've owned, which is your favorite? Well, I like whatever's new. So You seem to go through them fast. I don't go through them fast. No? Okay. I just have a whole plethora. Yeah. So I have an F12 now that I've had for about two months. It's really, really nice. F12? F12. It's like an F1, but with 11 more. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that is. F- F12 is a 12-cylinder Ferrari. Front-engine Ferrari. I didn't know they made a 12. Yeah, F12. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's right. telling you about it. Yeah. It's cool. Nice car. We got a, You got an A8? No, I have no A8. Okay. <laughs> because I've heard. I've heard. That's a baller that's car. That's a baller yeah, car. Yeah. yeah. No. R8. You know what, though? Stupid. R8. R8. You could buy three R8s with an F12? I meant uh, R8. R8, yeah. Um, so is, stu- when you say the F12, is that a more expensive car than the R8? Yeah, by three times. Tom's balling. Stu told me that uh, he'd rather drive an R8 over his Lambos a few years ago. Like, it, well, was, it was a better drive. Audi, it was more comfy. It was. Yeah, Audi yeah. bought a Lamborghini. Yeah. And then, so they're similar cars as as a Gallardo. Yeah. And R8's like a Gallardo, as far as what I know, limited yeah. knowledge I have. But but that's a nice car. They're all nice cars. Yeah. Some of those old Lambos are not very... They're not very reliable. I've no. had a couple. It's, whew. Really? Oh, yeah. You spent all that money. It's like oh, riding oh, in yeah. a hopped-up go-kart. I've ridden in his uh, Scuderia. And it's like real, like... Yeah. Like, you know. Right. Yeah. Like, I used to do valet down on the strip, and there's plenty of cars that I would pick over... Uh, Gallardo. Yeah, yeah. Like, way cheaper cars. Yeah. They're just not. All right. Nothing special. But I'm a pickup guy. I like trucks. So, mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to afford nice cars and stuff. But, yeah. But I'm a truck guy. I'm more of a van guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christian Craig's van, even. Huh? That's, yeah. I got Christian Craig's van. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another Christian Craig reference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eddie, 
Will Cooper Webb do better in Supercross or outdoors next season? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say he does about equal. Okay, if I have to pick one, I'll say Supercross. He's going to do better in Supercross. Steve, who's your sleeper pick for Supercross? Phil Nicoletti. Amen. No, I'll tell you my sleeper pick. <laughs> well, it's 250 Supercross. He's riding 250 Supercross. God super. bless. Um, <laughs> Phil? Is Cole Celia a sleeper pick? I don't think because so. like he's factory Honda, yeah. everybody knows him. I think he's going to do really well. I don't think he can win the title. Like I like Roxon, Tomac, or Dungy for the title. One of those three. But I think Sealy can be top three in points. Like win three to four races. Has Chad Reed become a sleeper pick? No, I don't think so. so he's I'm guessing you're hmm? off the Barsha bandwagon. You were on a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty much off that. Yeah, I'm off the Barsha bandwagon. He's okay. got to he's got to show me more. But yeah, at one time I was you driving it, driving it. All right, next question. And now he can't even get on because Barsha hates him. Now you don't even yeah, talk to him. <laughs> I honestly don't know why he doesn't talk to me. Like, I get why Josh Grant doesn't talk to me. I've said some things about him that are pretty mean. I don't really think I've ever said anything about Barsha that's really been mean. But you know what? We'll be all right. Why are you always talking about Tom's friends? Phil? I know, right? Josh? Josh Grant? Yeah, yeah. You don't like You used to not like Jessica. Well, I don't Here even know go. if you really like Jessica because you Here said you hate go. WMXers. My whole thing. Oh, forget. Sorry, forget it. <laughs> I could get into WMX if you want, but that's no, all right. All right. Uh, my best yeah, buddies. Chris. Oh yeah. He said Chris blows. Can't blows, win. blows gets his panties in a knot over something stupid, and it's We're my just fault. Saying that you say everything about Tom's guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. and yet you give us money. Yeah, right. You, yeah, you should be over it. Well, um, I can appreciate what you do. Speaking of blows, uh, what's he doing next year? Arena Cross Arena for cross. Babbitts. No, that's he's what I Yamaha. He did do the Yamaha. He thing. Did the Yamaha deal. Yeah, okay. With uh, Andre. All right. So he's going to be. Andre Junior the, Jackson. Okay. So who's on Babbitt's? Uh, Gavin and. No. As of right now, just uh, um, Jacob Hayes, but he's hurt. What about Gavin Faith? He's in Australia. Yeah, but he's not going to. I still, okay. That's one of those Full deals. disclosure, I. I think, I think there's a spot out there for the bear, and it's on Babbitt's Kawasaki. I, uh, I did email J-Bone about okay. blows. Okay. All right. Said on that second Suzuki, but. Right. I didn't get a return email, so I guess he wasn't. <laughs> he's, he's not a, no. I was are you, to bring are you part of Are you part of the Rockstar Yamaha thing with Blows or no? No. Okay. All right. Talked about it. Yeah. Next question. Thomas, you are a very successful business owner. So why do you think Genova has dumped so much money into the sport? Because <laughs> he likes it. I mean, you know, God bless Genova. And, we need yeah, more like Genovas. Oh, my God. That guy especially, he's all in. He hates me too. Another guy yeah, doesn't he's like all me. All in, you know. I think we gotta appreciate guys like that more. I agree. You know because, and I've told Eddie this before too. It's like I want to. I, I enjoy racing. I enjoy sponsor racing. I enjoy being around people that I like. Mm. Okay, so that's that's part of the the deal for me. But there's a lot of value in the moto community. You know, what I mean, especially for products like mine. Genova, maybe not so much. So he's putting his heart and soul, and he's he's owns a race team. I just want to sponsor racing. He's, you know, he's dealing with all the babysitting and all the, you know, the, the, only thing the relationships. And that's just a tough deal. Why, why is my, Mike had Sipes and Chisholm and they got top 10 in outdoors and Sipes got second in a race, right? With Moto Concepts on a 250F, I think. Yeah. And he was going good and he was all looking good. And then he got into Tony and Mike and that blob and they came together and like, it, what's he doing? 
But they like it. They, they That's enjoy fine, each but, other. So, no, I so know. Let them, let them be happy. But, like, nobody's sponsoring their team. Mike is just... Okay, they don't what, have, happens, what happens they don't have when, or anything. when Brayton goes over there? I don't know. It should be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. does that add legitimacy to what... I think Will so. You yes. Give him credit does, for does what he's add, done for the past ten years. Does it add legit- legitimacy to the team, or does it take away legitimacy from Brayton? No, I think I think it adds to the team. I yeah. I just I again we need more Mike Genova. We should be celebrating. We, we, yes. talk, we, we we talked about this. If Brayton, like right now, Brayton is being given factory Honda stuff to take to Australia with. Yeah. Them. Now, are they going to release these same products or these same parts? To Brayton, if he's over there, I don't think so. I think Honda doesn't want anything to do with Tony. I absolutely think they'd, well, they'd be like, oh, "We don't want." Him I don't to know do if stuff. it's if they have anything to do, but you know, would Tony maybe little like, "Oh, let's see, like we got this bike here. Let's see what's in." Yeah, Are we yeah, dealing yeah. with a different Tony? Yeah, maybe he said he's fifty percent less crazy. Yeah. All right. Next question. Next question. Eddie, <clears throat> excuse me. How much do these private ride compounds like Reeds or Baggett's cost to build and maintain? Wow. I mean... Is Eddie Ray an expert in riding compounds? Yeah, really. I, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, I'd have to assume that... I mean, Chad's place has got to be I don't even, a million I dollars know, at least. It's got to be a multi-million yeah. oh, yeah. dollar yeah. place, you know, as far as a property. Land is that. cheap as dirt, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but when you... The track... I mean, just to have a guy build a track is what? 50 grand? 75 grand? Yeah. This is going to go over our 30 seconds, but I just recently spoke to somebody who's actually going back east... And they didn't buy the property. They actually leased it, bought houses, leased property, leased the barn of a pre-existing area. And even that, I mean, this person had to hire a track builder, like mm-hmm. a, a full-time track maintainer. Could yeah. you imagine? Um, a building where they're going to keep all their stuff, which wasn't part of the original lease. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm going it, to yeah. own it. It's got to be expensive. I yeah. mean, just leasing and just this, think and it's not you, even if, it's if, not if said rider gets hurt, he's still got to pay the lease. Yeah. No, Ferry told me one time, he's just like, man, it just gets to be so much. Uh, your motorhome, your track, your maintenance guy, your track guy, your practice bike mechanic. It's just like. And that's in the heyday. Yeah. And you're like, you're, you you're, you're writing checks and, and it's, all these people are on your payroll and everyone has problems and everything else is going on. It's just like, man. I don't but want anything to do with this. That's why Koi, you know, the Gibbs program is the JGR program. They get the track. They, I mean, they got yeah. everything there. I mean, everybody, we should celebrate the Koi's and the Genovas of this world. I wish the sport was better for those guys. I do. For I wish Koi. it was better for RCH. I mean, as, as yeah. big a fan as I am about Toyota and how they they go to Supercross and they have the exclusivity there and, mm-hmm. and they they – all the activation they do there, I mean, you know, they've they've helped me out a lot on that front as far as the activation and being involved with, with Gibbs and the Infab brand. But at the end of the day, is the right thing to kick Dodge out because that, you know, or Chevy? Or no, how, how, no. Yeah. The promoters, they need to loosen yeah, it up, we gotta, man. we got to like, figure that part out. And I think somebody made that point. It really resonated with me because it's true. I mean, you know, even Dodge has the money to put in enough I, money to run a race team. I've been making that point on every show I do just about. I can't – I, the GoPro thing? Listen to yeah, well, the, the GoPro, GoPro thing? Keep going problem? next year? Like, it will still I think, be – I think so. I mean, there's these act, there's these cameras that want to give teams money, and they just can't use them. Can't use them. We're, we're sponsored by GoPro. There's something to be like, said for that, but we got to loosen that up. Or, or Feld's got to be more understanding or try to – Absolutely. these things. Yeah, yeah. they got to be thinking about the future. Next question. 
Steve, what is the best possible outcome of filthy racing the 250s? Ah, a podium. Thank you. Yeah. I mean... You need six or seven podiums. That's going to be tough. Now, the bear. You want to talk about the bear? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. This, this, I said that on purpose. What, are you two a couple or something? <laughs> I believe in the bear. Two years ago, head-to-head -head with Cooper Webb. All series long. Head-to-head. -head. That was two years ago. I know, but... Two years ago. Right. What about last year? He was sick. He had a back injury, then he got sick. But he had plenty of time before he came back to Supercross to be 100% healthy. And so what's the excuse for not he having... He was sick, all right? Okay. Lame. All right, next question. Thomas, what advice would you give to a young entrepreneur? Or how about just me and my Pulp MX business? How do you get people to listen to you? Well, you don't listen to anybody, so that's... Number out. one, I got No, I think I think perseverance is the main thing. You got to find. Um, I've been very fortunate to always make a living at what I love to do. So I think it's important to find something that you have a passion for. And you know, I there's in my lifetime there's been lots of people who didn't think that what I was doing was. It could be your ex-wife or your girlfriend or whatever but mm -hmm. but you know I, you make a lot of sacrifices to make your life a, a better place and um i think you just have to persevere and, and don't listen to anybody and follow your dreams and and you gotta work extremely hard and i don't think the way the u.s is right now it's getting any easier so um but but find something you love and persevere and don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it because one thing about this country is you can, you can make the and I'm I'm a prime example of somebody that came from basically nothing and uh, you know made a good way. There we go. Wise words. Well said. Is that it. Uh, one more, Freddie. Who do you think is the best trainer in the sport? Swanee. I'm gonna go with Swanee. There we go. X brand goggles. <laughs> EKSBrand.com, the choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand goggles. If you don't wear X-Brand, you're not going to win. Travis, you got some pairs of the new X-Brands? I sure did. And you will be flipping in them. Yep. It'll be fantastic. My vision will be clear. Uh, let's go to Nick here. wants to thank Thomas. Uh, Nick, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, I want to thank that Thomas guy from MFAB for doing all his stuff for the off-road community. That That is the biggest thing I've ever been to in my life. I, I was just down there a couple of days ago in uh, the Iron Man in Crawfordsville, and it was so cool. But the, he's got his, he's sponsoring the whole thing, and he's putting money into it. And I don't know, I don't know if he's getting money back out of it, but he's doing a good job, and uh. it's so cool to see everybody down there, because you go to a dirt bike race, and you got, you know, five, 6,000 people there, and then you go to that race, and I think it broke records everywhere. Like, there were so many people there. I think what he's referring to is this yeah, weekend, no, the GCC, yeah, they the, had 894 riders in the morning race, and they had not seven, entries, eight, not entries, riders. Riders. Right. In, in one race. And they had, if I read right, I think they said 17,000 spectators. What? Yeah. 17,000. Hey, they have an aerial shot of Ironman GNCC. It's there's more people there than there was at the national. 
Uh-huh. I wasn't hey, people Alan, yeah. Alan raced it. We'll go back to Alan. He said it was unbelievable. Like, it was hard to grasp. He thought he was at the National. That's how many people were there. And then they did the unveiling of the ISD trophy, you know, because the you know, yeah. U.S. won it. They have a shot of it, and you can see 100 yards out, 100 yards wide, nothing but a sea of people. Like there for the unveiling. Oh wow! So that's cool. Yeah, no, thank you. I, 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 the thanks really goes to uh, Randy Hawkins and Eddie, you know, and all the people on that, you know, Infab and Pro Yamaha team. It's uh, a well-run factory Yamaha, you know. And we've been, I think, we've been there now three years. Three years. And uh, you know, they do a good job for Infab with the presentation and the bikes and all that, and. And honestly, I'm sure Randy's putting way more in than I am. And, and to answer your question, no, it's not like anything that, that Infab would get back of that because other than the branding. So just for you to say thank yous, it means a lot to me um, as far as – because, you know, it's a factory-supported Yamaha. And that's why to to support Yamaha when, when um, you know, with the JGR, so I thought it was a good fit. And a good, but those yeah. guys have done such a great job that you know we'll probably just keep keep supporting them over there. You should because there's, I mean, everybody there has wheels on their trucks. Oh yeah, and that's the that's the place to go. I mean, I'm not saying don't do motocross, but it's so cool to see that you guys are there and you support this and you're on the Pulp Show and everything. The whole, yeah, keep Pulp MX too. Yep, yeah, definitely keep Pulp MX going. I think the one thing that for off-road, what, you know, what we, Randy and Ampro and the Infab Ampro team bring is when I went there, I tried to bring a little bit of motocross with me with the flashiness, you know, like we're the only truck to have, you know, like there's wheels on display, you know, um, yeah. it, it's one of those things like where we always try to have something, you know, like either one of the trucks or lots of branding. Yeah, something going on. And uh, I, I just wanted to bring more of the kind of like the flashy side of motor, motocross to off road. And well, it sounds, like, sounds like it's working. There's, yeah. a bunch of, there's a bunch of customers there, and it's very obvious. So you guys should keep doing that. Well, I hope it cool. translates. If it yeah. translates, then it's hard to tell sometimes. But yeah. if it's translating, then it's money well spent. Well, cool, Nick. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Yeah, I nice, appreciate nice that. Nice to call, Thank man. Thank you very much. Hey, I'll talk to you guys later, All man. Right, thanks. Uh, good call. And with that, let's go to our commercial break. Pulp and Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Come back with Thomas Victor, Eddie Ray, Mark's dog and myself. Uh, we got some more coming up. Uh, John Anderson from uh, WUSA and uh, and some more segments and some more fun. Stick around. Be right back. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. 
I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs, you need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone, Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Hey. 
Fab is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy leading-edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition 
all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection in your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. MX. 
Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul BMX Show. again the week after that and then we'll be back after that btosports.com fly racing and fab jeep and truck parts 
Racetech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy. Thanks to Christian Craig for picking up on the uh, Gear Alloy cold call. Update us on DV. I almost feel like Eddie Ray, we should get just a DV update every week. Like, just what did he say? What did he do? Maybe after they follow Mark's dog around, send the cameras down there and do a little yeah. DV and Christian. It's not a bad call. If Mark's dog dies, will you come in and be producer? He's not going to die. He's going to nail it. Okay. All right. But if he does, I'm coming in. If he turns right? Don't turn right. <laughs> don't go do, right. Do not Come miss on. the, yeah, don't miss the, the, the garbage bin. The, <laughs> the garbage bin. The garbage bin full of foam. Yeah. Uh, Works Connection. You use Works Connection. Great, guys. Yeah. Fantastic product. Michelin Starcross 5 Atlas Neck Brace. RV's making his return to racing. We're wearing an Atlas neck brace. Atlasbrace.com, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, official seat foam, seat base of Monster Energy Pro Circuit, RCH, uh, Suzuki, and many others. KTMPartsExpress.com, need a KTM part, Husky part, uh, You please go to uh, KTMPartsExpress.com and use the code PulpMX to save yourself money over 35 years of motorcycle industry experience. Uh, power parts and power wear accessories is our number one online source. So if you have a KTM, you need some parts, go to KTMPartsExpress.com, bro. Roost Graphics bringing you Eddie Ray tonight, official uh, graphic of the PulpMX show. They got a PulpMX section on their website. Please check them out. Custom stuff, too. Custom wraps, custom shirts, custom uh, stickers, everything else. 2-1 are the best men's underwear out there. The number two, UNDR. Fantastic guys. Uh, again, you need some underwear. Use the code. Save yourself money. And uh, we're super pumped and happy that uh, you guys are listening tonight. Thanks to Chad Reed and Aaron Plessinger for coming on. Eddie Ray, Thomas Victor from NFAB in studio. And uh, Pulp Mex app available now on uh, iTunes. And uh, according to the Mark's dog, the Android app will be ready in a week. That's exciting. Nice work on that, Mark's dog. And there's an update for people. Grab an update as well. Yeah. Should update automatically for most people unless you, you turned it off. But it should update out. My apps don't update automatically. Oh, then you turned it off. Ah, I didn't know you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Some people turn it off because then well, sometimes the stuff comes out where you it's know like what bug. people don't get. And I don't know if this is just old people or what the deal is, but people, when you open an app on your phone, it stays open. It's always in there. And if you're having bad battery life, check and double click your home button. You'll see. What forty pages open, like whatever it is, you know. That's me. Do we all know that? Do you know that? Yeah, but they I, suspend in the background, so they're not really. After so long, they're not really using battery life. Don't use smart words with me. Hey, some I have a question. Some a smart word. Tito, if you're listening to the Pulpamex app, uh-huh. okay, and like I'm listening while I'm driving, uh-huh. and then I hit stop, and then like hit home button. I'm not still using data, right? No. When I hit stop, it mm. automatically stops. Yeah. See, I leave I leave the pulp app open for like a week. Yeah, that's fine, but you have to, otherwise it starts the show. Yeah, exactly. Over. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got no, an right. app. I got an app that drains my battery life unless I exit out of it. There totally. are some where okay. yes, they do. Like like Facebook has been known to mm-hmm. it never actually suspends in the background okay. where they're they're right. still doing stuff. And if you have a problem oh. with an app. Swipe it like you probably have it open. Close it all the close way. It, yeah. Reopen it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people don't know that. I don't know if it's my just my mom doesn't know that. No, a lot of people don't. You'd be surprised, right? Yeah. Everything you can, can keep up with all that stuff now. I know everything. Yeah, exactly. Hey, before you just <laughs> hey, said about uh, hey. Mark's dog. Yo, 
932. Okay. See how that works? See how that works? Yeah, uh, better. The, the guest was supposed to be on at 930, and he's bullshitting us at 932. Hey, just real quick, when you were just talking about Villapoto's return to racing, yeah. how do you think he's going to do? You think he can win? Well, we just talked to Chad about that. I don't think he can win. No, I don't think he's going to be Cooper Webb do and Chad Reed. Do you think Reed. he's just going to go down there and ride around? Well, that's what I told him to do. Because you got to remember, if he just goes to ride around, right? You're riding around. You have Chad. You have Cooper. You have Reardon. Brayton. You have Brayton. Like, at where does he go, okay, this is a safe spot for me to ride? I don't know, because I think collect that, my that, big check. that chip on his shoulder, the ego, what these guys are, are well, all of a sudden he starts he's got turning it up. Well, too, after the uh, GP showing. I mean, uh, could this Chad, Chad definitely didn't seem like he's he playing it, like Could he win and no. maybe spark something and he Dude. comes back and races Supercross well, he, only? He says he can come back tomorrow and win. That's what he's told me. But <laughs> maybe there's a big plan that he took a break and now, hey, well, hey, if Villapota decided right now he was coming back, would a spot open for him at Cowie? Ooh, that's a good question. No, I, I, how could they possibly afford that? Monster. I mean, I guess the whole thing, Four. the whole salary, the one million dollars, right? NFAB. <laughs> NFAB team? No. Okay. What do I know about Kawasaki's? Um. I don't know. That's a great question, though. Yeah, great question. What if he wins Australia? I mean, hey, they and all built of a sudden he's like, hey, I'm feeling good. <laughs> they built him a factory bike and sent it to Australia. I mean, yeah. they're spending money anyway. Well, it's not going to happen. He's out of it. He's not going to. But that is a great bench race question. Hey, yeah. but why would he be out of it? Just because it's that much work or that much yeah. commitment? Yeah. Or? yeah, he just didn't. By the end there, he was like so. Right, but after you've let it go for a little yeah. while and, you know, you've lived the other side, yeah. I mean, why not? you got twins and you're like, oh, i got to get out of this you're house. You're sick of coffee That's the problem and with this sport, boring though. driveways. <laughs> yeah, this sport, you're either winning or you're nobody. Right? There's, yeah. You just can't do 15th or 10th. No, or, no, I know. And that'd be okay. You know, Wyndham was 10th. It's because um, of people like you, though. You know that, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Not me, because I sell, I, you know, I talk about everybody. I talk yeah, about everybody. I but magazines it. don't talk about everybody. That's the problem. Uh, TV, inter- although the TV interviews, I give them some credit. Yeah. They're, they're pulling the fifth place guy, the seventh place but guy, and, and, and talking about to this. Him. If it's not about him racing for money and he doesn't care, then why would he even go there at all? Because of the money. But he has plenty of money. Yeah, yeah but, but you still want to stack yeah, it up. Yeah, guys, okay, so there. let's just say Dude, he it's wins. Dude, grand, apparently. Let's just say he wins. You're going to say he doesn't maybe get that little twitch and say, hey, try to put something together? Like, Mom, no, you don't has, think- he been to, has he been to Australia before? No, no. So he's never been to Australia, but he can still command that kind of price. Yeah. Just because he's a... He's, yeah, it's... Crazy, right? Four, four. Let me tell you who can't yeah. get that four prize in Australia: James Stewart. No, he's no. not welcome back. <laughs> they they, they actually won't let him through the <laughs> through customs. No, I, more Phil. No, Phil's good. I think his time is uh, up. Yeah, it's Phil. So Phil's banned? good. No, he's no, good? no. Okay. I think it was like five years. He's banned for five years. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of uh, five years, uh, been part of the show for five years. Plus, is uh, WUSA the major wheel company of half the teams in the pits? The WUSA guys have been a big part of this team, and and they've got uh, their title sponsor for the World Vet Race that's happening this weekend with our own Chris Kiefer among others. And uh, let's bring on the owner of WUSA, John Anderson. What's up, John? How are you? Hey, Steve. How's it going, man? Good, man. We're just talking about RV in Australia. What do you think he does down there? Does he Could he beat Cooper Webb and, and Brayton and Reardon and these dudes? Chad? I think he will give them a run for their money early on, but depending on how late, long the race is, 
because he's been off the bike for a while, he might kind of fade back a little bit. But uh, with the right preparation, you never know. The guy's a champion, right? So I know. Uh, you never know. It's going to be a good show down there. None of these guys can, like, back it off, though, and just be like, ah, I'm good for seventh. Like, you know, an RV will be like, I got this chip on my shoulder. I'm going to go after these guys. So well, um, that's what made hey, I need to ask John right? a favor. Oh, okay. Let's just to... do it on the show, then. Yeah. John, this is Thomas Minfab. How you doing, sir? Hey, Thomas. How's it going, man? It's good, but uh, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to move the vet championship a week or two back because it's always the same freaking week as SEMA. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's 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 funny. It, as a past know, champion, year, I should be able to oh, have some. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. should I should have some clout there. But I'm a fast moto winner. You there. Yeah. Oh, you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, last year I think it it tied in with uh, Halloween, which is kind of funny. But I don't know, man. Uh, we'd love to have you back out. I know Eddie was going to come out with Jessica, and then uh, I didn't even realize that Eddie had a pretty good get off. And I talked to him the other day. Hope he's getting better. And uh, so we'll miss here. him uh, this year. But yeah, no, I, I know that's what Travis was saying. So and, and uh, I talked to Eddie a little while ago, and he said he was coming in tonight. So I thought that was cool. Get to chat with him a little bit. Too. I got my leg so, propped oh, yeah. up on Steve's table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dialed. Yeah. Um, he sent me that picture of his leg while I think you were in the hospital, and that was pretty nasty, for sure. So, yeah, that's uh, rough. getting better, bud. Um, World Vet Championships, WUSA World Vet Championships this weekend at Glen Helen. Uh, Kiefer's there, Preston, Josh Coppins. I saw Alberton's going to race. Yeah, yeah. It's, awesome. Uh, it's going really well with the pre-entries and you know, I think I've talked to you a little bit about it before. Obviously, we're a, you know, we're a wheel company, but this race is, you know, pretty near and dear to uh, my wife's dad's uh, heart and passion since he started it, you know, over 30 years ago. So, you know, um, we had a chance to kind of jump on board and really take it to the next level. We hope, and it's gone well. The last this is the third year that we've uh, been the title sponsor, and it's. You know, it's going really good. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of industry sponsors, and, uh, you know, really a lot of the industry are our friends. So it's it's cool to be able to call them up and say, hey, you want to jump on board and and then have all these guys come out and race. And uh, it's going to be really a good – weather's supposed to be really good. And, oh, cool. Uh, it's supposed to be a good time. Kiefer's coming in on Monday after his race, so hopefully he uh, hopefully he's got a trophy when he shows up. Well, you know, last year he was on the podium, so he was pretty stoked. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I hope he does well. And, and, you know, most importantly, everybody gets out of there safe and happy and has a good time. So well, it's, uh, I'm looking done, forward to it. I've done it twice, and I've been down there two or three. I've raced it twice, and I think I've been down there three or four times. It's a real cool deal because people come from all over the world to Glen Helen for this race. And the, you can practice on Thursday, you can practice on Friday, race Saturday, Sunday. Uh, it's a real neat event. I met a whole bunch of people from all over the place uh, when I was there. It's more of a hanging out also this is half the fun yeah no for sure i mean i think so far there's already over 12 countries i think represented that have already pre-entered and you know it it's, it really is kind of uh making itself out to be what it is the world bat motocross championship you know so a lot of people from all over the world are coming and uh you know maybe someday we'll get some of the american heroes to come but you know obviously that's easier said than done and we don't have the big budget to maybe pay start monies and all that, but it's really mm-hmm. meant to just be a good time and and uh, everybody come out and race, have fun, and hang out with their buddies, you know? Dubach will be there looking for his 800th World Vet title. Terry Fowler. <laughs> Fowler. Is yeah. Fowler still racing? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 
And what's cool too is, uh, uh, and Thomas, you probably you saw this too. You get to ride the whole track, Glen Helen, the national yeah. track with the uh, Mount St. Helen and everything. And the big jump up and down. Well, I don't know about the big triple. No, probably The big jump won't be so big. So we want to make sure everybody gets yeah. out of there. And no, I think Jody still does lay the track out, but. Um, Probably a mix, a mild national track mixed in with like an R, a regular Saturday mm-hmm. REM track, and uh, you know, good dirt, and they prep it pretty good. And um, you know, as long as the wind doesn't pick up like it can at Glen Helen, um, should be a, a great day. You know, why don't uh, next time you see Jody, see if he wants to come on the Pulp Show? I know you've kind of said that to me before. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, I don't think I Jody's don't ever that. coming on the Pulp and Mac Show. I think you might have a good chance to get like a Stapleton or a Basher on there, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, Basher might even be tough. Why? Basher don't like me? Uh, I like Basher. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, mean, I'm not saying he doesn't like you, I, but. I think. I like Basher. I think Basher's. I think he'd be all right with Steve. Yeah, you know, I like I mean, Stapleton they too. Might not, yeah. They might not have jobs after they come on the show, but hey, it's all right. Listen, Jody, <laughs> Jody opens himself up to, for ridicule. I mean, come on, let's face it. Uh, I'd love to have him on, though, for sure. You know, talk to him. Yeah, guys, yeah. guys, walking motocross encyclopedia. Um, yeah. he, he definitely has been around a long time. A lot of knowledge in that guy, for sure. How's everything at WUSA? How's everything going for you? Again, you guys have been part of our show for a long time now, and we thank you for that. Um, if, I, if I see the, the Facebook feed and the, and the social media, John, seems like vintage stuff is, is going for you guys. Yeah, you know, it's uh, going pretty good. I mean, no complaints and you know, we're trying to expand, and, and I think a lot of people, a lot of your listeners, and just I think the industry in general, you know, thinks all we do is just, you know, high-end racing wheels. But we've really expanded, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're making spokes in our own building now, and we're, you know, doing custom work and vintage, and we have guys that send old, you know, Norton wheels or Triumphs or Huskies or whatever. I mean, yeah. they just send us a hub, and we'll make spokes and, and make the wheel brand new again, and... Um, we're getting into the adventure touring market, which is kind of a, a new thing, but a growing thing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, a real funny thing about that is the guy that really pushed us into that and me was a good friend of the show for you. And I can call him a friend, Andrew Short. And obviously now he's moved on to Honda, and I've been talking to him a little bit. Yeah. So we're doing stuff in that market as well with the adventure guys and vintage. And, you know, in our regular, I mean, this time of the year for us is, pretty busy yeah I mean, how's that going the teams and yeah yeah jgr uh jgr suzuki now and uh yep. <laughs> and of course red bull uh, ktm among others and yeah. fab and pro yamaha and fab and pro yamaha yeah that's right and tld uh, tld anyway, yeah tld jessica patterson mm-hmm. in fact i'm proud to see even uh your co-host there thomas has uh done some business with us and uh and i'm proud to represent him too and got some of his uh and Fab steps on our Toyota, so uh, it's all one big happy family, man. So we're we're doing all right. Um, any new teams this year that you picked up that you can tell us about yet, or it uh, talking to them, or um, any teams call you? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, well, pretty much the same guys. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, not sure what Jimmy Albertson's going to do. We're we're working on something right now with uh, with Yamaha a little bit, actually. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is going to just uh, – uh, I know you're really good, at, which is one of the appeals of the show, Steve. I enjoy listening, but 
think Yamaha is really going to blow some people's minds this year. So that's going to be pretty exciting. I think people will see that come uh, come January. So we're fortunate enough to do a little bit of work with them. Oh, cool. And, uh, man, all this, yeah, pretty much the same guys. I mean, you know, but then we don't really forget about the, you know, the Noah McConaughey's and the Devin Rapers and, I don't know, all those guys, you know, I mean, we still work with a lot of privateers, and I don't know, we... A Kaiden's got, got a set of wheels. He got yeah, his bike sure stolen, <laughs> someone stepped up for him. <laughs> Couldn't need it yeah, bars, no. he, didn't, he didn't need yeah. bars. Hey, is there anything I can help you with? Yeah, actually the most expensive part on the motorcycle. Can I get a set of wheels? <laughs> can I get a set of wheels? <laughs> are, are, are you sure? You don't need a lever or something? <laughs> uh, thankfully, yeah, John hooked me up, that. yeah. Well, and I think the night that went down... Uh, I think you called me, Steve, and, and I didn't recognize the number, so I didn't answer the phone because it was about nine or so mm-hmm. at night. And I, well, I was put on the spot. It's like because uh, I think you had him right there. Yeah. You were on the phone with the guy, but I think we were able to work out a nice deal for him. And I mean, the guy definitely, you definitely stepped up for the guy. I think we we tried to do our best for everybody, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Very nice of you to do that. Yeah, yeah couldn't couldn't eat a graphics or nothing. Had to use, <laughs> had to use a set of wheels. Uh, hey, we got uh, we got Hal on the line for you, John. Hal, welcome to the show. Uh, what's your uh, what's your question for John Anderson? Hey guys, uh, good morning from North Carolina. Thanks for having me on and taking my call. Hey, uh, the W guys, man, really did me right uh, here a couple of weeks ago. Ordered a set of wheels for my motorcycle and. Man, they came in. They're they're beautiful. They're awesome. And Steve, I used the code. Uh, got me a little bit of uh, money off. And, oh, sweet! Uh, really helped out. So I uh, appreciate that. I appreciate the support. And uh, uh, earlier in the show, you guys mentioned uh, three palms, or somebody did mm-hmm. uh, in Houston. And I, I just took the job of a lifetime in Houston and picking up the family from North Carolina and headed down. And last weekend, uh, I went around looking for moto spots, and holy crap, I ran into Three Palms. What an awesome facility, man. Yeah. Great people. It's awesome, dude. So uh, if anybody has a chance to get down there, uh, I would highly recommend it. Good people. And they even have a motorcycle shop right there on the premises. So Yeah. It always, uh, I never rode Three Palms, but it looked cool. I've been there twice. It's grown. And I was like, that track looks yeah, like yeah, fun. Right, yeah. yeah, it looks like a good track. I remember it's 10 it was just minutes a, from yeah. my house. Oh, is it really, huh? Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know you were that close. Well, Hal, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for using W. And, and again, yes, it pays to listen to uh, the Pulp Show. We have a lot of discounts through a lot of our partners, so it works out Works out great. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, Hal, Patriot. thanks very much for your business, man. We appreciate it. Glad you're happy. Oh, yeah. Th- thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. I'm just one of the you know normal Joes out here and uh, not a high-end guy at all, but I appreciate the support. And the Patreon thing, I, I tell everybody, man, if you have an opportunity to get on Patreon, do it. I'm, Steve, you sent me a couple of T-shirts. We get early, early releases of stuff. And Yeah, we try. Cool. Yeah. No, yeah. we try. I appreciate right, it. Yeah, thanks, Hal. Have a good night, man. All right, thanks. thanks. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, customers helping customers. Pretty good. So. Well, that was awesome. Steve, we've actually – it's been pretty cool. I don't know if it's uh, that time of the year or what, but uh, in all seriousness, we've actually been getting a fair amount of callers, people mentioning the Pulp Show and and even seen it on our Instagram and stuff. So oh, cool. show's doing us right, and, and we're happy to be a part of it for sure. And you mentioned five years, and, yeah, I think we pretty much got involved with you. Obviously, I knew you before yeah. the show for many years, and then uh, it's hard to imagine. I mean, we've only had, we've had W not quite six years now. That Kristen and I started it, so uh, yeah, we're, yeah you, we're stoked to be a part of what you're doing. John was a mechanic for Spud Walters at White Brothers, uh, the Honda Four Stroke. I was a mechanic for Kelly Smith, Eddie Ray. You know that Four Stroke East Coast Four Stroke champ. John was the four, uh, West Coast Four Stroke champ. 
And I was I was at four stroke. And, and, and then we met at Kentucky. Spud came east and left with his tail between his legs. Mathis yeah. Smith yeah. taking down the West Champ. Took us down. Took us down. Took Good down times, Walters man, Anderson. Sure. Yep. Oh, that was fun. God, John, that was only like two years ago, right? Three years ago? <laughs> yeah, maybe three, maybe four. It wasn't that where, long ago. Where the hell is the time gone? Oh, my God, right? Yeah. Um, no that's depressing. Uh, uh, WUSA World Vets this weekend at Glen Helen uh, should be a good time. Uh, thanks for coming on, John. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, Steve, no problem. And just real quick for any of your guys out there that are curious about it, uh, we did create a website for the vet race, so it gives all the gate fees and gate times, practice times, event schedule. It's called worldvetmx.com, and it's a website that was created solely for the race. So if anybody's interested, obviously it's a, it's a two-day race, but there's, again, you said it, practice Thursday, practice vet only on Friday. Yep. And uh, that's my... Uh, that's my pitch for, and hopefully everybody can come out. And yeah, it's a good time. You meet a, a lot of people. You have a good time. It's not it's a uh, great time. Yeah, yeah, it's. I remember more times about sitting in the lawn chair and BSing and laughing than than racing. Right, like it was a fun time. So, um, for sure, for yeah. sure, it's a great event. Congratulations on you know everything you've done with it too. It's. I was finally. Uh, I hope you can keep it around year, for many many years. Well, thanks, Thomas. I appreciate it, man. And uh, hopefully, one of these days, I know, obviously. With your business and SEMA and all that, that's kind of like your, you know, your big show, big, big show, and that's where you do all your business. So uh, I, I get it. you got to take care of business. But hopefully one of these days you can make it. Uh, I know enjoy talking I to may you. come out there this really weekend and just walk around because I'll be in SoCal this You'll be weekend. in SoCal? So, yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm that, going straight from awesome. SEMA. We're, we're doing another hospitality deal. So if you come by, and make sure you uh, come look me up at the truck and uh, – Love to uh, get you some food and some water, soda, whatever, and and love to have you as a guest. Yeah, John took care of me at the National. Oh, cool. With his right hostel, on. Remember? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so always. thank you very much for that, too. Uh, WUSA for all your wheels yeah. needs. Like I said, most of the teams in the pits rely on W for their wheel needs. So why don't you, and whether it's uh, vintage bikes or, or flat tracking or off-road or, or, or supermoto or whatever, WUSA can help you out uh, with everything else. And check out their website. And mention Pulp. Get a deal. So thanks, John. Great. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, All right. Thomas. Thanks, Eddie. John. Hope you're feeling better. Appreciate bud. it. Thanks, man. All right. Talk to you soon. See you, Ben. See ya. Bye. John Anderson, everybody, WUSA, one of the great guys in the industry, no doubt about it, and a big supporter of uh, many teams in the pits. And, man, you know, I've known John for a long time, friends of mine for sure. But when I talk to other teams about, like, who use John, I'm like, yeah, what wheels you got? Oh, Anderson hooks us up. How's that going? Great. Great. It's awesome. Great guy. Like, everybody who works with John. Loves the service, loves the product, everything else. Talon, Kite, Hubs, uh, and they build wheel sets for you as well. So, um, you know, every I, time, I put products. them on every bike I, I hey, buy. Hey, when I get a bike after, you know, like suspension, whatever, I swap the stock wheels straight out for what. And I've used Talon regular, I've used Talon carbon, I've used Kite, I've used everyone across the board, and every they're all. Do you have a preference? Um,. I personally like the kite stuff because I like the way how the the hubs are like real, you know, the kind of like mm-hmm. they're the billet, they're turned down. Yep. Um, I've never been. I put up a picture one time of uh, just my black on black W wheels. Of course, <laughs> Tom has to make a comment. Got the most likes I ever got on Instagram. 
Oh, wow. There you go. So, um, I got to figure out what I'm doing with my project bike. I got to figure out the wheel-wise. I don't know what I'm doing. I just built, your we just built Jessica. Uh, 89 CR125. Nice. Yeah. Let's figure out what I'm doing. We just built Jessica a brand new uh, 250F. She got a 17 250F. And uh, John Center set of wheels. Like, they're a little, uh, they're, they're not something he sells. Like, he custom built yeah. them for Jess. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they, sweet. Yeah, they came out good. All right, w World Vets this weekend at Glen Helen, WUSA World Vet Championships. Please check them out. Fun time. Get to ride the whole Glen Helen track, too. So you get to go all the way up that hill, and then when you're tired and it's late in the moto and the downhill is chopped out and you're scared to death and your arms are pumped up, nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. Good time going down that hill. Uh, thanks to uh, n-fab.com, Thomas Fichter, for coming in. We did the JGR check-in. We did the NFAB question of the day. And uh, Chad Reed, Aaron Plessinger, of course, in studio uh, with us. Let's move on to the Race Tech email segment. Racetech.com, uh, proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show. Get your suspension uh, checked. Get it oil changed. Get it get it uh, revalved, whatever you need. Please just get your suspension looked at. Uh, a lot of you can benefit from just a simple oil change as well. And set up your suspension for your size and or speed. Uh, and uh, as well, they got the engine department up and running there. State-of-the-art equipment has got you covered. Valve jobs, porting, honing, decking, and more. Racetech.com, Pulpamex 16 is the discount. Uh, please just get your suspension looked at. Okay, all right. Uh, Eddie, this guy, his name is Stash. Um, he likes my observations column. He's from the Netherlands. Um, so he went to the SMX in Germany and he bought tickets and it was, the event was great. The attendance was low. I enjoyed it very much, but people thought it was a disappointment to put it nicely. I read stuff like monster energy supercross in the U S is way cooler. Um, so stash wants to know he'd been to the SMX, right? He wants to know the question to, for us is which race should I pick? Do you have any experience? What stadium people provide the best experience? Currently, I'm looking for Toronto as the flight prices are not incredibly expensive. Where should Stash from the Netherlands go to a Supercross race? If I'm picking any, if I'm picking any Supercross in the United States, um, it's hard to beat. It's, I, it's really hard. Don't to go to Toronto, right? The pits nah, suck. Yeah, it's hard to beat a one. Just uh, yeah, the, the, first ra- the, the first race, especially a year like this when everybody's changing bikes. It, it, that, and, and then if they say, you know, it can't be A1, it'd be Vegas. I mean, you no, can't beat the no, atmosphere. No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I just, yeah, I just yeah. go with everything that comes with it. Dallas? Have been to Dallas? Dallas is great because you Dallas got TV. Yep, yep. Houston was great. I think Vegas is just like, it's it. a, Vegas is just a place where there's racing, uh, there's a weekend of racing, and the atmosphere and the partying, and it's the end. And you know, you know, one race I thought was really good was, which they don't have it either, the door in the Superdome. That was a pretty good yeah. event. Yeah. And Atlanta's hard to beat. We used to go there every year. Went yeah. to Superdome five or six years in a row. Yeah, but the Superdome, yeah. they had a good, it was a good show. Cause yeah. Everything else goes on. Did, um, last time we were there, nobody was there. Remember, it was really bad, tenants-wise. Great party, though. Great monster party afterwards. Huh. Yeah. Um, Did you get your bracelet? <laughs> I didn't, actually. That's the race where I didn't get it. You know. Chocolate fountain and everything was in the other room. Um, all right. So don't go to Toronto, though. I love Toronto. Great stadium and cool downtown, but the pits suck. And I think if you're from another country, half the fun is walking around the pits and seeing the riders and seeing the bikes and seeing the sponsors. And Toronto doesn't offer that. It's a closed well, parking then, lot. Then so. I'd, say, I'd say Atlanta because the yeah. indoor pits is pretty cool. Yeah. And, and yeah. this year, you know, Atlanta. Did you hear about what yeah. they're doing with Atlanta? How Arena Cross? Some deal, yeah. Arena yeah. Cross on Friday. Arena Cross yeah. Friday. Using, yeah. using this, the big stadium, they're going to use five lanes of the seven-lane Supercross track. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. It's in oh. the dome. Oh. They're, gonna, they're taking the actual track, 
and they're using five lanes to yeah. build an arena cro- that they're going to run. Like it'll be kind of manufactured where you can kind of run whatever. So they'll have arena cross Friday, supercross Saturday, amateur racing Sunday, and then Ricky Car- <clears throat> RCU on Monday. All right. All right. Next. Uh, you next look really excited about that. Um, no, <laughs> um, He's not going. Uh, I, I will go to Atlanta Supercross. He's going to race amateur day of arena cross. Uh, <laughs> Steve, this is from Neo. I've been listening to the show since the beginning, and lately your profanity level has been very high. Not to mention the more goddamn comments, which is even harder to hear. Come on, man. Profanity is a cheap way to talk. I would love to listen to the show on speaker around the house at work or in the garage, but I can only do it privately because of the constant bad language. At least with the After Dark segment, which I do like, there is a warning to make a listening choice. I'm not asking you to stop or change how you do the show. Just tone it down so I can share the world publicly how great the Pulp Mix show. All right. Fuck you and your show, Mathis. No. I don't think it's been that I'll bad tonight, it, huh? You know, maybe not tonight. Yeah. I get worked up. Sometimes I drop an F-bomb. Pookie told me to stop saying goddamn. She told me to stop saying Did that. he? Did he write that? Or was that you? No, Neil wrote that. Oh, shame yeah. on Neil. Neo, Neo, like the Matrix. Neo, yeah. Oh, uh, Spencer said. Uh, first off, Steve Killer work. Been a solid fan of yours. Uh, I'm emailing because I thought you could bring this up in the next show. He lives in SoCal. He's been going to Anaheim races since '01. This year, for the first time, you can't buy tickets at the stadium. They are only able to be bought through Supercross Online. So each ticket is fifty-five dollars. But after you buy two tickets, it goes up to one hundred and thirty-six dollars after all the Ticketmaster bullcrap fees. I tell you, this is going to hurt attendance, but us buying four tickets for a family will cost two seventy three. So lame, so dumb. Thanks for reading. Yeah, those ticket, those ticket master uh, fees are uh, garbage, Spencer. So I do agree. you think the fees hurt more, or do you think the TV package hurts more? Well, the ticket prices went up when Feld took control. What two years ago? They used to have like cheap tickets for you know treadhead seats or whatever. Treadhead. They got rid of all those, and Feld has definitely said. Hey, our attendance is going to suffer, but we're going to try to make more money by selling higher tickets. Now, I don't, I'm not an economist to debate the rights or wrongs of that. Stadiums have been less attended, for sure, without a doubt, the last two, three years. I mean, concerts are way more. Yeah, part of the TV. Way more. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah concerts have been getting oh crazy, God, right? Was... And would you rather watch somebody sing or some bunch of dudes fly to the air? Uh, um, Go to a show in Vegas. Go to Justin Bieber concert. Concert. I just... <laughs> That was Adam Eilie. He used $3,000 a ticket. What? It was Sounds insane. Berluti weighs in. Crazy. $3,000 per ticket. Well, that's just you where win? you want to sit. No, that's, that's, I didn't oh, win. Oh, that's I, just where I, you want to sit. I extended that whole conversation. That I was like, yeah, no. I was going to say, Tom, you would never do that. I bought uh, two second row Tragically Hip tickets for Vancouver, and it was 1500 bucks. So 750 bucks a it? ticket. Yes, but I, I bought other tickets that I scalped. I made a little bit of money, so it didn't cost me that much, you know. I was one of those guys. So um, Tim sent this in. I love the show. I don't understand the people have, seem to have with how your nets are going to work. If you had a flat steel plate with a mount welded to it, it could hold up a pole like an umbrella stand. You could be height adjustable, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I should make some and sell them to Feld and uh, call them the pulp nets and cut you in on the deal. We want our bull turns back. I thought the one thing about yes, the nets do, that made sense was, I think last show or a couple shows ago, was the advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Sell to fell that way. Then no, that's then the way, yeah, that's it, right? the way yeah. If it's uh, a revenue stream, then there's probably something to it. JT sent this in, not our JT, just another JT. 
Steve, the Nets and Supercross is a good idea. Oh, my God. Get off the Nets, Bull please. turns needs to make a comeback. Better racing with them. T-Mark's jump that made MX fails. I have not been able to find it. Please post a link. Keep up the good work on the Janky Radio Show. Travis, I don't know how many times we've got to post your, your, your MX fails, your Dune Goon fail. I've never seen it. I've never You're seen lying. it either. We I've posted it, it like three weeks in a row, <clears throat> and I retweeted it and everything. You if guys you, don't if I don't you have just go look for it, you will find it. I feel like people aren't even you trying. You don't follow me, so I don't follow I you. I follow you, for sure. I'm not following Yes, me. I do. I see your stuff all the time. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe I should follow you then. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Sorry. Uh, Lame. All right. Um, Adam said this, and Steve got a question for you. No, I'm going to do that next week when Kiefer's here. All right, that's it. That's the Race Tech email segment. Racetech.com. Uh, and Michael Lessie and uh, Vince Freeze. Vince Freeze and uh, Cameron McAdoo. Cameron run McAdoo. Race Tech yeah. suspension. So um, if Brayton's going, then who's losing their job? Why? Who's going to lose a job? I don't think. Freeze or they're going to have a three man team? Yeah. Vince was my. Remember Vince? I was saying he's going to beat Mike in Supercross. I was saying that. And then he had a terrible year. Yeah, and you the year know before Vince. he was on fire. What what happened? I think to it Vince? all went bad at A one. Like you really think yeah, that? Yeah, you punk, think that's what? You th- <laughs> no, but do you think that affected him? Do you think that? I think so. Really, huh? I think he got a. If you know Vince, like when he gets a stern talking to, he gets real nervous. Like he's scared to do anything, and I believe that had a lot to do with. Uh, you know, he thought every time, you know, he bumped into somebody like walking walking the track that they were going to throw him out. You know, I mean, his move was dumb. On Pike. It was a dumb move. Yeah, whatever. But, okay. I really had high hopes for Vince last year. I'm like, hey, watch this guy. Because the year before, yeah. like you said, Thomas, he, he killed it. So, uh, Vince Fries, everybody. MCR team. Uh, Paul. So, uh, we didn't answer my question. What's that? Who's losing their job? I, I, don't, I don't think know any what of them. talking about. Do you have a three-man? Four-man. McAdoo. McAdoo, four. Yeah. See? Is Berlute going to come back, you think? I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you he heard needed, him on the show. Yeah, he seemed pretty excited. He did. He was. He had his fanny pack back, yeah, his clear like, glasses. Yeah. I think it's amazing how Genova's, you know, gonna step it up that much more. I yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's utterly, especially after they got all an the amateur flat. team now. They have a whole amateur team that goes to the races. They got an A rider, a B rider, and a C rider. And I mean, they show up. and These guys are legit. Like Tony has a full setup for them. Semi. Well, maybe Tony's, you know, into all that now where he can manage it. And No, yeah. I mean, it... I know they got that Tanner Stack kid. He's pretty fast. He's another one of the wings that's pretty fast from Cowie. What um, the fuck are you then, doing? Uh, are they all on different bikes or? No, I think they're all riding the same bike. They they Honest? were all uh, Cowies. Cowies. Well, MCR bikes. They're MCR bikes. Okay, so they're MCR bikes, but, but the. Uh... They originated from Cowie birth. Okay. So, Alessi. And freeze, they're both riding Hondas. Okay, so I am confused. It's but see now, up. McAdoo is also riding Hondas too. He switched to Honda for the Monster Cup. Yes, it's hard to keep up. with, Well, he huh? switched to an MCR berth from a Honda. Uh, BTOSports.com. Tweet it, Travis. You go to BTOSports.com. Great guys down there. Uh, call down there. Mention Pulp MX Show. Get a discount on uh, anything they sell. Biker body, OEM parts. They got that as well. Uh, if you need some fly racing, you need some FMF. You need Vortex. You need the X brand goggles. Uh, call BTO. Use the code SAVE at BTOSports.com and uh, the nation's leading retailer. They've got a lot of cool stuff coming up down the line. I know they lost the uh, Butler Brothers team. 
but the, stay tuned. They got they're working on a couple things, and I think people will be pumped to see what uh, what they want to do and they rebound. And uh, on that note too, like we we renewed our deal for 2017 with BTO. And the code's coming, coming back. back. And then the code's coming back. So pumped that those guys stepped up and supported our show again. I wasn't exactly sure what uh, what was going to go on, but we're good. Yeah, so uh, these questions are submitted to at Pulp Amex Show. Travis goes through them, picks the best ones, and uh, let it rip. Good doom doom. this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. <laughs> All right, let it rip, bro. Can't go without the intro. No, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Rugs wants to know, when was the last time a team had three riders in the 450 class that each won a race? Ever? Uh, no, Honda did yeah, with Honda like did. Uh, yeah, Tortelli, Wyndham, Pashan, Yogi. Uh, Yogi jersey that year. Um, oh, was that year? I think so. One of the years, yeah. Um, it's hard to remember last three time. Three guys. Three guys. Yamaha, I mean, Yamaha, but they never like, won. No, Yamaha. Timmy never, Timmy never won. No, no, no. But Chad, Timmy, and DV no, all no, won. No, they never won. Uh, 97, 98, Dowd, Wyndham, Henry, Yogi all won one year. Four of them won yeah. races. Um, a long time, Rugs. Yeah, a long time. But. You think it'll ever happen again? Well, Dunge, Marvin, and Kennard. Yeah, Marvin looks strong, didn't Mar- he? Marvin's going to win. Marvin will win a race this year, right? Wow, okay. The Bear and Marvin. Not he should have won one last year. You uh, asked me a question, and I just think, eh, I don't think so. Okay. Would he have won that race without Stu getting in the way? Yes, absolutely. I think so, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, could Kennard win again? Sure, why not, right? He did before. Gets a start. I mean, I, I think he's on the downside, like Kennard is. Um, I don't see him as a championship guy, but I don't see any reason why he couldn't couldn't bust out a win. So, yeah, good question, Ruggs, but long time. Kind of a little uh, a switch there. Like, Kennard steps into Dean's spot, right? Mm-hmm. But really compare Dean and Kennard. Both been hurt last few years, you know? Yeah, but Kennard gave uh, Honda, let's say the last two years, Dean gave KTM five races. Kennard gave him 30 in two years. 25. Yeah, but before that... He went. He had went for. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. even two years before that one. Kennard yeah. was Dean when he was at Cowie. Remember Kennard, he left. Kennard made 55 percent of his starts at, at Honda. I'm just saying. Yeah, 55 percent. 55 percent of his starts on the 450s for the past five years. Whatever it was, his total yeah. 450 career. Yeah. Okay. Now, why do you know that? Because I added it up for a column. Oh, yeah. gotcha. All right. Ryan wants to know, uh, with riders signing their contracts so early and everything being set set in stone, um, what about them? Doing does good. does Doing winning good struggling? With, yeah. With well, I I was gonna reword the question, but because it's kind of worded weird. Um, does winning a national title during the summer add any value, or do they get a bonus to bring the number one plate with them at all? I mean, that's all negotiated, right? I never heard of that being done. Like, he's talking about Kenny. Kenny's Honda deal. Was I, I think I asked still that. Some deals not even no, figured out yet. But the two years Kenny switched teams, his deals were done before Supercross. Oh, yeah. And then he goes and wins the outdoor, right? One for KTM, one for RCH. I would guess it's all negotiated. I've never heard that as far as negotiation. Like, like if you're Honda and you're going after Roxon, it doesn't matter whether he wins that outdoor title last year. You just want him. He yeah, but it looks a, like he, he breaks that number No, of course. No, no, but it doesn't. Like, you're paying them shit tons regardless. Right. You're just like, hey, 
we believe in you. So, so I mean, right away he brought the one to Mont the MEC, yeah, you know, and yeah. then ninety four then back one to outdoors. Yeah, it's interesting that the two years Kenny Kenny was rough on his team, rough or having a rough time on his team, not that happy, jump ship, and then came together in the outdoors. But his deal was done. So he never he fixed things. Quote like when unquote. he won the K, when he won on KTM, he had already signed with RCH. Oh yeah, in the when he won at RCH, he had already signed with yeah, Honda. Yeah, and like then you, you wonder like, hmm, did he maybe think he made a bad decision? Well, that's just it. Like he didn't like his KTM bike, right? And then the new bike came out with Dungeon. He apparently he asked to ride it, and they were like, no, you're leaving, beat it. But that's not the case with Suzuki. No, but he didn't like the team not happy, and then right. all of a sudden they won twenty two out of twenty four. Let's just say Roxon doesn't leave. Would they still have Jimmy Johns, Dodge, Soaring Eagle? Great, I don't think so. Great question. I don't, I don't know. So. You don't think so? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard that's why Jimmy Johns left. So they were going with Ken. I heard that too, but I guess yeah, not. I did right? hear that too. Yeah, I guess not though, because they didn't reveal. He's right. said, he hasn't said Jimmy Johns is a sponsor. So I know what Jimmy do you think Johns. About, well, this is off topic, but because uh, Kenny was number one, what do you think about Coop being number two? I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, you got to move on, right, with these numbers. I mean, what are you going to do? Hey, it's a timing it thing, though. The timing, you know, what I mean, it's all time. It's what do you mean? Well, it's DV, uh, MC, yeah. RV. RV's got to leave, and then he has to win a championship in order to get number two. Yeah. So it's a timing thing, and that's the way it. Yeah. So I'm you're okay with, with all that. Yeah, I don't. With everything that you're not okay with, you're okay with that. <laughs> what do you mean everything I'm not okay with? Just saying. I There's mean, no bigger Phil Nicoletti fan than I am. You can argue that I've done more for Phil. What does Phil got to do this conversation? Because you're angry about my feelings about Phil. That's where it all starts. It all That's between down. you and Phil. I love Phil. Okay, I love Phil too. Uh, no, I'm just asking because it's to me it's like you don't like it. You don't well, like the number. I don't know. I think the first five numbers should be something special. I, I, I okay. You know, I mean, um, I when you think of it, I was okay with it going from MC to RV. Oh, you were okay for whatever reason because yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And then um, Cooper's Eddie's Cooper's, got and it. I'm fine yeah. with it too. Right. I mean, he won a he loves that he one championship. But I have a hard time with all the way to twelve right now, especially eleven and twelve being with the right. You know. Yeah, that's true too. So, but but what are you going to do? I'm yeah, not complaining. Have numbers, I'm just, right? I just figure you'd have an opinion about it, but obviously mm, I was confused. I'm okay with it. Like I don't think it's perfect. The numbering system is perfect. I think that if you are, if you win a title. And that's a damn hard thing to do. Yep. Then, then they, the I reward agree. should be a single digit. I'm okay with that. Um, a career number, you know, they used to not make it as hard to get. Now you need 25. I'm okay with that. Like making it harder to get. We had some dudes hanging around where you're like, "Come on, man, you're not even racing anymore, and you still got a number." You know. So. Yeah. I mean, Eddie's being way too far on the other side. Like, way too far. I just look at some of the guys that had those numbers before them, and it's like, you know, maybe it's time to let those numbers go to somebody else. They're tied up with guys that sometimes aren't even making main events. All right. Next question. Austin wants to know what happened to that Alex Fry amateur kid that rode for TLD Red Bull KTM. jacked his leg up. He tore every ligament possible, like three rounds into outdoors, and I haven't heard anything since. Remember, you know Alex. Yeah, you know, I'm Alex Fry, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what? He's done. He's done. Jessica's okay. Retired. Alex Fry done. Retired. How about Just that? Like that, huh? Dude, I mean, he had a bad injury. I heard talked to Keith about it, but geez, yeah. Wow. How about Tristan Charbonneau? One year, 
you know, pretty good races, five, six good races. Comes out of the box, like firing. Yeah, what, third and then, place, second and then, place? Yeah, and then gets hurt, and now he's back, and he got to go to Europe. Like, that sucks. Right? It's like, horrible. Never get a Supercross series. That's kind of weird. Do you think he it's because there's so he's gonna much ride Supercross. depth? Yeah. Think there's so much depth in the riders nowadays that there's just nowhere for him to go? I don't know. Because you got the kids coming in. You got the other people lasting 10 years, you know, now. Yeah. There's only so many spots. What are you going to do? Somebody yeah. gets squeezed out the bottom of the funnel. I know. But yet there's way more 250 rides than 450s. You know what I mean? If you want to look at the grand scheme of things. Like, yeah. You know? I've I've been saying on the show for a while, I would make 250 class way less important. These dudes are making a million dollars in 250 class. For what? Eight races? Eight races against half the competition? And you're telling me a Jake Weimer who gets 10th in 450 premier class yeah. is begging for a ride? And you got a guy who's uh, a four-year pro? I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You got Davalos in the 250 class making millions? And, and he's 28 years old. He's racing against 18-year-old kids against half the competition, and he's making a half a million dollars? You act like it's sixth graders against a high school kid. It kind of is. <laughs> no. It kind of is. You come straight out of Loretta's, and you're a rookie kid, and a 28-year-old kid on a factory bike is beating up on you. Like, why is the 250 class so important? I don't get it. We need to make it less important. Get those guys out of there. Get them into a premier class yeah, but you're gonna, where you you're can make money. shorten people's careers by... Hey, there's 22 spots in a 450 main event. Get in there. Now you can make some money. Yeah, but now you're a big-time guy. 22 hey. factory rides? There, no, but if we made the 250 class less important, there would be because Geico and Monster and these guys might go, you, you know what? You think they would switch? Maybe. What if we put no 250s on TV until a, a week later? What if they were delayed a week? And we made it so the I think it's, 450 I class think it's, is a premier. Sometimes it's a better show. I'll give you that. Yeah, yep, because you, you got one guy that, that just seems to be a little bit better than everybody else, and that guy just goes out there and wins. Where the 250s, you never know it's going to win. It's but a better show. Why you would you take the show? And It's not always, but sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. That's not but, always. But you, there's got to, like, you can't make that much money and stay down there. You just can't do that. Quit milking it. Quit signing these guys for all this money. Now, again, how are you going to stop that? I have no clue. Not like we have a salary cap or anything, but like these kids are making way too much money, and they're racing against half the competition. And we give them national numbers to point. They count for national numbers. The numbers should be rethought. Maybe it's ridiculous. Have yeah, that part's and, a and like this whole 250, 450, you know, what if you're a little person and you don't have a career in 450s and really the only thing that really fits you is a 250? Ricky I Carmichael mean, made it work. He's the littlest guy there was. Yeah. There's always. I mean, do you see yeah, maybe somebody. Alex having a real good 450 career? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. He's a bigger, he's st stronger guy. Why not? Ricky Carmichael made it work. That's, I mean, look, that's, I'm not saying like they're going to be the greatest of all time, but if Ricky, if Ricky can be successful as a small guy and there was nothing to him, you know, you know him better than everybody as far as being his height. Right. You can make it a 450. Is it, at, are you at a disadvantage? Sometimes. Sometimes not. I think that just carried over from his dominance from the lights, like well, the 125. Maybe. He just knew winning. But somebody helped me with another short, good 250 guy. Jeremy Martin? No, I mean 450 guy. like, like Ivan Tedesco? Tedesco. Yeah, nothing to Tedesco. Short guy. How was his 450 career? It was good. He, he, was made, a, he was a guy four years ago going, why doesn't Tedesco Ivan, have a ride? Ivan Tedesco made Tedesco? millions of dollars racing a motorcycle. 
That's how good his career was. Millions. Thanks for bringing that up. Good job, Travis. Great job. Now I'm mad. You're welcome. Now I'm mad. <laughs> now I'm mad. Makes good radio. All right. Uh, and let me tell you about the Nets. <laughs> Gosh, no more Nets. I'm cutting you off. Uh, I'm pulling my sponsorship. I keep hearing about these damn Nets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Don't play the voicemails. <laughs> Oh, is that right? More nets? More net talk? Dude, everybody More. talking about these nets. Oh, my God. Last week, it. he made the mistake of saying, if you call and leave a voicemail about nets, I'm putting you on the air. Did I say that? Yes. yes. That probably will explain this, <laughs> this week. <laughs> hey, hey, Chisholm just tweeted me. I've been asking to go back to 250 since 2009. I've always been told no. Currently appealing and waiting on an answer. I was offered paid rides back then and was told, no, you can't accept those rides after one year on a 450. Like, why can't Chiz go back? Why can Phil go back? Why is Chiz getting told no? Yeah, that's well, I don't up. know. I don't know the uh, the specifics and why should he not be able to go back? Yeah. So you're I okay think they after, would let after, go after what you just said. He's been a 450 for five years, six years? Whatever yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Longer, maybe? No, I think it would be a bad move for Chiz to go down. No, no, I just, he's he's asking for the same things that Phil has been told no. You know, like, that's not right. They need to take it, that it, up with know. Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Like, it's not Phil's fault or JGR's fault. It's He's been asking, and he told no. What's the difference between him and Phil? I, not think, much. I think on Phil's deal, they just looked at how many races he had done. and I think Chisholm doesn't have much more, man. Right? Well, uh, Chris did the same thing. He tried to go back to 250s back in, uh, like, RCA, and they said no. That's why he did yeah. RCH. But Phil, Phil's all of a sudden the golden boy of moto. Maybe they may first Phil, too. It's first time it's ever been said about Phil the golden boy. Right? <laughs> all right, next question. Chase wants to know. Jeff Ward. Oh, my Thanks. gosh. Jeff Ward, small guy. Very successful on big bikes. Thank you, Hal, in the chat room. Yeah. Thanks, Hal. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, worry, I, don't, know, I don't know how that proves your point exactly. You can be successful with a smaller as well, a smaller guy. Of course you can. Well, he said these, you could. These are world class riders. Your, ride your, your friend Eddie said now they're riding four But we were talking about Eddie. Eddie Wardy won five hundred national titles. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Again, Chase wants to know <laughs> who will win a four fifty title first, Jason Anderson or Cooper Webb. That's a good one. Wow, that is a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because I think Anderson's coming. I think Anderson's coming, too. I yeah. think he's due. He didn't block me anymore on Instagram, so that's good. Um, so that's why you think he's coming now? No, I think you'd have to be kind of an idiot to not see him coming. You yeah. Know? Um, but he looked like he was coming last year, too, and, and it, yeah. it didn't fall off the... But I, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, it's a great... Like I think, Coop, a great I think Coop's the next guy. Not next year. Not... But two years? Three years? Coop's the guy? Yeah, maybe Roxon will still be kind of in his prime, but um, the thing about Roxon is he starts quick and then he fades off a little bit, right? Is that is well? That... Yeah, he's got hurt. You know, yeah, he's been hurt, yeah. but um, I don't know. Hey, what if Anderson and Cooper they're going to come together at some point and it'll be on? Like neither one of those two guys, you know. Do they, you their look chips like, are their chips yeah, on their right. shoulders? What you just... know about this seventeen Supercross season? How do you think it's stacking up? I like Roxon, man. I really do. I'm, I mean, is it going to be exciting? Is it going to be some winnings? Is other people winning? I mean, is well, Roxon no. going to take off? How many different I, winners? Four? Five? Well, that's that's a good season. Yeah. Five winners. Yeah, How five many was there last year? Uh, I don't know. Why do you throw that at me? without? You didn't have another column where you looked that one up? 
Anderson one one or Anderson. Yeah, Anderson. Dungey, Ken. Sit. Yeah, I think five would be good. Yeah, five or six winners. I think it's possible. So Dunge, Kenny. I don't think you can say Tomac for sure. Tomac won a race. Maybe Cowie, didn't he? Y- Daytona. Yeah, yeah. So that's four so winners. Four. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Eli will win one, two or more. I think any of these guys can get on a roll. I think Anderson wins one. I think Sealy wins one. That's five. Chad, yeah, he, if he gets a start, no, Marvin. don't forget about Marvin. You said Marvin's Marvin. Gonna win one. Yeah, Marvin. All right. So we got a winner every weekend now. The problem is we always got injuries, right? Yep. Chad doesn't win any. Barsha on the new bike. You're an asshole. Are you a believer? <laughs> I like Chad, but I don't think he wins. Um, you got some nerve to say that. <laughs> you got. I some know. Nerve. I'm just the producer, so. Just worry about backflips. All right. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? I said oh, Barsha on the new bike. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. See what are you gonna see? Like a podium the first race? Yeah, I gotta. Maybe? I mean, I gotta see him do something, anything. I don't know. Will there it's be better some, bike for hey, supercars? He's coming. Will Will there be some more? Maybe a little more fire there. Him and Kim, Kim, him and Ken having that little like you know, hey, see you at the next race, but nah, they buried that. Nah, they, they're fine. They, don't they, they buried it already. Yeah, I think they don't care. Barsha doesn't bury anything. They He'll bury care. that front wheel. Dude, in his if leg. you want to do scoreboard, Roxon's winning. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, but I mean, does that today, like, but how quick does it flip in this sport? I don't think it flips that quick for rocks. Like Roxon's, you know, won premier races for three years now. And Barsha's got two supercrosses. I don't know. Yeah. Barsha's I won supercross on a Yamaha, yeah, on, on, on a Honda, on a Honda, on a Honda. Yeah. 450. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. His rookie year. Right. I don't know. Didn't he win? I don't remember. I think he did. I remember him yeah. whipping into Roxon over a triple. <laughs> and then denying that he ripped. With, <laughs> that wasn't me. Do anything. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't look over at him at all. <laughs> There's a video with him looking over. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. He won. Uh, yeah, he won two. His rookie year. Yeah, good for me. So smart. All right, next question. Kyle wants to know, Steve, realistically, how much longer do you think you'll be, you'll be doing media for MX? Hopefully this is my last year. Crap. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do I want to go to every race? No, I don't want to fly to every race. What are you going to do, get a construction job in Vegas? No, 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 I'll cover the sport. Like, I'll be doing this, and I'll do oh, okay. pulp stuff but everything else, but I don't want to go to every race. You got a big TV right here. They... You could do the same thing right here. Yeah, but I find like you gotta go to talk to these guys, talk to the managers, mechanics, watch Drink the race, the coffee, eat their donuts, watch the race from the press box, and see like what's going on, who's fading, who's yeah, coming then you on. Yeah, gotta do the race interviews because you know, like I really find when I don't go, and that's why it blows me away. There's media guys that don't go, and then they talk all about the race, and you're like, "What race were you at?" You know, so you gotta go to really report. And what thoroughly. you're saying is you're done going. I'm not done, but I would like to. You're you're overgoing. I'd like to do less traveling. I'd like to travel still, just less of it. I don't know how to do that. Is there a time machine? There's no, a time machine. Maybe you send somebody called, else. It's yeah. called employees. Yeah, but who has the connections that I have? Nobody. Like for Paul, like you know, not I don't mean nobody in the. Well, where did you get them? What took me twenty years to foster these relationships to have guys like Barsha be mad at me and not talk to me? Took me a long time. Maybe if you hire employees, they'll start talking to you again. Yeah, send maybe. Eddie. I tried to send Kiefer. He hated it. What I say? I said yeah. send Eddie. 
I should send Andy. He's, he knows everybody yep. probably better than you we do. We just he, talked about he this. He can get an interview with Brad Hoffman for me. Yeah, he can get Bobby Reagan, too. Yeah. yeah. That's no all problem. he would get, though. Just the star guys. <laughs> hey, everybody what? says all you talk to is Phil and Alex right, and those exactly. guys anyway, so it don't matter. Well, what's, cool, short. what's cool about Phil and Alex is they, they became good. And all of a sudden, the, the interviews were like... That is a like, good story, both of them. Like, yeah. like, when I was interviewing them, nobody cared. But they were hanging hey, out. Hey, what happens when Phil and Alex get to race each other? Oh, I can't wait. That's awesome. Who I wins? can't wait. Who, Who wins? wins? I don't know, but I will be in both of their faces with a microphone <laughs> to ask them what happened and why did this Let guy me, beat let's you. Let's ask this. Do they like each other afterwards? Yes, I think they yeah, do. Yeah, I, I think, think so. they don't. But wait. What How about, about when Alex won his on. first national and Phil told me in the mic, it took him eight years. <laughs> what about <laughs> when eight it, years. What about <laughs> when it's A? No, they'll like each other. What's going to happen when it's A-Mart, J-Mart, and Phil? Oh, I know. It'll be epic. It'll be epic. Some guy told me that uh, Chisholm has a career number and Phil does not, and that's why it's okay. I'm not sure why that why that is a reason, but that's a good point. All right, next question. Make it good. Um, okay. Randy wants to know. You guys say you absolutely need good suspension to race SX. Is that mostly because of whoops and steep jumps? <laughs> no, it's because of flat turns, Randy. <laughs> I ask because it seems you can buy a stalker, go to a national track, and jump huge jumps, no problem. No, you can't, no, Randy. You can't, yeah. Stock suspension today seems to work really well. No, Randy, not for the speeds that these guys go. How would someone like Roxanne Did I do say ask a good question? I did, right? Supercross track with stock and suspension. And this is what he asks? When I say ask well, to, you know, he probably doesn't understand or doesn't know. He doesn't have the vast knowledge. But He's Doom Goon. He knows. Well, Okay, oh, yeah. but yeah, what you got to oh, understand? Ask the question. The caller. There's plenty of other people. Out no, there yeah, there's people that, that don't, don't. Yeah. though. You know, like they even Coy, even Coy says the two things that they need to change in this sport is the suspension because of the cost of it and where you got to get it and all that and the bonuses. Those two things are what's holding the sport back. Coy says a lot of things. He also said he could never be knocked out. Coy says he could never be knocked out ever. Well, so you're going to step up to the plate on that one? Is that what you're trying to say? I told him I would. And um, what did he say to that? He probably took his hat off and was like, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now. No, listen, Randy, Randy, no offense. That's a stupid question, though. Uh, you to stock suspension, you would die in a supercar. I mean, you could ro- roll around it, but. You're not going to die. You mean stock settings and everything? Well, yeah, that's what he or said. Or just stock components that's... revalve for Supercross? No, I stock. Oh, no, no yeah, you, yeah, won't be good. <laughs> Thank you. Won't be good. Thank you. I had an experience. I I, I uh, frequented a few Supercrosses back in the day and uh-huh. thought I would try this with, <laughs> with standard just outdoor settings. And then someone loaned me some Supercross suspension. Yeah. Nah, it's not no a good idea. No practice on the suspension or nothing. I nothing. Just and it was it. better. Just how, how it stays oh, up, yeah, how it's I, firmer. I mean. I mean. It, if, it's, if Kenny... You can when you sit on a supercross suspended bike, one of these top guys, and you try to ride it around the parking lot, it barely collapses. You feel every pebble. Hey, yeah. If there if there was a rule that said you could only change like okay, all you teams, you can put one thing on to make it better for supercross. No one would get a pipe, an ignition, or motor. No, they'd all get suspension. It would be suspension. So Randy, there we go. Good question. Uh, I do appreciate uh, the question. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. And that's <laughs> <laughs> Uh 
Uh, Kyle asks, Steve, will you and Antonovich do another live in-studio pod- podcast this season? People like that, man. Uh, well, that's your new that's your new way. Did you hear There's about that? New... Did you see me hear no, me I do listened. that? Didn't you call people at I the race? I called Williamson, and I called like, yeah, that's Phil. Awesome. We you called Phil. That. Like, everybody picked up. It was great. Uh, Wilbur, Weimer, they all picked up. That's <laughs> they're, awesome. They're at the race. Um, it was fun. We Yeah, we should do another one if we don't go. Yeah, absolutely. What round? I don't know, but. Yeah. Let's pick it. I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Toronto. No, I'll be, I'll be in Toronto. That's my favorite race of the year. Um, I don't know, but that was fun, and people dug it. And thanks to the guys that picked up, like Williamson's like, hey, I'm going to the line. I got to go. Like, I'm going to the line. So pretty good. It was a good format. And Anto, it was Anton's idea. So good job, Anton. Yeah. I'm like sure that. if you He's let them all guy. know ahead of time, like, hey, if you see our number, if we called, that'd be That's what good, I did. Yeah. No, that's what I did. I texted him and said, hey, we may call you from 702 number. Like, I mean, pick up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, JT called. Like, we're, JT's in the press box. and Yeah, it worked out good. Uh, this one's from Riley. It's for Eddie. He asks, how was it working with Daniel Milner, the Aussie guy who was racing for the NFAB off-road team? Do you have any good stories? Uh, Milner was awesome. Uh, He's interesting, though, with his... You know, like he had the uh, diabetes, or wasn't that? Yeah, he yeah, actually, Milner has diabetes, and uh, like he would actually have to race with a monitor on his bars. Oh, yeah. Monitoring. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was hooked here, and then it would just, you know, yeah. I guess Bluetooth or whatever. Um, any stories? Um, so that's Ozzie. awesome to be, re- re- be able to race at a professional level yeah. with that kind of. Some he had diabetes, too. Because that'll, that'll drain you. Yeah. But, Especially uh, GNCC, yeah. No, he was awesome to work for, a really good guy, and, uh, um, I think he had some struggles here because obviously people come from maybe other countries and obviously I'm not, I wasn't a big off-road guy either, but I think off-road here and off-road in other countries is probably different. And I think, I think it took some time getting used to. Well, and, even, uh, even like uh works versus GNCC, same works country. is just like a motocross race. No, yeah, you know what like I mean? A, so, um, could be more but different. Not, Daniel was an awesome, he, he was awesome and, uh, I enjoyed it when he was here and, um, Man, I'm trying to think of any good stories. Uh, time, you know, he told us about how his dad shot him in the leg when they were pig hunting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the bullet's still in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know? And the and coming here, obviously, they're not allowed to have guns in Australia. So the first thing they do is start buying. He starts buying guns. And, like, he lived on the farm, 100-acre farm. And just a table laid out with all the guns. And they'd be like, bah, 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 bah. I mean, just hundreds of dollars of ammo, like... It was nothing, and they just thought it was the greatest thing yeah, ever. That was awesome, right? Because and if you it can't moved, have guns over there at all. No. If it moved, it was you dead. Know, you know what would be my idea for a GNCC team? You should run this by Randy, and if it works out, and it works out great, I want some credit, maybe even a kickback in sponsorship money. Eric Pernard already thought of it. Oh, what? <laughs> oh. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric already did it. No, here's my idea. Like, honestly, if I had a GNCC team, I would keep a bike open and a mechanic open, and I would literally, like, have an ex-motocrosser, a star, a name, come in every round and ride. I would call Kanari. What the hell? I, are you just was I would, he just saying? What? He just said Plessinger, but that was So full-time. you're going to take his idea no, no, and I you're make it no, your own? I mean a different guy. Like, I would, like, each week, like, but I got 13 con- races. What, 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 do you call, you find what do you call Alan? Alan I got, goes there and does his little. Like Alan can count. 13, the next hey, 13 races. Where are you going to find 13 different Yamaha find, riders? No, you just find these guys. Dowdy. Uh, Sipes. He's got a ride, but yeah. uh, uh, Travis Langston, Langston, um, Tony Larusso, 
Thank you. Call these guys up and just be like, hey, we got a ticket for you. You can ride. You still ride? Yeah, I ride a little bit. Come on the woods. And, and, and as a team, that's a name guy, somebody who raced Supercross. At a, I mean, there's thousands, hundreds, hundreds of these guys. Let, 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 me, uh, let me just now, go back. Now, it's going to cost some money because yeah. your airplane ticket and everything else. But that Let's would be my idea. and ask for another $50,000 in budget for bikes, mechanic, parts, and Whatever. Flights. That'd be my okay. idea. That's my idea. Fine. That's 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 what's... Uh, you know? Great radio. It's like my Nets idea. Well, let, no, no, no. Let's, start talk, let's talk about that every week instead of the Nets. Let's keep uh, this no idea problem. going. Yeah, okay, no good. Yeah. I would just get ex-Supercross or Motocross guys and come on out and try. The, I mean, look, you don't even. Maybe all what? the guys who don't have rides. Like the bear and all those guys. Yeah, there you go. Out. Now you're talking. You, what keep class would they ride? Would, yeah. they, would they have to ride the big pro They'd class? Have, I mean, uh, it, the way it works in GNCC over 23, you got to ride XC1. Uh, if you're under, you can ride XC2, which is the 250 class. Yeah, but couldn't you just ride in the morning or something? Oh, so you you want them to actually just race with the? Uh, I, I don't know. Is there a class for dudes like this? Yeah, it's it's called plus 30 expert. Okay, there. Whatever. Whatever they wanted to do. Whatever. Hey, how you feeling? You want to race against Caleb Russell and these dudes? Okay, no problem. You want to race in the morning plus 30? You're just there to have people come by the tent. You're a big name. You're going to sign autographs. You're going to. I can see media, somebody to that. Media is going to be. Publicizing that. Wow, why do they have to race? You know? Why can't they just ride around the back of a pickup truck and. No, they want to ride. Yeah, you want to ride. Someone from Twitter said Hepler. Hepler? Oh he my got God. hurt at ISDE. This is. This is he, he went to ISDE on the trophy team and uh, got hurt. Phenomenal ideas. Two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Just, I'm just saying. Like, thank you once again. Our new guy idea. won it. Our, our new guy won the trophy class or uh, won the like, uh, club class. You're telling me, like, JoJo Keller's got anything going on? Yeah, he's got his guy's life going on. What are you talking you, you about? Jo- come on Jojo. Out? Jojo Keller. <laughs> That's a name, a random name I picked. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Jojo. Yeah. Josh Woods? That'd be a good one. Come on out, Woody. J- Woodrow. Nick Way? That'd be hard. No, because you wouldn't have he the don't right like link. to get dirty. Yeah, you wouldn't have Talk the right about link. Nick. Has he got something going for next year? No. He's done. He's done. Yeah. GNCC? Not even trying. No. The wife said, hang it up. I don't think the wife did. I, I just said, what, what's going on? He's like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. I said, what about, you want to come on a podcast and talk about it? No. Okay. Can we get him to a GNCC? I think that the link ratio and suspension and two bikes. Like, he ain't just showing up on a bike. Like What about Andrew Short? Yes. But he'll only ride a Honda. He's only got to ride a Honda, so that gonna, that's going to hurt our plan. All right. So no shorty. So tell Randy. Can tell we Hawkins, get Chad when he retires? No, he ain't going to do it, but you can try. Yeah, he, we'd have to give him the plane ticket, the start money. Yeah. Anyways, how you gonna run that by Randy? Yeah, I'll run it by him. Okay, probably kick me out of his office. Next question. <laughs> uh, last one from Stephen. In 2016, will JT complete an exhibition race? <laughs> jab, jab. God, that's gotta suck too God. to go all the way that way. He was so pumped about Indiana so, yeah. Legends race uh, and Washougal 125 race. Poor guy. He's 0 for 2. For, I mean, Washugo, he didn't even line up. His bike broke on the parade lap. You can't make that up. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, and in Indiana, he made it the first turn. I don't know. Let's, let's is he, hope is so. Is he going to try a third time? I think he might be permanently scarred. Yeah. I think that might be it. He could do the GNCC. JT. <laughs> JT. There we go. It's a great All idea. Right. All right, BTO Sports. Tweet at Travis. Uh, call BTO Sports. Great guys. Uh, they got what you need. Anything they need. They got it. And a great company, bro. Don't bro me. All right. Voicemails, 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime. we got voicemails. Eddie Ray. Seem, look, are you tired, Eddie? Where's crazy? Uh, just, here we go. Where, about where's Nets. the crazy ladies? 
Hasn't called in for a long time. No. I don't know what's happened. You missed her? Yeah, I Steve blo- stopped playing her, so she stopped calling. Yeah. I, she probably listens to the show. I blocked her number, and then she kept calling me from a new number. So, um, Oh, yeah, we did forget JT's voicemail. Good job, producer. You're welcome. Can you remind me next week? We can play next week? Yes. All right, here's uh, the best of the best in voicemails. Uh, let's go. Let's do it. Hey, Steve, this is uh, Dan from Ohio. I had a bike question. I've got a uh, 2010 XC250 two-stroke, and it seems like I'm losing coolant every time I ride it. Uh, I had it basically lose coolant. I replaced the radiator cap, thinking maybe that went bad, um, and it was due for a top end, so I put a top end in it, and I thought maybe if a, if a gasket was going, that would fix it. And I rode guy on Twitter said, what is Eddie talking about? Hepler. Sipes is the guy who got hurt at ISD and replaced by the young guy. No, 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 no. Hepler went on the Hepler went on the club team, one that they put together, and he broke his arm. Sipes got hurt. At, in the parking lot. At the parking yeah, lot. Right. Uh, Lane. Um, so would you like uh, to tell Matt to suck it? No, no, no. Oh. He, man, he, we could just be. Okay. I'm talking about Hepler went on his own team that was funded by somebody else, yeah, yeah, yeah. not on the trophy right, team. Right, not a trophy and Hepler got hurt while he was there. Hurt his elbow or his right. arm. Okay. I wrote it again after I did that, and it's still doing it. And I basically started it up just tonight again and put a bottle on the uh, overflow on the radiator, thinking if it's coming out of there, it'll collect there. If it's not, it'll come out maybe somewhere I'll see. Um, I changed the oil. There was no cooling in that. Um, so, yeah. What else would be causing this to push fluid out of the overflow on the radiator? Do I got a, do I got a warped head, a cracked cylinder, cracked head? I don't know. Water Maybe Berlusin. Yeah, Help me out, seal. please. Well, Thanks. Got to change that water pump seal. Well, uh, yeah, my first guess is a water pump seal. He said there's no oil in the no water in the oil, but, no, but there's that just two mean, of them. Yeah, yes, there's two. Exactly. That, that means if the water it's pump seal the, goes, yeah. you're losing right. antifreeze. So it's good of him to if check. If the oil seal, then you get it water in there. Right. So there's two water pump seals, uh, guys. So check that out. Uh, one inner and an outer. Um, I've seen them both go. Uh, if you don't see any like sort of white uh, coolant off your cylinder head, then that's fine and. Replacing your radiator cap is a good move because I've seen those go bad, but he replaced that already. So I'm guessing it's your outer water pump seal. I mean, they ha- I mean, it happens yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. But it, wor- it works one day, then it doesn't work the next, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't see how that's rocket science, but happy to help. Please play this on the air. What is so freaking difficult to fathom about putting a net in a corner? I mean, Thank I'm you. trying to That's give the callers done. and the listeners a little bit of credit here. He just kidding you. I'm done. Concept. <laughs> oh, no, that for a while. Physics, nothing like that. So the bike flies off the berm. It goes into the net. Worst case scenario, the net comes down. Still, the bike didn't fly into the freaking crowd. I mean, it's you're out of your mind, dude. Why it didn't? They didn't put it or implement it this year. It's not that hard. Okay, just like last week when the guy says. Well, what happens when the bike flies into the net? Do we yell? You know what? That yeah. How many times does a bike fly off a berm? Right. Okay, so we have one race a year. Maybe they do red flag it and pull the bike out of the net. Who cares? At least we get the berms back and maybe some better racing. Jesus, what? God. What? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, you're younger than me, right? How old are you? 42. Yeah. If I die... 
and the nets go up after I die, will you make sure people know my legacy? We'll put it on your tombstone. How about that? Yeah, yeah. we'll put a net around the tombstone so just people like, can't get to it. Yeah, just be like... Volleyball he, net. He knew the nets were the future <laughs> or something like that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Matt said that you said trophy team. Hepler was on the trophy team. No, no, I made a mistake. Then he said rewind it, which we can't do. No, no, that's fine. I may have okay. made a mistake. I meant club team. Okay. Sorry, Matt. Chick-fil-A is not good, people. Stop it. Steve's being nice by giving it a 5 or 6 out of 10. Just go with it. It sucks. It's just as F bad you, as McDonald's. Dude. All right, maybe not as bad as McDonald's. It's not as bad as McDonald's. not much better. Uh, yeah, Chick-fil-A. Sucks. I love Chick-fil-A. I love do you Chick-fil-A. really? I do love chick If I'm gonna, If I'm on my way home, it's 9 o'clock at night, and I'm not cooking anything or nothing's at home, I stop by Chick-fil-A. I don't get the bun. I get the chick- chicken strips. Four count. Okay. Large fry. Uh-huh. Iced tea. Waffle fry. Hey. It's awesome. He, his opinion doesn't count because he's from Florida. He's from the South. They love Waffle House and Chick-fil-A. I'm not a big Waffle House guy. Just You're so not? You know. oh, okay. No. Well, they don't have a, but I do yeah. like Cracker Barrel. Oh, you cracker love Cracker Barrel. barrel. <laughs> love me some no, Cracker I, Barrel. I, I think Chick-fil-A is good. And yeah, Chick-fil-A I think, is good. Well, who's the last uh, that was here last that where you leave the sandwich in the bag? Yeah, the, heat. the bag makes it soft. That's yeah, why it's like that. That's why. Yeah, that's what you did. The heat is what makes the bun the soft. The condensation. Yeah, I don't like the, that. Yeah. I don't like that. So when you get it, open your bag up. Well, I haven't been there for a long time. I'm not going to go to that shithole anymore. Then don't get, the, don't get the bun. And also, too, like, what about toppings? When I used to go to Chick-fil-A, it was like a pickle. One pickle on a soggy bun with a big piece of chicken. Chicken strips. Well, I've never had that. you got to ask for cheese and mayonnaise. Waffle fries are good, though. Yeah. And then they have all the sauces. I don't know about these yeah. sauces. They Someone told me sauce. I need to try yeah, the barbecue. Polynesian. They have the Chick-fil-A sauce. They have the... Polynesian. I just... I, I the, the red honey sauce. mustard, which I, is my personal favorite. I mean, I drove a box van around the country for seven years winning all the races. So I ate my fair share of Chick-fil-A's and Waffle Houses. Cracker Barrels, and these other shithole restaurants. So I have a good feeling on restaurants, and I never like Chick-fil-A. I would never understand. Give it another chance. Well, th- maybe I need to do that, because I literally banned it seven, eight, ten years ago and never went back. Let me tell you why you do go there, because everybody's so nice. That's why you go. I mean, they literally, nice. they forget, like, to bring you your drink. Like, they bring you your bag and bring your drink two seconds later. They feel bad and give you, like, a free pass for a sandwich. It's oh. the most profitable... Fast food franchise there is, too. They're not even open on Sundays. Yeah, More they're not even out? open on Sundays. More than In-N-Out? In-N-Out's not a franchise. No, it's not. You're right, no. yeah. Most profitable franchise. Chick-fil-A. Does that count for something? What, what do... I don't know. Sure, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good place. Yeah. It is like a good it. place. It's hey, my favorite place to go to. If I invent something, will you back me? Like Dragon's Den or, like what? or, 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 or been a new what's that show called? What's that show called? With Mark Cuban? Does this does this product have to have some merit or just anything <laughs> shark you tank. Shark Tank? Will you be a Shark Tank guy where I I, get, I have these if ideas? If it's really he, good, he's a shark. Yeah. If it's really good, if I come in and I come in hot with something that that works, are you willing to work to make this product happen? I, I, or you just want to travel. I started Pulp MX from nothing. Look well, at it good. now. Look at I got yeah. an iPad. Why don't you sell it then? How much can you get for Travis it? Travis like that one. I got an iPad. Uh, I don't know. Who wants to buy it? I'll sell Pulp Mix. What's it worth? Who's going to host? Do I have to keep working or do I retire? You might have to help run what, it for yeah, a few Yeah, what years. is the show without well, Mathis? Well, that's what I'm kind of thinking, right? People, Nobody's going to buy it and then like just have put in a new host. It's hard, yeah, it's hard to put a, make it a sellable good. If Put Mark's dog in this chair. See what happens. 
You got. Hey, you should be proud of that. I am. Okay. So I need an idea. If be I come up with an idea, you have a nice job here with a career that you built in yes. your house. In your house, yeah. you never oh. have to leave your cul-de-sac. Like, look Baskets at you. Everywhere. Nobody can see you. Look yeah, at your hair. You just got it. out of bed. This it's morning. awesome. Your hair yeah. is still the same. <laughs> I had a shower and I never did nothing. Okay. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, I got baskets everywhere. But if you invite, if you invent something, that, yeah, and it has some merit. Okay, I want to talk to you about these nets. Yeah. Well. I got an idea. He took his headphone off just a minute ago because it said net. Mark's dog. We got to come up with something. Thomas is going to back it. Let me tell you something. We, he's inventing <laughs> apps over there. This guy's probably already making millions. He makes apps. He the does. thing that made me most successful was royalties from patents, you know, that I did many, many years ago. Yeah. And that was that's the best. That was one of the Fake key now, things. I worked for a couple of motorcycle companies that had patents infringed on. And they always were like, we could fight this patent, and it's just a waste of time. I f- you can ask Eddie. I was very aggressive with people, mainly, you know, I mean, yeah. especially the Chinese and different people trying to infringe on my, especially in the beginning, and, and then you get a reputation that, hey. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, but you have to you have to pay to play. Well, you got yeah, it costs money to fight these patents, because these yeah. guys know it's going to cost you a lot of money, and that, that, and that guy's but not going to want to bother. But it's going to cost them more. Right, right. You know, you carry a big stick, and, yeah. but you just don't, you know. And, and with me, it was just one of those things where. God, I wish I would have thought of something, a good idea. You can. Like You're still young. For trucks. Yeah, you still can. Bottled water. You still can. Tom showed me the original NFAB, like the original building. Oh. It's like oh. this big. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's not much bigger than this. Yeah, like Steve And Steve now Steve. it's 110,000? 110, 150,000 150, square feet. So you can be the shark if I come up with something. Shark if it's really guy. good, yeah. Right, right. Okay. Of course. I'm looking for something. That means he makes yeah. money. So, of course, why would he say no? You think of it and lets him make the money. That's a great idea. No, I, I, I'm in for a chunk. You're going to make money, yeah, I'm too. I'm in for but a chunk. Think about it. If he just funds you that makes millions, he's but I'm a believer. But I'm a believer in that it takes money to make money. Of course. Like, you just can't. You can have the greatest idea ever. If you have no capital behind it, I think it, the it problem happen. with this, the, one of the problems is people, when they start to make money, then they let their lifestyle get out of control and if you do that I would like mine is going to get out of control and, if i yeah, make a lot of money and then if you do that then you then almost your burn got rate, a show yeah. on on the radio and you wanted to buy a lamborghini <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even get the show yet they were going to look for a new one <laughs> they shot a pilot and i was gonna get a lambo yeah you wouldn't get pookie a new house and six new bassets fresh ones yeah well, fresh a house in socal where you can actually interview some people i know i need to work on that yeah as how's the housing come around here uh, it's, better? it's better. Yeah, it's better. But I'm 10 years in and I'm probably right now even. Then you're <laughs> done. Get out. I know, right? That's yeah. exactly it. Um, all right. Let's, let's play these voicemails. Come on, Travis. Think of, did you come up with something? I have all kinds of stuff. All right. Don't get me started. All right. What about, hey, I got an idea. Oh, I shouldn't say it on never the Never mind the voicemails. We're done. I never. I shouldn't say it on the air. Remember my idea to you the other day? It, yeah, it's been in my head since you started talking. So... Hey, if you do that, I'm going to sue you because it's my idea, and I'll it save that text. It doesn't matter. What? You don't got the money to fight it. Yeah, no. And yeah, you it's have not anything even that. to show it's... for it? No, I can build it. I gave him the idea. It? Didn't that one dude steal Facebook? Kind of? <laughs> yeah, oh, from the rowers? He yeah. definitely stole From the rowers? Yeah, he definitely stole it. And the rowers made some money on that deal. Did they? Did yes. the rowers? And they didn't have to do they, anything. They, made they paid $60 million. Oh, no way. I didn't how know much? how much. I think it was a couple hundred million, I think, between the two. I thought it was 60, but oh, it I, don't been. quote me. The, Winkle, I mean, the Van Winkleman's. The, yeah. Something the Winkle, like that. Winklevoss. Winklevoss. Yeah. Winklevi. Yeah. Winklevoss. None of us know what we're talking about. Heathvoss. Yeah, but then they used that money to make a bunch more money. Like, Yeah, they. 
I'm not going to say my idea because it's brilliant, but Travis and I have an idea, and it's gonna, we're going to make millions. All right. All right. Put it together. All right. Let's go to the voicemails. I just want to know what Zach Commons deals next year. He's been posting a lot on Instagram with his PC bikes. Um, they like to be like full, like, niche built PC bikes, and he's been with Forkner testing at the Cowie track and stuff. And also, why the fuck did Tristan Sharp and I sign with his European team? Didn't he have like a two year deal with Geico? And he did pretty good at the Nationals when he raced when he wasn't hurt. So why is he going there? Yeah, Thanks. yeah. We talked on Sharp. We touched on Charbonneau. It's kind of like a bummer deal for that kid. He, what he got like six races. And there's been like no talk about him. I didn't even no, know that he signed with yeah, Buds. Like yeah, you know, I, I thought him and uh, uh, Surratt, one, Ryan he, Surratt. He did one pro race and one pro season outdoors. He didn't even get a Supercross. Yeah, he did six. six didn't even get a chance hurt. at Supercross. That's kind of weird. I know. Uh, is that is Covington resigned? Yeah, Covington's uh, yeah, good until he's 23, yeah. Yeah, but uh, um, Charbonneau's riding the series underneath. He's not riding MX2. He's on EMX. Yeah. So wow. What, what, Sonye? Uh, Sonye? Sonye's Sonye riding M- uh, MX2. Yeah, but what Sonye raced this year. And then uh, so, yeah, so Surratt yeah. is with te- was teammates with him. Okay. But they're going to ride 250 Supercross West for Bud. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Zach Commons is doing the Rockwell team uh, on a Cowie 250F. Uh, I think it's uh, Ryan Clark is going to manage it, I guess. Wow. So, yeah. Rockwell's still around? Yeah. The watches, right? But they have a support truck. I think you yeah, just yeah, no, get I'm out just of it. Right. Yeah, 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 not, yeah. I just, I, a couple of years ago, they tried to make a nice little showing, but I didn't yeah. know they were still around. Yeah. I think they're, like, I think they're one of those guys where, like, it's like, I don't, I think they're well company. I think they have, like, good money, yeah, yeah, right? Nice, it's a big yeah, company. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, do it right or kind of don't do it. That's kind of what I always look at the Rockwell thing. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Are you in? Are you out? Yeah. Your toe in? You dive, dive in. It's hard. Yeah. All right. Mathis, store from Houston. It's been a long time since I called, but uh, I'm listening to this to last week's show. I uh, just want to tell you, it's very refreshing to hear Eric Pernard uh, on the show talking about just from the promoter side and internationally and all that stuff. And I also wanted to uh, say sorry about Mark Robitaille and the guy that kept calling, telling you I want to hear uh, Mark Robitaille Part 3. That's my, his two podcasts are my favorite ones you ever did anyways thanks no it was nice of him yeah the, the, my buddy mark robitaille passed away suddenly and i did a couple podcasts with him and this guy always wanted me to do another one with him it was just like local ones growing up you know i was like eh. anyways um oh eric pernard yeah had eric on the show uh great guy done a lot of things in the industry from the u.s open to the mini moto to the enduro cross he's in charge of the x games he does he works with geneva. the guys at Lille and geneva Lille. And uh, fantastic guy. And Eric's one of those guys. He's a promoter, and he works with all these riders. And you, you never hear a good word about the promoters from anybody. You know what I mean? Like, nobody ever no, goes. Eric Pernard's a great, right. good, great guy. No one ever goes, oh, these guys are, like, taking, like everyone only. The only thing you ever hear about a promoter is how they screwed somebody over, except when it comes to Eric, who all the riders go, love dealing with he Eric. He said he's passed out $43 million to riders. <sighs> really? $43 million. Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. He said Something he's like paid that. riders up to date forty three million to yeah. start races. Good dude, good good guy. I love to have him in here, and uh, yeah, he, he's a good friend of mine. So, God bless that guy too. Yeah. Jeez. Hey Steve, hey guys, uh, just listening to last week's show, and uh, I keep hearing people mentioning <clears throat> this is the outsider from Canyon Lake, and uh, keep hearing people mentioning Dune Goon doing the flip and talking about recording the flip, but. Dude, wouldn't it be awesome if you actually recorded everything? His arrival, 
his basic introduction. This is a dirt bike. I know he knows how to ride. And then how they graduate him from the mini to maybe the next level bike in the pit and into dirt. Make it the Dune Goon documentary. That's what would get clicks, not just a 15-second Instagram video. I mean, I would be interested, you know, have Wilbur or whatever that guy's name is down there filming. Who? Wheelbarrow. Uh, Wheelbarrow. Uh, <laughs> hey, Wheelbarrow's going to film this thing. I don't know who Wheelbarrow is, but let's get him. That's Swiss going. Car's new nickname. I wonder if you still have that original Pulp MX song that some M&M, M&M wannabe dude made for you when you first started the show. Oh, yeah. A little catchy. I just thought you could tease us with that every now and then. I kind of miss it. But Remember? anyway, great show. Talk to you guys soon. What's up, KTM? Yeah, remember that song? We had that for a while. You guys, you weren't around, but the guy made us a song. It was pretty good. I'll yeah, put my I never heard song. it. Um, and then what's the other question? Oh, yeah, we are making a Dune Goon backflip video documentary for Pulp MX on YouTube channel. Looking for sponsors for it. And Fab. And uh, we're not going to put the flip on Instagram, good or bad. That would be giving away the, the finale. I would just... Going up to it and it just what? That would be the end of the the, that, the, the teaser, right? Yeah, the right, teaser, right, right? That'll teaser build shot. interest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. We're gonna interview Pastrana, Randy Richardson. So you can put it on Vimo, so that you got to charge for it. Never thought of that. I was just thinking YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, you know. Well, if you got a YouTube channel, you can't yeah. charge for that. Put it on Vimo. Well, we get money for views or whatever. But oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. How much? Ah, it's peanuts. Yeah. Well, then put it on. I got a forty dollar check one time. For how many views? Seemed like three hundred thousand or something <laughs> for like an RV video we did. We did an RV video back in the day, so um, yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, wheelbarrow is gonna be wheelbarrow. <laughs> you and wheelbarrow, bro. There's gonna be Trevor Pastrana, <laughs> wheelbarrow, <laughs> and Ronnie Mack. <laughs> All right. Hey, can can I get a Dune Goon T-shirt? Who do I got to talk to about this? Yeah, really. Why is there a Dune Goon? Why don't t-shirt? I have a T-shirt? Uh, yeah, we can get you one. The yeah, other no guy problem. got a T-shirt. Who, Kiever? No. Or DV? No, the guy before me. Gibbs got one? Yeah. Gibbs had yeah. a t-shirt? He, had a, he got a phone case with Brittany Chisholm's face it, on it. He had a Killing It t-shirt. Oh, he did? Oh, right. uh, yeah, we'll get on that. Dune Goon. You want it said Dune Goon? Dude. That'd be and your, just have a picture of you like this? That'd be your, <laughs> a picture of his bike with your, a subframe band. That'd be your best seller. <laughs> have you For ever sure. seen his thing? You see his... MX I'm going to see it before I leave. Okay. Every time up. I hear about it, though, I think I'm going to go look it up, but yeah, I never, you never do. I never then get then there. you realize life is... Hey, you just need yeah. to pin they say, it. They say well, go look on MX Fails. That guy posts like 20 posts a day, so you have to go back like oh, 8,000 posts a day. You just ago. go to my page, my Instagram, and find it. All right, mm. let's go. Voicemails. Come on. You tired? No. Hey, Steve. Uh, just listen to the last show and listen to Parabinos' explanation on the micro, uh, micro bar grips. Yeah, I'm, I'm not not buying that um you know I, i've never torn a pair of grips putting them on in 25 years these things are just just junk um but the initial ones that came out and and pro Tipper sent me two additional packs so i got some of the second ones he said were retooled um and they pretty much do the same thing i've only ever gotten one pair to go on without without splitting apart um, so at least you're going to have some dual compounds. Maybe that will uh, fix the issue. But And I'm not the only one that, that has this problem either. I've talked to several others that have them, and everybody has the same problem, um, and nobody's real happy about it. So, so anyway, I mean, yeah, they're trying to take care of it, but the whole, you know, 
it's our installation uh, technique. I don't buy that at all. Cause like I said, I've never had a, an issue with, with any other single pair of grips ever. So anyway, uh, have a good show. Well, Paul Paul said they had a problem with the grips. He didn't say it was an install issue. Paul said, "Yeah, and this we, guy just yeah, said he, he just, got new ones." The new, no, the I new know, style. but I, I don't I don't know about that. Hey, I he built said, a bike for Randy's son, uh-huh. Mitch, and I put the the micro bars on, and I put the grips on, and I mean on the original run, and I never had a problem. I mean, whatever. Paul said, "Hey, we got a bit of a problem. We issued some new ones." And this is, this guy's like, "I'm not buying it," but like Paul said, "Yeah, we got a problem." So I don't know. Contact Pro Taper. Yeah, I was checking out the straight rhythm, and uh, Josh Hansen's gear was on point. Uh, shift, like retro kind of gear, reminded me of Amig. And uh, what what gear does uh, Politelli run? Thanks. I don't know about Politelli gear, but this guy obviously didn't watch the Monster Cup because Chad was in that same gear. Shift retro stuff. It's bitching. Did you see it? No, I did see the I thought it Chad awesome. stuff, but I didn't. Re- I didn't put the two together. Yeah, it's like ninety nine. Like yeah, I know. Kiefer said, eh. I almost fired Kiefer from Pulp Max for saying that. <laughs> you put blocked. <laughs> Dude, this stuff's good, right? Did you yeah. like it or no? I mean, gear's Do- gear. Doing good? The gear? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. it. Yeah. Politelli looks like he's wearing um, Tagger. Oh, Tagger's a paint company. Helmet yeah, paint they company. do helmet. They have, but it, yeah. they have gear. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It. All right. Man, props to Alta Motors and Josh Hill, man. Making it to the Final Four, I thought that was pretty awesome. And I think in the future you're going to see a bike that can compete on, you know, Supercross track. So that was cool. Later. Mathis, give me those fucking nets. Woo! I agree. Travis, where's where's the fucking Android app? That's you, bro. Hey, Steve. Dave from Cali. Listening back to some archive pods this week, uh, in the Langston interview, you guys talked about teams using gray areas and the rules back in the day. Can you elaborate on that? Anything specific? And are teams today still using gray areas in the rules to gain advantages possibly? Thanks for all the content. Keep it coming. Oh, hell yeah, teams are still doing say, that. I think that's the name of motorsports. Right? right yeah. that's gray area. Gray, gray yeah. area. No, I mean... At KTM, we had different swing arms. Remember, we had uh, uh, no linkage swing arms, so we'd move the pivot around. Yamaha, we did some things with air boots and swing arms that from the from the next year's model that technically were illegal. I've seen teams use thinner plastic than you know in the tank that comes stock. Then you're uh, to save weight. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things, man. Eddie, any? I can't think of any. I you mean... don't got to name the team, but do you have any cheating teams? I mean, I remember um, sitting at the podium and plugging in the uh, to go to sound after. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just after it was over. Yeah, sound and stuff is cheating yeah. big time. Although they're trying to, what are they trying to put people in gear now? They want to do it in people in gear to stop that. Yeah. To stop the you know the neutral mapping or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I, I heard it from some pretty good sources that those early aluminum frame Hondas, 97, 98, 99, those frames were nothing like the production frames. Nothing. They were new frames all the time because they were trying to work through rigidity issues. So they look stock, but they weren't. That is Joseph. I had a question a few weeks ago uh, that I don't guess ever got played on the air. 
listening to the uh, episode with Parabine Earth and Paranard, uh, you brought up uh, somebody asked a question, uh, where would you have a race uh, if you could have one anywhere? And he said Madison Square Garden. And somebody said, uh, what about a Red Bull straight rhythm down Times Square? Uh, and that was my question. I would just like to, to hear your thoughts on it or talk about it. Not necessarily Times Square because that would be impossible, but do you see it happening? And what do you think it would be like uh, to have these straight rhythms in some awesome location like down a river walk or, uh, you know, like Troy Lee had that supercross uh, on the Queen Mary 2 or the Queen Elizabeth 2, excuse me, the uh, Super Motard. Something like that. Got to get it out of the Pomona Speedway, put it in an urban setting or uh, a picturesque setting, you know, like down the ski slopes uh, in Whistler or just something awesome like that. I'd like to hear thoughts on it later. I agree. That'd be cool. I mean, I heard some people said that Pomona is just like, I don't even want to go there. Like, I hate that place. It's a shithole of L.A. or whatever, which, whatever. I've only been to a flat track race there, so I don't know much about it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Think about downtown San Fran or whatever. Like, it'd be great. I did the Queen Mary race in Supermoto. Did it you? was awesome. Yeah. yeah, I just huge turnout. How would you get the permits and the the money to build that on a street? And good God, that'd be nuts. You're be talking tough. Red Bull. Yeah, I know, but how much do they want to did invest? They, didn't they jump Travis into the friggin' whatever <laughs> the bay? Remember when he jumped? No, that wasn't their Red Bull, but they did drop a guy from space. No, I'm talking about didn't. Uh, well, oh, maybe it's Madison. Who? No, Travis jumped a, a car into the bay over there. Remember oh, where I he jumped into the island or something? The, oh. new, the New Year's jump? The New Year's yeah. jump yeah. in yeah. the rally car? Yeah. I How much was that? The, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So. All right, well, make it happen, Malot. Do it. It's not my deal. No, not Malot, Jeremy Malot. Oh. Yeah. Make it happen. Eric was on last week. He was talking about the X Games and how he had his hand to that and everything. Mm. Um, why is it lately it's not as popular? I feel like nobody really cares about the X Games anymore. Um, I know everybody used to tune in and watch Pastrana and watch, you know, all those guys, but now it's kind of, I feel like, not as much, um, you know. I agree. The race agree? Don't Well, they took out freestyle. They took out uh, speed and style. Yeah. They took out best trick. Do you, you watch know? the X Games as much as you used to? As you used no. to? No. Mark's dog? No. No. I don't watch the skating or bicycles or nothing. I used to watch all the moto stuff. That was cool. But but they're bringing it back this year. They keep, you know, the they, they switched it around too much, I think, you know, to where you don't know what they're they, – it could be – who knows what kind of racing they're going to bring next yeah, year. You yeah. just never know. Yeah. Um, next year, you know, it's going to Minneapolis, right? It is? In that new stadium. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, everything is inside – that new stadium. So you don't have to worry about the wind. Yeah, no wind, no rain, no nothing. And <laughs> they had the motocross, like the suit, the super cross track, mm-hmm. speed and style, freestyle bikes are over here, like on the side, like all in that stadium. Man, those years that they had supermoto with like Chad and Henry, and then some wind, some, yeah. some wind and then some uh, supermoto specialists from Europe, and James and, and James, like hit the wall. You were like, oh, shocking. You were like. This is must see TV. Like yeah. th- I'm not missing this. Like what? When is this on? Yeah, you know you c- and you jumped out of the peristyle or it wasn't peristyle then, but it was something. No, no they, they did. Was it come out of the peristyle? Yeah, one day, yeah, I mean, you were just like, this is so cool. You know? Yeah, but I think that. Well, yeah, remember there were one. They went into they the Home the Depot Center off the top and then yeah, down and it, yeah. to the bottom. Yeah. And Jeff Ward race, right. Grant Langston. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Pastrana was on RMDRZ or whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, it was great. So, 
Yeah, That's how you get up. the viewers. You got to get the you got to get the athletes. Yep, exactly. All right, that has been the voicemail segment from this week. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. Call and leave a voicemail anytime, and uh, we'll we'll listen to it. If it's about nets, we'll play it. Yeah, we love it. So, uh, go ahead. Yeah, you like that? We do. Uh, Chad Reed, Aaron Plessinger, Eddie Ray, Thomas Victor, all uh, on the show tonight. Christian Craig as well. Thanks for picking up on the gear alley. Eddie Ray, thank you again. Appreciate it. Yeah, no you have worries. Fun? Always. It's always a good time. I feel like we didn't get uh, the angry Eddie Ray as much as we normally do. I only, you only get that when you uh, Maybe I some painkillers. Yeah. When I listen to the show and call you the next day. No, you've gotten into it. So there is that, too, for sure. But then also, too, there's been times where, you know, we get you worked well, up. Right now, right. there's not much going on. Right. You know what I mean? We're yeah. just kind of freestyling. Right, so. right. Um, well, we'll thanks for one. coming in. Yeah, it's yeah, always thanks. fun. Yeah, um, cool. Hopefully you get a pulpy. Yeah, probably not, but whatever. Right. You're coming up for a award. You're on the ballot. All right. Well, I'll get all my fans to vote for me. <laughs> uh, t- if it goes anything like our election in America, I could probably persuade it to go one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Thomas, thanks, man. Thanks for coming in. Good luck at SEMA. Thank you. N-Fab.com. Thank you for the support on all of our shows, whether it's the Fantasy Show, Fly Race, and Moto 60 Show on Thursdays that we do during the races, or this thing uh, on Monday nights, Pulp MX Show. Yeah, 17 um, that year. I get free, right? Yeah, yeah. Buy, buy five, get one free. Isn't <laughs> yeah, that right? That's exactly yeah. it. That's exactly it. Uh, yeah, we got to talk about rates for next year and everything else. You're not locked into anything, so. Yeah, so I'm sure it's going know. down. <laughs> Why would it go down? Our listenership's gone up. By how many? A yeah, ton. but he got you there. What percentage? He actually got your listeners no, up, so he should get I can't a take care for that. He does. We're he up does at, like, uh, honestly, this thing is up over 22,000 each show, which is gnarly to think. And we were at nineteen like a year ago, and so nineteen thousand, so three thousand, yeah, three thousand more uh, per show. Twenty five cents for listener. So I'll pay an extra forty bucks, like uh, forty bucks. Yeah, like well, YouTube, like YouTube. Yeah, three hundred thousand for forty bucks. Yeah. So really, so well, yeah, you and, get extra forty cents. Well, and maybe, well, listen, what we can do maybe is work on our deal where I give you a cut of my invention, and then we do that that way. Right, I get Jeff? a cut. Yeah. And I have to invest in it? Yeah, and you invest, and you get the cut for your investment, and then we'll work that into the Pulp Show deal, and everything will be great. Yeah, as long as we keep it in the family, I'm sure it'll be just fine. Right. Uh, Doing good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Chris Kiefer in next week. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com. You can uh, use the codes, email us. We'll help you out. Get the app as well. The Android app should be out within a week, we're hoping. And, uh, yeah, thanks again, everybody. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week. See ya. Poontoon? What the fuck? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.